Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, everybody, welcome. Hope Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. It's Tuesday. That's right, a rare Tuesday show. September 16th, 2014. Thank you for listening. Great show. Glad to be back after a couple weeks off. We've uh, we missed you guys, and hopefully you've missed us. We're trying to do the best we can to provide you with some solid moto entertainment. Lots to talk about when it comes to tonight. we got Cole Seeley, Josh Hill, Scotty Atkins, and the Nick Way. All coming on board, calling the show, and uh, joining me in the studio for the entire show, the man, the myth, the legend, been wrenching since 1988 for Tommy Machine Gun Watts. Now he is here. The Tony Berlut. Berlut, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? How are you? 97, by the way, okay? Oh, 97. No. no 87. 87. I'm sorry. 87. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Thanks for coming yeah, in. Yeah, great. Tuesday. That, this is kind of mm-hmm. weird. Well, Pookie and I went away this weekend. You yeah. Know? We did a little lover's weekend. Nice. Flew into L.A., drove up the coast to San Fran. Yeah. You know? So you guys have made made amends since, uh, you know, she took off those few nights when her friends came into town? <laughs> yeah, she tried to take off again. I managed to keep her there. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we had, a, we had a good time doing that. A few days off, went and saw a baseball game, Monterey Bay Aquarium, and all that kind of stuff. So nice. lots to talk about. Uh, motocross the Nations, Red Bull Straight Rhythm, Ryan Villapoto going to Europe, Jeffrey Hurling's racing this weekend with a broken, still a broken femur of some sort, and uh, and much more uh, coming up on the uh, Pulpamex show presented by BTOSports.com. Also, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, a Cherubis FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Mafia Moto Crew, and Guts Racing all on board with us tonight. And uh, producing the show, taking your calls, handling things behind the scenes, holding everything down in his usual style. The Devin Gibbs. Gibbs, what's up? What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Gabby Gibbs. Killing it. What's up? Gibbs, killing it. You enjoy it. your little two-week uh, it was good. sabbatical off of the show? Oh, uh, it was good. It was, uh, it was nice. What have you been doing? Nothing. No? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's the nicest thing to do on your day off. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, yeah. No. And uh, well, you're back at work now, bro. Yes, I am. Back at work. Yep. Hey, we're gonna have your uh, voicemails later on. We're gonna have the BTOSports.com Gabba Gibbs Race Tech emails X Brand Goggle Tear Offs NFAB Question of the Day. We'll coming up with that probably in the first uh, half hour. And uh, of course, one guy that uh, that I missed that I missed talking about uh, our guest Scotty Atkins. Uh, Berluti, former mechanic for Nick Way, Ryan Sipes, um, Christoph Purcell this past year. Yeah, a lot good of guys. Guy. Yeah. He's working on a lot of guys' bikes. Yeah, he's a he's good guy. doing something new this year. Yeah, so, he's solid. Uh, it is uh, something new Scotty's doing. He's getting away from wrenching, and he is going to instead teach you how to be a wrenching with ProSXMXTech.com. It's a, a tech trade school. So we had an MMI conversation a few weeks ago on the show. Now we'll get Scotty on to talk a little bit about what he's doing, what's going on there, and if, if maybe you should check out what he's doing if you want to get into the industry. Because, Berluti, on an average year um, on the circuit, how many times would you get asked how to get be a mechanic? Uh, 800? 900? Yeah, you get asked a lot, for <laughs> right? sure. Yeah. You know, so, I, I have my take on it. I tell people that 
It's best what do you just do? to try to get somebody local, you know, try to find somebody fast locally and start that way, sweep shops, whatever, you know. But uh, Yeah, it's tough, man. It's not it's, – it's, yeah. nobody – there's no set way. It's not no. like, hey, do this. It's kind of like right place, right time. You can be an ex-pro rider who That's is... That's Steve, or Atkins used to be, yeah, also. Yeah, who's handy with some wrenches, and he, you know yeah. he's not fast enough to make it. You can go uh, the MMI route. You can go, like you said, hooking up with a buddy, um, a fast buddy. There's lots of different ways to do it. So, yeah, so we'll talk a little bit to Scotty about... Um, about that deal. Hey, don't forget to, uh, if you're going to Amazon to make some purchases, click on the Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. Uh, that takes you to Amazon. Make your purchases, and we get a little uh, small chunk of that to uh, keep Devin Gibbs and Tony Baluti on the payroll. We thank, we thank you guys for that. And the Pulpamex app on the, under the App Store for Droid or iPhone, $1.99. You get some bonus content. You get drops. Uh, you get, uh, you know, a lot of, blah, lot of drops. In a lot of drops. It don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. Mark Pellegrino, <laughs> fantastic, and uh, yeah, you can listen to the show live on that app, and um, much—it's a complete archive of all the podcasts, all the pulp shows, all the fly racing Moto sixty shows. You name it, they got it. So, um, I guess let's start off right away, uh, Berlut, with you. Some news with you. Um, what the hell happened? You're not at RCH anymore. No, no. This—that's it. Clipped. <laughs> if you want to put it that uh, way, sure. I mean, it's there's not, different ways we can look at it. I don't like it. No, it's it's all good. If what happened? Nah, you know what? It's just more of a thing where they're down in California now and stuff, and uh, and you know, I even feel guilty because I'm not there all the time. Right. So you know, it, it's it was kind of a mutual deal, you know. And there's no way you're moving to Cali for. I'm yeah, not moving like... to California for nothing. <laughs> nothing, Steve. Well, I think there's probably enough. Uh, uh, zeros in check that could get you to do it yeah, at some point. I guess. Uh, if they, yeah, if they would pay for everything um, that's going to cost so much more when you live there. You, know? you come, Berluti, you come from a golden age of mechanics. Um, when you started, there really were no race shops. There wasn't really anywhere to go. And you could live almost anywhere and do your job. And they give you a box fan, an expense card, and they yeah, let you go. pretty much. And over time, everything's become centralized in SoCal, the Corona area. Race shops have come about. Semi-trucks. You Semi-trucks. Know. How you managed to pull it off at Suzuki for as long as you did um, was amazing. Yeah, well, there aren't yeah. like you guys at Yamaha where you, you had to come in the shop every day. Yeah. Uh, towards the end with, you know, well, I say towards the end, but uh, Roger wanted it also. Yeah. You know, and that was one of the reasons why I was, you know, yeah. when I left Suzuki there was I was, ha- I was okay with it for the simple fact that uh, I was tired of going back and forth. And, and RCH was, forget, before it became RCH, it was Hart Huntington, and they're based in Vegas. Exactly. So it was when the greatest I, thing ever. Yeah, when I went to work for them, it was like a match made in heaven. Next thing I know, they moved the whole outfit down there and whatnot. So, uh, well, Do you agree with them moving the outfit down there? I mean, could you see why they did it and all that, becoming a factory Suzuki team and... So they had to, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. It, it, it's it's changed as a team, though, completely. You know. Um, well, yeah. You, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's changed for the better. The the, the quality of riders is good. They're going to have Kenny Roxon, but when you add riders like Roxon in that payroll, then you get a lot of other people. And you, I mean, you guys aren't playing beer pong in the pits anymore. Which I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. It's just a different deal now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, and I, yeah, like you said, it's just different. I don't. I, I'm not. You know, saying it's a bad thing, yeah. but it's 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 a different deal altogether. And they are, you know, they get factory help and stuff. So then, you know, there's more scrutiny. There's more. You know, they they've got a. You know, they got engineers now and stuff like that. So you know, it's all good. So you you kind of knew it was coming. 
Or you, you weren't that surprised? No. 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 And like you said, the guys at the shop uh, were doing your work for you sometimes, and that's never a good feeling yeah. as a mechanic, right? Well, I mean, I they mean, were – they uh, for sure, you know, they're doing a lot of the testing, and I'm not there and being part of it, so uh, – so yeah, no, I I did. I, I feel bad about that part, but I tell you what, I I sure think the guys that are there, well, there's some good guys there, and mm-hmm. I and I'm gonna miss them for sure. What are you gonna do? What's Tony Bellucci gonna do? Uh, you know, I'm just right now. I'm kind of on a, you know, just hanging out, just seeing what my next step yep. is. Yeah. Will you wrench again? Uh, it's possible. I love wrenching. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's so what th- I that's, do. Yeah. So you'd be no problem doing that. No, I no. I, I like it. I, I I love it. I love racing. Yeah. The racing part is what I really like, you know. I don't want that gate to fall in Anaheim without Tony Berluti there. Oh, I just don't want it. I don't <laughs> want it. It's not every year since 1987. It's it's it, Tony Berluti's been there. Yeah, well, I I've been I've I been doing it a long time, you know. It's, I can't deal with that, brother. Sometimes it's time to to, you know, go a different route, you know. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll see what you can do for me, Steve. I've already talked to some people. Yeah? No, I, I'm sure you have. I mean, I appreciate you, but it. everybody knows your name and your work. You've been doing this forever, and you're, you're one of the best guys in the pits. And gotta get you. It's just the living in Vegas thing. You, you, that's, and I understand you've got a family here. You're not going to compromise on that. Yeah. That's going to be tough for some people to look. Nah, to, well, exactly. Yeah, to look by, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. It's not like you'll never go to California. You go. It's not like you don't go. You go for two, Periods three, four, times, di- yeah. Yeah, four days at a time yeah. or whatever to go testing, but... I don't know, man. I'm bummed. I'm bummed for you, but you, uh, I shouldn't be because you're not that bummed. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, it's it's a it's it's turn the page. You know, it's do something different, right. and uh, I don't have a problem with it. Um, you know, Carrie, you know, and Kenny both. You know, they they treated me, you know, really really good. You know, mm-hmm. I have nothing but respect for both of them. You know, Carrie totally stood behind me. Always had good things to say about me. So I have, you yeah. know, I. Those guys are great, you know. I really, I, I love them. You know, they're great guys. They, I do whatever I could for them if they needed something, you know, right. whatever, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I like we need, we got to do something. We got to get you back on the line with somebody, <laughs> something, some, somebody. Nick Way, maybe tonight. Maybe Nick Way. Maybe you guys can reunite. Yeah, there we go. Right. Yeah. Call Bernard. Yeah. Come back. <laughs> you and Robbie coming back. <laughs> yeah. Right. You could be one seven one because his number's <laughs> gone, but he still's at seventeen. Yeah, get it back. Get the magic back. Well, Berlu, we're gonna uh, hopefully get you, you know something. You land on your feet. You figure something out. No, yeah, thanks, Steve. If nothing else, every time I go to your house, you have uh, looks like more and more bikes to work on in your garage. So it uh, looks like you can keep that going. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It's funny. That's all word to mouth. I don't. I mean, right. I have a few things here and there, but uh, I, I've never advertised it. It's pretty much friends of friends. You know, they well, go, just hey. basically buddies. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm. Um, there might, it might come to a point where I'll have to go out, you know, advertise or do something if 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 that's what I the way right. I choose to go. But yeah. uh, I haven't really decided what I'm doing, Steve. I kind of I'm uh, gonna go to a couple Bronco games, do a couple things. You really? Know, just yeah. Hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. a Bronco game coming up against Frisco. I'm gonna go to. Well, uh, I mean, that's terrible. The yeah. Broncos are terrible, and that's yeah, terrible. Right. But uh-huh, you know, I sure. mean, if that's something that you want to do, submit yourself to that kind of torture, then you go ahead, Berlude. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's I that's, could go to the black hole and uh, be a loser. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> Now we're talking. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll keep up to date. Everybody, our listeners, I know you guys love, you love Berluti, and so we'll let you know what goes on and what happens and we'll figure out what you got going on. And Did you order your new iPhone, by the way? No, no. You don't get in a new one, the 5.5? I mean, whenever my contract's up, I guess I oh, would. Okay. But I'm not, that, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. No? No. I figured you'd have to have a – especially why? it's good for you. Why did they make them bigger? 
Who who needed a bigger phone? Well, apparently in your Samsung. You know, they're uh, they're going against that, but they made two different sizes, so you I can know. Pick but e- even choice. the smallest one is, is bigger, and right. I, I don't need that. Well, then you can keep this. I'm sure they're going to still yeah. sell this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. five no, or I whatever. I don't know. Devin, you get anyone? No, no. I will get a, a 5S before I get like the seven. Why? It, just there's you, no need for it. Why need the new? It, and you're stepping up <clears throat> without it. Like I'm too poor. To go buy a seven hundred dollar phone, like well, uh, they're not seven hundred dollars if you're, you know, getting the contract if your contract's up or whatever. True, but the phone's still like it's super expensive. There's no need for it. It can be. There's no need for it. Uh, There's no need for. There is. There is a need for me though. My eyes are getting bad, so that might help me a little bit. If it's too big in my pocket, like I said, I might not like it. You know, but the new, the biggest one's like supposed to be the size of the notebook too, which you need a personal bag to carry around. No, it's a five five point five is what they call it. How long until you're just holding an iPad Mini? How long until we get back to the brick size? (laughs) <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What's going on? I just figured you're an Apple guy, Steve. I just thought for sure that you'd have the n- latest and greatest. Nah, I mean, I will eventually. Yeah, you know? okay. But, sure uh, you will. Okay, uh, let's talk a little bit of Moto. Right off the bat, Josh Hill's coming on. Um, so with that, let's do uh, the NFAB uh, question of the day. Uh, love these guys and everything they do for our show. And I got a question for uh, both of you two jerkies. Let's do that. Jerkies. The NFAB question of the day. Dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest lurking, hardest working accessories from NFAB, probably built in Houston, Texas. JGR Toyota NFAB Yamaha next year with Weston Pike and uh, Justin Barsha. Should be exciting. I think Nicoletti's going to end up going back there. Uh, to visit more, uh, to learn more about NFAB products, visit n-fab.com. Here's the NFAB question of the day, and I figured it was appropriate, seeing as how Josh Hill is going to be on our show uh, later. Okay, so what we got, Berloop? Yeah. Jake Weimer, who was on our last show, um, Josh Hill, who was on tonight, and um, Brock Tickle, mm-hmm. your old guy. Yeah. Those three guys do not have rides. No. They're arguably the three highest profile guys left that do not have anything solid for next year that I know of that's going on. Who would you hire? Out of those three? Tickle, Hill, uh, Weimer. Full season. Supercross, motocross. Yeah, I, I'd go with Tick. I knew you were going to say that just because you love him. No, well, I do. I like well, Tick. I know. And but he's solid. Unless he gets injured, he's solid. He's good. He's decent in both outdoors and Supercross. And you know he works really, really hard. Mm-hmm. You know I don't. Um, and for if I was if it was Supercross only, I, I might even say uh, Hill. Say Hill. Yeah. yeah. Devin, what do you think? Yeah, it, I, it would be a close call between Tickle or Hill for me because both of them are both have good personalities. Tickle's great with the fans and great with the media. They do every, or they both seem to do everything that the team wants them to do. Whereas Jake Weimer, he'll do it, but he doesn't seem to have the greatest personalities. He's not very open with his fans. Uh, so just on that aspect alone, it would be between Tickle and Hill because they're all great riders. They're all going to do good if they all stay healthy. So I probably I'd probably go with Tickle. Just because he does a little bit, he's a little bit more consistent than Hill. No, I'm going with Weimer. You're going with Weimer. Hill's outdoor results worry me a little bit. Although I think he did better in Canada this year than I thought. And Tickle's great. Really better than you thought. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. I thought he might even go up there and win. Really? I th- was hoping. I mean, he hadn't so. been outdoors for so long. Yeah. Uh, Tickle's great. He'd be a good guy to pick, no doubt about it. But I'm going Weimer. Yeah. 
He's oh, hurt my. all the time, dude. Not all the time. Come on, Steve. Not all you the time. You just love Kawasaki's. That's your oh, deal. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Well, he, and, and he won't even be on a, a Cowie. He'll probably be on something I else. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. 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 Who knows? No, I, Weimer, um, he does get hurt more than Tickle. He's not hurt all the time. They're both, Weimer and Tickle, both 250 Supercross champions. How many times did he ride this year? Did he race this year? Uh... Uh, I, I actually added it up. No, no, he uh, come on. Uh, Twenty nine races. I think he made fifteen or fourteen. Bullshit. No. Hey, get that bullshit Here thing out there. Bullshit. Go do do, do Alessi bullshit. bullshit. There you go. Hold on, I'm pulling this up. All right. Talk to uh, talk to Devin here. Yeah. Or talk well, to the listeners. Watch me pull this up, brother. Yeah, I know. You, we'll see. What do you think of? Uh, uh, how long do you think Steve has on Project Ninety? I know the fans uh, want to know. I hope to hope he's got it going in a couple days. I'm kind of anxious myself. You know, you just saw it, bro. It's it ready. Looks, I know. I want, well, it's got to be ready. I mean, it's, ready. It's gonna be ready. Grips, Don't worry. safety wired grips. You know, I want to see a couple things safety wired on there and stuff. You there's know? not even there's not even stickers on the plastic. That's not ready. That'll take. I'm an ace tuner. That will take me no in no time. Yeah, yeah. You all said right. that. Hey, are all the bolts tight on that thing? By the uh, way, that could be another deal. I mean, there's uh, not a silencer <laughs> on the end of that. I mean, so I I don't think it's ready. The silencer is on the shelf. Do you got pictures? Did you put pictures post um, on on the way as you're building it, Steve? Yeah, I did some stuff on uh, on, on, on pulp. Um, Do you uh, want me to post some more photos or uh, photos of it? I got a bunch of them while I was down there. Uh all right. Are we talk, Are we counting motos as races, or just you got to be both motos? Yeah, uh, okay. give him the benefit of the doubt. They've, what? How many races was he at that he was competing at? He Supercross, did. He didn't do he a bunch. Did, hmm. He did twelve. Twelve altogether. Twelve out of twenty-nine. Okay, solid. <laughs> well, whatever. Solid. Oh, uh, how how tickle do? Tickle was at six. Well, that's true. Tickles at six races, yeah, so suck on that, bro. That way, yeah. Right, so suck on that. I'm but just saying. Go the year before. I know. See how many I know. Races Tickle was year, at the year before. Tickle, I think, was 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 he the third highest guy in points or something? Uh, he or, went or, to every. He was at every race. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, I get it. No, and I like Jake, and I think he's got some talent, but I don't. I don't know, man. Those last couple outdoors, he looked like he was struggling. He was struggling. Yeah. I, Look, Tickle's got rods in his back, bro. I mean, I you know, know, he's not exactly tip-top either. Yeah, well, I, you know. I, I'm just saying. Hey, is there more than – you've mentioned three, but I feel there's, well, there's some more, more guys out there that are, are their actual legitimate candidates. No, there is. Um, Phil Nicoletti doesn't have his deal done yet. Looks like he's going to do the JGR thing. Uh, Matt Gerke is going to Canada and going to race arena cross. So that that's done for Matt. Um, I was looking at the list the other day of guys. That, uh, Brayton's done, of course. To BTO Sports, KTM. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who else? Yeah. I mean, Chisholm, Chisholm doesn't have anything? No. I have no. a question. Yeah. As far as these guys like Matt Gerke and Kyle Chisholm like that, with more and more fast guys coming in and them being kind of slowly pushed away from the elite pro of Supercross and outdoors, mm-hmm. what is their next step to make money? Do they do the Matt Gerke route where they go to Canada and go do arena crosses? And is yeah. that does that make enough money for them to live in a sure, six-figure sure. home or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, no, you can, I mean. I don't know about a six-figure Metcalf, home. Metcalf probably pulled in 150 grand at doing uh, nine races in Canada and really? winning the title. Oh, not, I imagine so him. Yeah. I, he, what, so what was his contract, do you think? I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I think it I was... I figured he made at least 200 up there, no? Yeah. No, I don't think so. No, about buck but, 50? Yeah. What's Chisholm do for the next five years? What's his, Where does he go? I mean, Chisholm's drawing a salary from his gear. Uh-huh. He's drawing a salary from his Canadian team this year. 
He's uh, drawing salary from you know a little bit of goggle, a little bit of boot, a little bit of helmet mm-hmm. money. Um, you guys got to realize too, in Supercross, if you make the main event, it's two grand. <laughs> now I'm not saying you're going to get rich, but eight thousand dollars a month if you make. Four but he's sitting in a six figure home. I mean, it's that's, that's well, tough, you know. Is, guys, is there such a thing as a non six figure home? Well, I'd I, like to see that. Yeah, well, yeah. What, what, what part of six figure you're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm counting the cents. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you gotta. You're seeing it more and more. Guys are heading to Germany to mm. do that series over there. They're going to trying to hit some European races. Uh, Australian Supercross series has brought like guys like Gavin Faith down and and uh, Hanson and, and Hill went down there. So. Yeah, whatever you gotta do to make some money, man. These guys are a little bit of they're mercenaries a little bit. You gotta yeah, try to make sure. a living, you know? So it's tough though, man. I don't know there's way more two fifty rides than four fifty rides right now. Just the way it goes, I guess. So What's uh, Noren doing, I wonder? Uh, Noren is gonna try to put together his own deal on with a Honda. Yeah. yeah. Honda's gonna support him, I read or mm. something. A little bit. Thanks, Boogie. Yeah. Thanks, Boogie. Welcome. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Noren's gonna try to do his own deal. Um all right. Uh, hey, let's get to some emails. Let's do some emails before we get uh, Scotty Atkins on here. Uh, Race Tech. Race Tech Technical Edge Suspension Seminars taking place in Corona, California, November 1st to 7th. Whether you are a dad, a race team tuner, or looking to start your own shop, learning the ins and outs of suspension will elevate the level of your program. Tuners are one of the top teams in the sport, and most of Race Tech's comp- competition have all gotten their start at these seminars. Uh, email rider support at racetech.com to uh, to get uh, some discounts from them. Their rider support program is now open, and uh, give me a resume on that, and uh, or just go to racetech.com and join the uh, racetech's family of racetech rippers. Uh, racetech.com. You can use the code pulpamex14 to save yourself twenty percent at racetech. So I guarantee you, uh, some of you listening to this need some suspension work. Um, What's the seven deuce deuce gonna do next year? Yeah, we haven't talked about that. Either. I know. I'd like to find it's out. It's gonna wrap. Maybe I can work on his shit. Who knows? Yeah, we gotta get you a deal. I, oh, the seven deuce deuce and Berlut teaming up—crazy shit out there. My mind would blow. Has anyone <laughs> seen the seven deuce deuce's uh, motorsport video? Yeah, I did. Did you yeah, watch it? Good. Yeah, driving the pulled max shirt. That's cool. Uh, I have to check it out. Yeah. Okay. It's a good interview. It was good seeing him up there at the, the last race there in Utah. Chris says, Steve, love your show, but on a podcast, I heard you say that listeners could win some crap for Fly, from Fly. Then you said crap is a euphemism for stuff, but a euphemism is an unoffensive term for an offensive one, such as poop for crap, or crap for shit. Crap for stuff is a dife, dice, disfeminism, dif, disfeminism, disfeminism. Don't know what that is. Which is an offensive term used instead of, instead of the offensive one, such as bean counter, for accountant. It could also be quack for an incompetent physician. Not trying to bust your balls, just trying to help keep up the good work. Thanks, Chris. Wow. Thanks, for, a, thanks for that. Yes, thanks what's for up? that word. Your mom called. The grammar police called. They want you back. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what's funny, Berlou? Yeah. This Kevin guy sent me an email. Uh, the October mag- October issue of Road and Track. Um New October Road and Track magazine that came out says NASCAR and IndyCar um, viewing and attendance is down, but Supercross is up ten percent, and that this magazine's Road and Track thinks that Supercross should look, or IndyCar and NASCAR should look at Supercross on a model on how to present racing. Wow, that's interesting, right? Yeah, we're always saying we need to be like them. We need to be like them. So I'll, we'll let you read this during the break. This little bit. Of, this is what Road and Track thinks. What do you think? So, you think Stewart's going down or what, Tony? What? 
Tony oh, Stewart. Did you hear know. about that yeah, deal? Yeah, grand jury, right? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. What do you think? God, I don't know. I mean, to me, watching the video, it looks like he meant to scare him. You know? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I didn't realize my car's gonna kick out, but I'm gonna rev my motor and you know try to That's kinda what but I thought. What but... is that? That dude got so close. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean What are you doing? Like he... you get out of your car, okay, I get it, you flip the guy off, I get it, you get as close as you can, but that dude was like Close. Yeah, like he was so close. Yeah, I mean he was it's really unfortunate. It was a bad deal on on his. The kid should have stayed in the car. Bottom line, or or, or if you're gonna get out, you know, the guy whether you're uh, two feet or five feet, he's gonna see you. Just stay five feet. Yeah, well, like they talk about in those cars too. Um, you can't see very much on the right or the right side of the car. They got a big shield there from oh, okay. ki- from roost because yeah. Yeah, when you're going sideways, you're getting roosted on. So that right. thing, you know, so. But. Anyway, I don't know. I I have a feeling he'll have a good attorneys and stuff. I I don't think I, you know, it's a, it's going to be shitty for his career period. Right. But I think I think he'll probably come out of it okay. Yep. Okay, Scott sent this in. Hey, Pop Max, just thought I'd let you know that today is the day I stopped downloading DMXS podcast. I was interested to hear how Brock Tickle was healing up and where they might be going next year and where he might be going. But I never made it past the questions about Brock's manscaping and body hair growth in general. Um. I'm sure they went on to talk about what his poo looked like and other important things, but I deleted by then. Um, love the show. Hope you have time to give us Laura fans some good listening this offseason because there was only one Moto podcast. Long live Pulp MX. Thanks, Scott. DMXS, they're good. There's nothing wrong with that. Just they're different. They're different. So, um, hey, what about the, like, the one that Brock does, like Brock uh, Glover does? Yeah. What's that show? Uh, it's on the radio. It's like on a real radio. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Sunday mornings, right? Oh, I don't know. That's yeah. how I was, at. I was yeah. wondering. I think it's a lot, you know, road racing and everything. All motorcycle oh, okay. racing. Yeah. Does, so. does uh, Holly do one too or something? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Not that I know of. Yeah. Uh, hey, Steve, this is Kaylin Wilkins, and I listen to your podcast every week, and they are so awesome. I also want to know if you are close to guessing your favorite for the MEC. This would be Canard's first time racing it, and he being my favorite rider, and also having some momentum and his confidence for being higher. I think he has a good chance of getting the overall. Am I high as a freaking kite? No. He could win. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. The way he's rolling, riding right now? He's riding awesome. Kalen, you're not high as a kite. Not at all. All right, we got a couple more uh, emails coming later on in the show, but let's get to our first guest, the the uh, the great Scotty Atkins here coming up. Um, Berluti, Motocross the Nation's coming up too. Yeah, that's going to be f- cool. What do you think about that? You're going, huh? I am. I, I, I'm, um, I'm I, not. You're not that excited? I'm not that excited. No? Um. No, I'm not. I should be more excited, right? Right, because you're not going to Kropovich or something crazy like that? No, it's, it's a long way. And it's a couple Is the traveling flights. getting to you finally? I think so. Yeah, I don't blame you. I think so. Yeah. I don't need to go to this Disney. Where am I going? Oh, I don't know. It's a pretty cool event, though. Yeah, it as is. As you know. I mean, you've been, how many times have you been? How many times have you been? God, I don't know. Probably eight times. Really, maybe? huh? All for riders, right? Did you ever go to hang? Um, no, no, never no, to hang, every, always working. Yeah, always eight, yeah. eight different riders or, or eight, eight guys or whatever. Yeah, eight different times. Yeah. A um, couple times with Australia, one time with France, a couple times with the U.S. Yeah, I don't know, about yeah. six, eight times. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, hey, let's get to our first guest on the night. Uh, he is a former top mechanic in the sport, worked for Christoph Porcel this past year, and is now trying some new things. Scotty Atkins, what up, man? How's it going, guys? How are you? Good, man, man. Just working all day. 
Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, no problem. We Thanks had, for having me. We had a uh, little MMA t- MMI talk uh, a few weeks ago with J-Bone <laughs> and Nate, Nasty Nate. So uh, during that uh, that thing, I, your name came up as, as what, you know, what you're doing. And uh, yep. I, at that time, I don't think it was officially launched, but now it is. I was checked out your website um, earlier today, and it looks like you've got things going on, and it's a pro sxmxtech.com talk about it a little bit scotty what you do and what you offer well the whole program um it kind of originated because i get you know tony can vouch for this too you get so many kids and guys you know come through and they say man how do you get into this you know this is really cool uh you know i'm thinking about going to mmi and this and that so um you know in mmi not necessarily do they ever make it from there, you know. That's kind of geared toward toward the, to send them to a dealership. Um, mm-hmm. My program is basically going to get them straight into the program uh, to be on the tour with, and work for factory guys, um, such as, you know, Christoph Purcell, or, you know, they might have to start, you know, a little bit at the bottom, maybe with some privateers, and work their way up, such as most of us do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's it's going to be a good learning step for him, and they'll actually get to learn from a guy who's done it for 12 years, you know. Right. Uh, and that's going to be from engines, you know, putting bearings in the cases uh, to the full bike build. Um, and not only just the bike, but the setup of the bike, and then also the landscape of the industry. Like, what is tech inspection? You know, what is impound? Mm-hmm. What do you do in a teardown? Um, there's going to be a small uh, seminar and a rundown on the truck awning, like how to set it up proper. So when they leave my school, they're going to be ready to be able to go there and and do what I did. Um, yeah, it, it's like we talked about. MMI is definitely way more geared towards dealerships than your trying. Yep. Your school is gear is is geared towards. Do you want to be a mechanic on the pro motocross and supercross circuit? That that's and, and involves yeah, and kind of like my my slogan is you know it's. It's more like knowledge for championships, not dealerships, you know. Right, right. Uh, I'm not training these guys to for them to go to their local bike shops. Uh, I'm training them to be a professional technician to go straight into the professional ranks. And and it is it is there's a lot to learn. Like you said, like I find uh, um, the mechanic Berluti. Maybe you can agree or disagree here, Berluti. But being the mechanic working on the bike is is maybe. The second or third thing down the list, uh, you got to be good. You got to be a hard worker. Your knowledge of working on a bike, you got to be a hard worker. You got to be a go getter. You got to get along with people really well. And like your yeah. righty tighty lefty Lucy is almost not as important as those <laughs> other things, right? Don't you think, Berlut? Yeah, I think that's first and foremost, though, is, is righty tighty. I mean, you, uh, yes. Yeah, I agree with you. There's, it's definitely changed that way in what, you know, Scotty's talking about as far as setting up, the, you know, the setup. And, of course, in anything you do, you got to get along with people. Yeah. But um, to me, it's still, it's still your main objective and job is because you got other people that are supposed to be doing other things that sometimes <laughs> they don't. But, right, um, right. but, but anyway, um, but my job when I'm there is to make sure that bike, I'm not pushing it off the track. Right, right. No, right. I, I get it, but um, – I just think there's, oh, well, yeah. No, and that's right. my main my main focus with my school is, you know, do your bike 100% whether you win or lose. You do it the same every week. Um, but a lot of these kids that come into my school, you know, they're not going to know, you know, but I want to I teach them from the ground up, you know, not only what the part is, what the part does, where the part goes, but, you know, a lot of little things that sometimes get overlooked, you know, such as 
You know, does it need molly? Does it need grease? Does it need Loctite? Does it need high-temperature Loctite? You know, there's, so there's a lot of mm-hmm. little, you know, tricks of the trade along the way. And also, too, like you, uh, you've been doing this a long time. You've got a lot of connections. At the end of this school, yep. I mean, you really do know people who, who make hiring and firing decisions. You could, you could definitely help someone get on with, with a team at some, at, you know. And, again, it may yeah, not be absolutely. factory Honda, but it, it may not be factory Honda, but it will be none of us started at factory Honda, you know. Exactly. And the cool thing about my school is we're actually going to attend four races. We're going to attend two Supercross races and two Outdoor Nationals. And then at those races, I'm going to introduce them. You know, my students will be there. So I'm going to introduce them to a lot of these people that they, you know, could be hiring them. Um, And then at those races, they can hand out their resumes and kind of, you know, there's going to be four times that they're going to be introduced to these same people. So they'll actually start to get more familiar with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the recommendation coming from me, I think I have a pretty good reputation in the sport um, as being a hard worker. And, you know, out of the 12 years that I've been a mechanic, you know, and I'm not saying that, like, this is a bragging thing or nothing, but yeah, I've never pushed a bike off the track because it was my fault, not once. So, you know, I think with my reputation in the sport, I think I'll be able to help some of these kids, like you said, maybe not go to factory Honda right away, but to get their foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And that's the key thing of my school, I think, is, is I really want to push job placement and get these guys placed. 702-586-7857, 702 pulp you got a question for Scotty Atkins and uh, ProSXMXTech.com. How's the sign-up so far, Scotty? I mean, it's not that old of a deal, but how's everything looking? Um, it's looking good right now. I'm taking 10 kids. Mm-hmm. I just want 10 guys in there, and that way it'll be really quality. They can actually learn, and it's going to be all hands-on. And right now, sign-ups are up to seven, so I have three spots available as of now. Okay. Um, the school starts October 20th, so you still have plenty of time to, mm-hmm. to make it happen. What does it cost? Uh, the cost in, is $10,500, mm-hmm. and that's about one-third the cost of MMI, and that's to, for an eight-month program. Okay, eight and like I said, ahead. you're going to learn engines, chassis, and then um, all the brands. We're going to do a rundown through you know the yeah. bikes from Japan and KTM. Right. So eight months for 10500 Not too bad. Hey, can you... Can you squeeze in somewhere in the school uh, pit board spelling, like <laughs> breathe, breathe, you know, uh, things, well, you know, things like breathe. Breathe is the big one. Can make you sure really you add the e? <laughs> yeah. Can you really? Nobody wants the breath. No one just well, breathe. <laughs> yeah, and you know the thing is, is most of the the riders they've never graduated high school, so I don't think the mechanics have either. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, a Berluti, What's what's the worst spelling you've ever seen? Is there one that stands off the top? Yeah, of your head? I, I'm sure I've uh, made plenty of mistakes myself. I mean, I'm not some. I've seen breathe every weekend. I'm like, add the e, add the e, and no one ever did. Yeah, there's one. Oh, I, we had a photo of it. Right, uh, like was, awesome or something. Sometimes it's, it's kind of I yeah. see that misspelled a lot. Yeah, there was one. Yeah. we had a photo at Racer X. I think it was this year, and I, I don't want to out the guy, but it was. Uh, oh, I forgot. It, it was just, I don't know how it was spelled. It was just horrific. I think momentum though. spelled, uh, d- uh, you know, misspelled a lot. Yeah, momentum. Yeah, um, yeah. I always think it's funny, like the 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 pitboard, the the higher digit rider, the more the mechanic wants to write like a book on the pitboard, like like <laughs> breathe now, pass turn four, jump triple. <laughs> Meanwhile, like uh, uh, Ryan Villapoto's mechanic is giving him a lap time. Here's, yeah. here's your time. Yeah. yeah, you know, like it's it's just one of those things you learn. And the, that's it. The riders don't they know. Yeah, they don't have a lot to look at. They no. know what's going on. Just give them their time. 
At the end of the day, yep. that's what it is. And right. it, and I've I've even uh, said, you know, if the if the uh, promoters want to try to save money on insurance, which I don't know if they if it costs more money because yeah. we're down there or whatever, right. put us in the stands. Gate drops. <laughs> guess what? And nothing's no. nothing's going to change. Have you my done friend. that? Or, you've seen. I've You're done right, that. Tony. You're 100 percent right. Yeah. Like once that gate drops, right. I've. You know, I've put everything you can think of on exactly. that pit board from positive yeah. things to, man, you just suck. Go to the truck. Or, and, it, <laughs> and, like, none of it's worked, you know? No. So or, it's, <laughs> or, you, or you'll go back to the pits and go, like, hey, did you see my pit board? And they'll be like, I never saw it once. No. Nope. Yeah. I never saw it once. <laughs> yeah, just, that too. Yeah. That but, uh, too. A lot of the spots are so terrible yeah. that, you know, they, they're trying to – they're coming out of a corner and they, and they got to look ahead because there's gnarly bumps. They never and see they gotta it, go. You know? They got to go 90 exactly. degrees to the left to look yeah, at your board. Yeah, or, there was, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of situations like that. But at the end of the day, you know, that's what's unique about this sport is when the gate drops, you know what? I, I can do backflips. I can do cheetah flips. <laughs> I can do whatever. But it's all up to him, you know. Mm-hmm. Once a gate – it's not and well, and NASCAR, you know. What I think you know? When that gate drops, it's, it's really uh, – it's all up to him. But also, if you, as a mechanic, did your job 100%, you know that your bike's not going to break. So then it is solely in his hands. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. There's a lot to learn, man. There, there's a lot to learn uh, about just being, like you said, like even like you said, your the race tent setup. Uh, what kind of tools do you need? Like some guys show up. Exactly. And that's yeah. that's all the stuff I'm covering. Um, like I said, I'm, I have a toolbox rundown, like exactly how to lay it all out real nice. Um, the guys really need to learn this and be organized and how to, how to be mm. not only – you know, a good mechanic, but also be clean, you know, and be organized. And so there's, you know, the truck rundown, there's a parts room going to uh, run down. Mm-hmm. There's a toolbox rundown. Then there's engine program. There's a chassis program. And then, you know, I have two other bays set up for building wheels and working on brakes, uh, bleeding brakes and mm-hmm. things such as that. Um, even safety wire and how to do all that stuff proper to grips and graphics and seat covers, you know. So, like, there's a lot of basics going to be covered. I remember when I first started out, I, I was scoping out maybe maybe it was your bike for loot or, or J-Bone or somebody. And uh, the, the when they wire tie the front brake line, the plastic sheath over top of the front brake line, and they wire tie the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. And they put the little, like, you know, from, from the top to the bottom with a little loot. I was like... I was like, how do they do that? Like, how, I've, I've never seen That's so cool. It's got to have a special tool. Yeah, it's so cool. How do you do that? Like, how do you? So then I was, yep. like, so then I was uh, safety wiring my throttle, rubber on the throttle. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Everything then I could you get do. carried away yeah, with it. Yeah, <laughs> everything I could do. I'm, I say, I'm safety wired my bolts. I drilled some bolts out and safety wired those. I'm just like, check me out. You need to work on that yeah, bike downstairs, yeah. Steve. I'm then working after on a while, you realize you don't have to get that carried away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm working on a prelude. Okay, good. I just, I'm anxious. I'm anxious. Okay, it'll be running. What's today, Tuesday? Yeah. It will be running Friday. Well, it could run any time, but you got to get it together. It'll be, I mean, done, complete yeah? Friday. Okay. Okay? Perfect. Get off my back. Okay. I'm building a 1990 KX250, Scotty. So Nice. Um, hey, uh, some of the guys you've worked for, just to, for people who maybe don't know you from behind the scenes, maybe list off your resume a little bit and some of the riders you've worked for it so that, I mean, Berlutin yeah. well, and I, I know you. I started out with uh, James Pavoni, and then from there I went over to YOT, worked with Kelly Smith. I worked with him for a couple years. Steve, uh, okay. And then from there went to MDK KTM over there, worked for Sipes, um, you know, there. Uh, worked for the famous Nick Way. So that was a good year for us in 2007 at Zion's Honda. Mm-hmm. Um, did very well. Grabbed a bunch of whole shots and uh, but come on, did Nick, well. But but 
we love I Nick, know. We love Nick Way, but what a pain yep, in the ass. Everybody loves Nick Way. He's awesome. So <laughs> that was a good year for me. Um, and then, like I said, I worked with Sipes for five years. Yeah. Um, won some races with him and finished third in the Supercross Series in 2011. Mm-hmm. We won the East-West Shootout, which was really cool. I've always won, you know, to win that as a mechanic because that's, that's a tough race. Mm-hmm. Um, then from there, I went and worked for Jeremy Martin in 2000, the end of 2012 when he turned pro, and then all of 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, took Rookie of the Year outdoors, finished sixth in the series. So that was a really good year. And then uh, this past year, I worked for Christoph Purcell. Well, I started out with Jeremy uh, in Supercross, mm-hmm. and then uh, from there I went over and worked with Christoph Purcell so you for left, outdoors. Yeah, why did you leave Jeremy? What happened? Were you not – was things not – Working with the star team for you, or what was the deal? Uh, no, no, no. Bob Reagan's awesome, and like the mechanics and stuff were great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've had an encounter with Mad Brad, so I think uh, that sums it up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's well. No, he's a real people person. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He gets along with everyone. Oh, so, absolutely. Um, after um, four years, you know, that was the. Oh, that's that true. Was, yeah, because you were there with Sipes, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's the reason I left. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You know, mm-hmm. that was the sole reason. So. Sunny, sunny personality, that guy. Um. Anyways, yeah. hey, the three of Anyways, us. Anyways, um, so yeah, I worked for Purcell this year, and it was a good year. Yeah. He ended up sixth in the series, uh, and then we qualified nine nine times out of 12 first Dude. in qualification. One Unadilla. And then we won Unadilla, yeah. which was really cool, uh, and uh, had a pretty good year. The three of us share Nick Way, working for Nick Way, and we all got our own nightmares. <laughs> we all got our nightmares. I need two clicks. Two clicks. Uh, what was it? Hey, Scotty, what was yeah. it? What? <laughs> Don't you feel like you need to work for Nick Way in, in order to be able to yeah. teach anybody anything? Yeah, I think so. And <laughs> you have two linkages, and you put fifty on a week, a day right, out of those right. two linkages. Now, how's that work? I don't know, but right. you switch it out, you know, twenty five times. Or the only <laughs> the, the only guy to pull in the mechanics area, and he'd be like, "I got to adjust my bars," and I'd be like, "Practice <laughs> is going on right now," and he'd yeah, hit, he'd yeah. hit them up with his palms, hit them back with his palms. <laughs> They'd be in the same spot, and then they're good. I gotta go. Yeah, him and yep. La- him and Larry Ward, huh? Yeah, I never worked for Big Bird, but I heard stories about Big Bird. Yeah, but he's, Nick Way. I talk to Larry every now and then. Do you, Nick Way? Yeah, um, he's uh, he's one of my buddies who uh, he's in the RC cars and stuff, you know, and uh, he sponsors them with tires and stuff. And Larry's huge in the RC, so yeah, he, he calls every now and then, and mm-hmm. he'll put him on speakerphone. I'll talk to Larry. He's, uh, he's a cool dude. Yeah, he is a good guy. I, I text him every now and then. He won't come on the show. He won't do a podcast with me. What? But he'll, yeah. he'll text with me all day. Why wouldn't he do a podcast? He just he's doesn't too want... busy hunting. Yeah, he's just like, I, nobody wants to hear from me. And I said, Larry, come on. <laughs> nobody cares about me, he said. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. But, hey, Scotty, and also, uh, where's the school located? It's in, located in Morgantown, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's the college town, West Virginia University, and it's like 15 minutes from Racer X. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, so people... Um, so it's Yeah, it's right there in the heart of Morgantown. Um, t- High Point's like 25 minutes away, mm-hmm. um, and then there's a bunch of other tracks around it and stuff, and then uh, maybe Bud's Creek's about four hours. Indiana's probably five and a half. Sweet, So okay. there's quite a b- few tracks right around this area. Uh, over under uh, 100, number of words you spoke to Purcell this summer? <laughs> I would probably say, man, that's a tough one. You know, <laughs> we spoke more than 100 words, but it, he's a guy that just doesn't show emotion. No, you know? no. Whether he's happy or he's sad, he's the same. And I think once you get to know Purcell, I mean, I think he's a good dude. You know, he's, he tries hard and stuff, and he mm-hmm. really wants to win. 
Um, it's just that he stays to himself, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and I respect that. You know, I, I don't blame him for not going out and talking to everyone. He just likes to do his thing. Uh, working with Kehoe was probably pretty cool, though. Eric's a great guy. <clears throat> yeah, Eric's awesome, man. We had a good time this year, and, uh, you know, I respect Eric a lot and still do. And, man, he's just a good dude. Him and Steve Lampson, you know, Steve's Steve's been a good friend of mine for quite yeah. a while now, and, um, you know, they, Steve always brought up some stories of him and Kehoe and, right. and stuff. And, man, those two guys, you know, are just high on my list. Um well, it's, it's, it sounds like a really cool school. Uh, I think it, I think it's going to work out well for you. I'm glad you got seven guys already. That's awesome. And uh, Yeah, man, it's, um, it's cool. I've talked to a couple of guys about two years ago out in Washington, and um, his name's Jeffrey, and, and remember his name because he's, you know, he's probably going to be around. And uh, those guys, you know, they've been kind of entertaining the idea for a couple of years and kind of been waiting on mm-hmm. me to do it. Okay. And uh, so they were the first in, you know, and I told them, yeah, you guys are the first in, you know, when I started and everything. And they were, they've were they been patient. They've waited almost two years now to get into this school. Right. And uh, so they're coming all the way from Washington. Um, you know, I have a couple guys from Indiana, one from PA, um, and actually one from out there in Las Vegas. Oh, sweet. Um, you yeah. Know, you know, Berluk got let go from RCH. Maybe you fly him in as a guest instructor. Hey, that's. I think I've talked to Tony about that before and, and oh. different things. And I have. I do have a couple guest guys coming in. I think Sipes is going to come up and do some, you know, a little speech. Mm-hmm. And I talked to Steve Lampson about coming out. Oh, cool. Um, he said maybe around high point time he would uh, come down and right. you know give a little um, view about how his mechanic really was, you know, good in his career. If you need someone to talk about summer cross wins, I'm your guy. Ninety nine summer cross. <laughs> I was there. Yep. Hey, Scotty, tell tell us a little bit about accommodations and stuff. What where where are these guys going to do as far as accommodations when they come out there? Well, this is a college town, so like there's all kinds of apartments and housing and and dorm room or you know like rooms and stuff available. But what I've been doing here, it's been working pretty good. Um, I have a couple guys that have rented a house and. They're looking for roommates, so it's it actually works pretty good because when they come into school, you know, they have two or three other guys are coming also. They can just, you know, rent a room from them. Well, that works out. So, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, the housing is basically up to them. Um, like I said, there's all kinds of places around here. It's a sure. college town, so there's there's hundreds of apartments and stuff. Um, and it's actually pretty yeah. cheap. You can find something for like five, six hundred bucks, and sometimes, or most of the time, you can find it that includes utilities. Well, I don't want to say that I would go to your school over MMI, but I would go to your school over MMI. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, well, Berlin, you know, you it's th- just two different. Yeah. It's just two different beasts. You know, one's to, to send you to a dealership, and you know, my school's to send you to the pro ranks. And this is an analogy that I kind of use is, you know. If I wanted to work on Dale Earnhardt's pit crew, I wouldn't go to my local Chevy dealership and get a job and work there, you know. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to do nothing for me. Right. I'd go to the NASCAR specialty school. So if you want to work for Christoph Purcell or Chad Reed or any, you know, Ryan Villapoto, why would you go somewhere that's going to send you to a dealership? Go to a specialty school that's going to send you to, to actually work for Ryan Villapoto. Scotty and I also share Kelly Smith. Yeah. Yeah. He said yeah. Kelly Smith. Yeah. Kelly yeah. Smith. Nick Way. Yeah, yeah we he's did, cool, dude. Didn't you guys win at uh, Mount Morris one High year? Point 2000. Yeah, yeah Kelly Smith, Steve yep. Mathis. High Point 2000 yeah. in the mud. Champions. Champions, and, and, and Scotty. Scotty yep. might have been racing against you. Yeah, maybe, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, 2000? <laughs> maybe you're on the 250. No, I, I never did race High Point. Oh, what? I was always, 
I know. <laughs> that oh, was shit. the one track I always wanted to race professional at, and, you know, I never got the chance. Mm. I thought if any of them, Injuries that was track. right before it or, you know, something. Yeah. Um, Berlut, it's a good idea, huh, Scotty's got it's going a, on? It's a great idea. We, like, like he said, we, we had talked about it a bit earlier, yeah. and uh, I had some ideas. You know, one day we kind of were bullshitting, and uh, mm-hmm. it was kind of funny how we both kind of had <laughs> kind of a, a similar concept. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tony was going off in a little bit different direction, um, yeah. a little bit. He was more, you know, geared to do more like seminars, seminars. and things, and yeah. where mine was more of a long-term, lengthy school, right. you know, to teach the whole entire bike. The, uh, so I thought that was pretty cool, and, you know, that Tony had thought of something just as similar as I have, and, you know, with him being in the sport as long as he has, you know, it's, that's a lot of respect to you, Tony, you know. It's, yeah, thanks, Scott. Yeah, and, and I think that what you're doing is, I think you're going to kill it. Don't forget about Yeah, the- it's just, it's one of the things I just got to get started, you know, and getting it off the ground is going to be a little tough, but my shop is coming along really good. I mean, that thing is awesome, and we got all brand new equipment to work with right now, and, you know, got some equipment in there this week and bikes and stuff coming, so um, a lot of people are already on board. Um, Yamaha is actually helping me out with it, Keith McCarty and stuff. And then I can't thank a lot of guys enough, like Trevor Kemp over at Yamaloop. He's helping me out. Ted from Mechanics Wear, you know, those guys have stepped up and Mm -hmm. actually sent me some stuff already. To And what I want to do with this product and this sponsor stuff is, you know, as I want to have drills in my school, you know, just say change the rear tire and put it back on. And whoever does it the fastest will get a new set of Mechanics Wear gloves. Um, or whoever can take an engine out and put an engine back in that fast gets something from Yamaha, you know, Yamaha sweatshirt, things like that. So yeah, now they're also they're learning and they're getting better as mechanics, but they're also getting a little uh, little bonus along the way. Hey, Scott, this is Devin. I had a question for you. Um, yep. As far as your school goes, how many days a week uh, would you be doing it? How long would your uh, classes be? Yeah, it's going to be nine to five or uh, five days a week and probably like nine to three. In the afternoon, hmm. five days a week. All right. So, and then it's tentative, you know, like maybe Fridays if you feel, you know, if things are going smooth that week, we can get out of there at noon or a little earlier or whatever, or maybe even call it, you know, because it depends on the weather and things around here. It well, can snow, but, well, the good thing but is, five days I mean, a week, nine to three. You got ten guys that you're intensively teaching, so let's all work together here and figure something out, you know? Yeah. Um, Exactly. If everybody feels comfortable and and they're getting these engines down and they they can build an engine, you know, in a timely manner and and they understand it, then we can speed things up, you know, and move on to another brand and and kind of move along. But I want it to be one on one. It's they're actually going to be doing all hands on, ninety five percent hands on. They're going to be building these engines and tearing them apart, and I'm going to be there to help them and say, you know, this is what you do. The first step, and they'll write that down, the first step. The second step is this. Third step is this. All the way through. And then if you look at your sheet, you can reverse that steps, and you'll have an engine complete. Um, And then also, if they get lost or anything along the way, they can see what step they're on and say, all right, well, this is it. You know, I need to do the next step, or the next thing would be this. And then I'll be, like I said, be there and and be like, this is what you have to do next, and, and teach them along the way. And they're actually going to be doing the work, so they're they're going to learn it. Uh, sweet. Well, hey, Scotty, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, no problem, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. ProSXMXTech.com. There's a contact form on there, I would assure, I would assume, and they can uh, get in yep. touch with you that way. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's all on there, and I'll get the email and stuff. But um, well, great. Good I'm luck with everything. Forward yeah. to getting some more guys. Yeah, for sure. Good luck with everything. I think it's a great idea. Thanks for coming on tonight. All right, thanks a lot, man. Right. Thanks, Tony. See you, Scotty. Good All talking right. to you. All right, take care, buddy. All you right. too. Scotty Atkins, everybody. Uh, good good, good school. Good, good idea. Yeah, great should, idea. Should work out great. And don't forget, the Race Tech's the 7th. Racetech.com for more information on that. And that uh, some of the top suspension guys around have been there and, and taught from taught from uh, Paul Feed himself. So Yeah. Um, let's take a commercial break. Uh, first one of the night. We've still got... Uh, Cole Seeley coming up. Josh Hill, Nick Way will be on the next hour. Uh, my mom will be on. Yeah, uh, she's gonna play some I games with us. I haven't even met her. I oh. walked in, didn't even say hi. Nothing. Oh, you're so rude, Berlue. Well, I didn't even see her. All right. Well, she must have been hiding in the kitchen or something. She's shy for sure. Really? All right. Let's take commercial break. We'll see you after this. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. proven when riders choose they choose race tech supporting the world's fastest racers providing factory level products support and service to the everyday rider supporting riders like michael lead vince freeze chris blows cody gilmore and the motosport.com spine chillers arena cross team of nathan skaggs mike mcdade willie browning and more Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. 
MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruz Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at EKSBrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com. 
PulpMX.com now and enter the discount code PulpMX20 at checkout to save money today. 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 Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
Welcome back, everybody. Paul Permet Show is going to buy BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension, X-Brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, Vortex racing, NFAB Jeep and truck parts, Works Connection, the Cherubies, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Mafia Moto Crew, Guts Racing. A Cherubies with more than 40 years of manufacturing experience, they become a world leader in accessory plastics. A Cherubies Racing Development Program supports riders like Kenny Roxon, Travis Pastrana, multi-time Supercross and Motocross champions like Villapoto and Dungey. Not to mention Chad Reed. And uh, check out the latest plastic styles and the colors on a Cherubies bike builder at www.acherubies.com. A Cherubies USA on social media. Thanks, those guys, for coming on board. We appreciate it. Berlute, welcome back. Yeah, Steve. we got to get you a job, Berlute. Yeah. Hey, you know, I want to Scotty thank- Atkins, uh, guest instructor. Boom. Yeah, there we go. Done. There we go. Yeah, I wanted to thank John for reaching out to me from W Wheels. Yeah, he sent me a text. It was pretty cool. Oh, for the when you when just, he, just yeah. talking about what yeah, I'm doing yeah. for oh. next year, or whatever. Yeah, W. John, good guy. W, John's a good guy. USA, fantastic company. Good uh, products. Yeah, Kenny Roxon uses them. Fasciati, Benoit, Dunge. You guys used to use them. Yeah, on your bikes. Yeah, we did. Reed uses them. Oh yeah, you name it. WUSA.com. Uh, welcome to the show, my mother, Debbie. What's up, Debbie? Uh, not too much, Steve. How are you? Uh, I'm fine, thanks. A little hot, but other than that, I'm okay. Yeah, you struggled with the heat today at golf. Uh, yeah, I did. you got to pull that mic closer to your mouth. It okay. doesn't matter who it is. got to tell them that. Uh, Debbie, <laughs> you should have been here one day when he the air, AC was out. Oh, I heard about that one. Yeah, I'm glad Jeez. I wasn't Ooh. here. Yeah, it must have been brutal up here. Uh, right? I was thinking that we should have got a little bit more money, but he yeah. didn't hook us up or whatever. So. Poor, poor LeBig. He comes in for like one show, and it's that's the one. <laughs> Hashtag cheap Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, exactly. Um, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We got the – well, first of all, Debbie, thanks for coming out. You're here for a week, and then you're leaving You're leaving town. So, I am. Um, we, you watched the dogs while Pookie and I went away. I did. Thanks for that. Yeah, it uh, wasn't fun. Why? Well, because of the big one, Rocky. <laughs> It's never fun because oh, of Rocky. Steve, God, are you sure dog. she didn't clean up here? Because I don't see dog hair all over the place. <laughs> we got new carpet, Berlin. Oh, is that what it is? Have you seen the new carpet? Oh, okay. I was. I knew something was different. I just thought your mom went to town with your house. No, we got carpet, bro. Okay, okay. Carpet in the studio. Holy smoke. We spare no expense. I would have been hated a guy that had to put the carpet in here with all this stuff in we here. We had to move it. You did? Yeah. He didn't move it for you? They moved a little bit. I had to move most of it. Oh, God. Uh, Mom, what's your thoughts on RV possibly going to Europe? Looks like it's going to be a done deal. Yeah, well, you know what? I think it's a good thing because you get, you kind of get – I mean, he's a really good racer and everything, but you get tired of hearing his name all the time. Like, you know, it's nice to change it up. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's get some new winners. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, right. and there's such – like some really good riders coming up, and it'll be, uh, it'll be. An are you still cheering? Season. Are you still cheering for Chad Reed? Is that still your deal? Well, no. Oh no, I think I'm. Andrew uh, Short. It's not good. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I know. No, I I'm not because Andrew is not going to happen, and it's not going to happen with Chad. Well, so, so who's I, your guy? Well, I have to pick up a new young guy, and I think it'll be Roxon. I'm pretty sure uh, that's uh, jumping on the bandwagon. I'm pretty sure he's the man here. You know, jumping on the bandwagon. Well, I, I'm not keen on. Uh, 
what's that French guy's name? <laughs> Barcia. Yeah, Barcia's yeah, not Barcia. French. Yeah, is not he? French. No, no. Oh, what is that? Very what American. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he looks like a Frenchman. He's from Florida. <laughs> he does look like a Frenchman. He's oh, from there, Florida. thank you. Probably smells like one, uh, too. Have you ever heard him talk? <laughs> uh, no, not really. No, I clearly haven't. not. Oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, well, you can get him so, again. Yeah, I, th- I think Roxon's the man. I think Martin's going to do it in the 250s. And uh, No, he moved up to the 450s no, now, didn't he? No, still 250s. Oh, He'll okay. be 250 probably yeah, a couple years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. He's just young this year. He, that's right. He is. So I think i got to go to Motor Constellations next week. Yeah, I know. I... That's a long plane ride like that. She's always doesn't... scared when you get on a plane, Steve. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I get know. on them a lot. Yeah. You know what? When he was uh, wrenching 100 years ago, he was living out of his van with no fixed address. And I remember, like, he'd be right. going from... Down by the river. Oh, yeah. yeah it was yeah. brutal. And he'd be driving from Washington to New York, New York to Florida and all those things. And he used to phone me, like, every day or, you know, at least twice a day. Because he had nobody else to talk to. I, I don't think he was hanging out with <laughs> me at that time. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, after that, he got married, and that was it. I never heard from him anymore. Uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, that's it. how it works. Well, once, I found, once I found my green card. Yeah, exactly. I was good to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, no longer Nash, needed. W- Nash, welcome to the show. Gentlemen and a fine lady. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Nash, how are you? For loot. What's up? Good hearing from you. Hey, you know what? I'm pumped to, to see what the future holds for Balut, and I wanted to make sure that Steve was a gracious person that he is and gave you my daughter's handwritten thank you note. To I, you. I did, and I also took it to the truck, so Kenny got it too, and I got it, and I want to thank you very much. That was really good meeting you and your daughter. Oh, hey, man. Earplugs you, and all. Yeah, you, you, get, you gave her the earplugs. You made my daughter's night. She, yeah. was, she didn't have to cringe and hold her ears, but... Uh, <laughs> Regardless, thank you, and, and thanks no for, problem. Steve for getting My pleasure. there. And Mama Mathis, yes, a pleasure to speak to <laughs> one of the greatest women on the earth. Oh, thank you very much for that. <laughs> you, do you realize the, the, the impact that you've had on Steve's career? Obviously, you're his mom. I could have been a truck driver if I would have listened to her. <laughs> I know. Steve, cheap smokes, brother. Cheap <laughs> yep. smokes. Cheap smokes. Debbie, you're you're aware of the, the stories, not... obviously. You listen to the show. Oh yes, all the time. I know what's going a lot, on. A lot of impact. Well, a lot of impact going on. You think? Talk, talk talk about Stevie when he was a little boy. When did you know Stevie <laughs> had some mechanical prowess? Well, he was not an easy kid to get along with. I can I, tell you that. I got much. it all from Tom. Yeah, no kidding. He was very stubborn in his ways, and it was what Steve wanted, or that was it. He was well. Just do you like, think those four Manitoba titles won themselves? No. No, oh no, you were. <laughs> no, they didn't. You were a good racer then, back in the day. He was really back good. Back in the day, he was, was super dedicated good? too, like super dedicated. It was I used all to train. About, you know, racing. I used to train. Tell people I used to train. Yeah, he it. did. Actually, he did. He used to ride his bicycle all the time. And Thank you. Yeah, he did a lot of mountain biking and, you know, lots of he, weights. He was and, killing it, right, Ma? Killing it. Yeah, yeah, he was. Any, I don't know what happened to him, but he just kind of... Any good fights between him and the brother? Uh, yeah, there was... Oh, yeah, we could tell you lots of stories about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did, oh, yeah. Uh, and, the, and their dad, too. Mm-hmm. Like, going home in the van every night, I have to tell you, from the races was just brutal. That was Ooh. only that was only it, with my it, brother. Even when he it, did good? No, no. Li- no. No, this yeah. is my brother. Okay. My brother and my dad fought a lot. Oh. Over the results. Over that, his results or your results? No, my brother's results. Okay. My dad yeah. and I didn't fight so much over my results, because I was a winner, brother. Oh, well, jeez. Yeah. Of course. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> Um, and then mom stopped coming to the races when I was racing because she didn't want to see my dad get so upset. Steve, 
Steve, was your mother aware of that fateful night in which you were thrown out into a main event with Rollerball and other assorted pros um, at age? No, she was not there when, when I raced. <laughs> Thank the, God I wasn't When I there. did Edmonton and Calgary. I would have left like right then and there. There's no hey, way. I, Tom, uh, Tom said I had to race. But it was funny. Bottom line. I wish I would have been there actually to see it. <laughs> I can't believe it's Nash history of Steve Mathis. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Eh? He knows a lot. That's Perlutes, awesome. Perlutes more amazed at that than anything else. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> The story, as the stories unfold as the years go by, every once in a while Steve slips in a couple of these good ones. Yeah, um, okay. I have Deb there and Berlut. Well, Berlut, you're like family as well. I mean, give me a break. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'd like to think so. I think uh, <laughs> I think I've told all my stories. I'm storied out. I think I am. No I way. Know. I think I am. I don't. No know. way. No, I'd have to think. You know what? If I really thought about it, maybe I could she come smokes. up with some new stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. And she you know smokes. what? It's funny when he was on the road and doing this. Uh, you know, like no fix address. I kept telling him to keep a, jur- a journal. Yeah. Because he had such funny stories on the road at these truck stops and all the stuff that happened to him. You know, back in the day. And I said, you just should be journaling this because one day you're going to want to read all about this. I probably should have now. Yeah. And yeah. again, you didn't yeah. listen to me. You know. Yeah. 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 No, I, I know, Debbie. I should have listened well, to you. Well, hey, I, I want to keep the show moving, as always. But, Deb, was there a time, in all honesty, that you knew Steve was a pretty good writer when he was in school? Because, Steve, you are a pretty good writer. you got to give yourself credit. I'm an okay writer. I don't think there's, there's a lot of guys better than me, but I can do it all right. I'm okay at it. I get by. How much does Weege have to clean up your articles when you submit them to your boss? Uh, it depends. Some of them he's got. He's got on me a little bit for it sometimes. Because <laughs> I do so much work, Nash, that I, I, I'm... Sometimes I just I got to be better at it, you know. So Wage is your pre-checker. You, he, well, yeah, yeah. He well, he reads it before it goes yeah, on. Yeah, proofread. Yeah, not stuff. really proof it. We we have a person to proof it, but he looks at it before. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's not all proofing right. well, it. Hey, in all honesty, uh, Deb, always a pleasure having uh, you in the studio. Thanks yeah. for taking my call, Steve. Berlut. Nash. I've just checked in. I didn't know you guys were doing a show tonight. Berlut. I hate to make you tell what you already told, but any. Please tell me you're you're moving forward. Please tell me you're going to be at a Supercross or Nationals. Oh, I, I can't tell you that right now for sure, but um, all's good on my end. But uh, I'm glad you came on because I've been doing quite a few shows this year, and I haven't heard you in a while. I was, you know, in the summer, being with my family. I'm a big family guy. Families, okay. you know, I'm, I'm oh, treasuring geez. these years of my kids being young, but... The listeners don't care about me. They care about Berlut. No, <laughs> no, but I, I, I care about you. I was wondering, you know, I hadn't talked. You usually used to come on uh, before, and then I hadn't heard from you. And I even asked Steve. I go, "What the hell? Where's what's Nash's deal?" You know. But uh, I was on when uh, Shorty's mechanic was on. I had I wanted to talk about actually irrelevant to you you being on the show. I just wanted to make sure the message got out there, out there, because everybody always bugs Steve and and you and anybody in the business. Like, oh, how can I be a factory mechanic? And they think it's puppy dogs and rainbows. And uh, you know, I teach kids, and I teach kids in a shop environment. And I'm like, look, you, you got to want it so bad that you got to eat, sleep, and live it. And I never did it, but it, again, when you're young, you think that you guys have a life, and that life is obtained by grinding it hard for five to seven years and really making a name for yourself. And you know, I feel bad for this kid to spend forty grand going to a specific school and then popping out the other side and thinking that they're, you're going to run up to them and go, "Oh my God, you're here! Thank God you're here at our team. Oh, we we would have never succeeded without you." And it's delusional. So yeah, the, you're right, and we covered it a little bit with Scotty, our last guest for sure, on the Pro Supercross Pro SX MX Tech dot com. Nash, thanks for calling in, bud. Always a good time. Always a pleasure, Blue. I will connect with you next year. I'm faithful of that. Cheers, okay. young. Cheers, you. Uh, men and ladies.
See ya. See ya. All right. X-Brand Goggles. Oh, actually, uh, Debbie's appearance on the show. Brought to you by Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. Official gear, Trey Kennard, Andrew Short. Soon, Justin Brayton on the team. And uh, FlyRacing.com. They make much more than uh, gear. Check out their full line of hard parts, mountain bike stuff, and uh, much more. FlyRacing.com. And uh, this is now the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Too loud for you, Debbie? Why'd you take your headphones off? I don't know. I thought I was supposed to. No. Oh. These are questions for you. Oh, for me. Yeah, Some you're in them. this. That's why yeah. we got you up here. I hope they're not hard. Put your microphone back up. X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. The choice of champions everywhere. Uh, they wear X-Brand. Jesse Wentland, Kyle Chisholm, Jessica Patterson, Nick Way, Jimmy Albertson, Michael Lieb, Ben LeMay. You name it. Freddie Norn. Fast Freddie Norn. They wear X-Brand Goggles. Uh, use the code PULPSHOW14 to save yourself money. Debbie, this is the X-Brand Goggle Terra segment, so we're going to need rapid-fire answers. Okay. These are 15 seconds or less. These questions are submitted by a Corey Moser. Uh-oh. Yeah. I know. That's scary. I know. So, okay. <laughs> I've so, read his articles. <laughs> yeah. He's no. the funniest writer ever. He's a good guy. Oh, my God. Actually, he's not the funniest writer ever. He just oh, takes no, text grabs. Okay. No, no. He just takes text and, and puts them on. Oh, okay. Online. He's not really writing anything. Oh, is he? Okay. Just for the record. All okay. right. Uh, Devin's got these questions. Let's do it. All right. Steve, uh, his first question is for you. Yes. Other than yourself. Who is or was the laziest mechanic you worked for or with or knew? Nah, I, I, you'd have to be you have to be pretty good at it to be on a team and work. You know what I mean? You, you can't be lazy. No. I mean, no. There are no lazy no, mechanics. Putting you on the spot. <laughs> well, I honestly can't think of anybody where I'm yeah. like, that guy sucks. Like, you all got to do the same job. Yeah. If you don't, you won't even last the race. Jeez, look at you Steve. Know, so. Look at Steve representing the mechanic colors even after I'm he just, retires. I would love to throw someone under the bus. I just can't think of anybody. <laughs> I, okay. All right. All right, Berluti, uh, next question is for you. How much would you charge if someone wanted to rent you or your wrenching talents for a weekend? For a weekend? Uh, pay for my expenses, and I'd probably... I'm easy. I'd probably take 800 bucks. There we go. 7.2 seconds. 800 bucks for Balut. All right. Uh, Debbie, this question is for you. When did Steve has have his first serious girlfriend? Oh, he was a late bloomer as far as I know. It wasn't until he was about, I don't know, 16, 17? Hey? Yeah. Well, that's not really a late bloomer. I was actually. racing, bro. No, I know. I was you busy were racing. Busy. Smart yeah, man. Yeah, he was busy. Yeah. Racing. Smart man. No time that's for good Believe for you, me, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, it yeah. was. Believe yeah. me, I hooked up with a ton of chicks all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I was racing most of the time. All right. Next question, Steve. All right, yeah. uh, Steve, this next question is for you. Yeah. What is your favorite home-cooked meal that your mom makes? Mm. I don't know. She's a good cook. She Bangers makes a lot of and mash? Things. No. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um... <laughs> Debbie, what, what? Hamburger and noodles, that's yeah, barbecue. Yeah, yeah, hamburger surprise. Barbecue, yeah, hamburger, hamburger surprise. Yeah, yeah, you like that. Yeah, right? yeah, 16 yeah. seconds. All right, next uh-huh. question. Uh, all right, Berluti. Yeah. What did you steal out of the RCH truck at your last race? <laughs> Nothing. Honest man. He probably actually has stuff still in there. <laughs> uh, all right, Debbie. Uh, what was Steve's best and worst subject in school? Well, his best subject was literature or English, whatever you call it here. Yeah. Which, you know what? I never really thought about how far he would go with First it. First of all. But he did. How often did you guys? You guys never looked at my report cards. I did so. No, you didn't. Oh, I did. I'm not a good. Let's not you go there. You and Tom did not care. Like, okay. What was the second part? 
what was his worst subject and his best subject? Oh, spelling would be his worst subject. Yeah, but no. he's come along with math. Oh, math. yeah, math I'm was not pretty good at bad, math. too. You weren't not good, good at spelling math. either, but he was good at English lit, and I guess that's why he writes. he's such a good writer. Thank you. Makes sense. How many times were you grounded uh, mm-hmm. due to grades? Never. Debbie and Tom never asked me for a report card. They never looked at a report card. They did not care. God, I wish I had that. As long as I was racing, as long as my results on the track were good, that's all Tom cared about. Oh, man, my life would have been good if that was what my parents were looking for. You guys should look at report cards more. I was on the podium. I'm not even going to discuss this with you, Stephen, because you're wrong. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. We won't go there. All right, Steve. Out of all the loves, or out of all your lovers' uh, weekends, oh. out of all your lover weekends, which one did you bang the most on? <laughs> like, do I really want to know that? I'm not. No, don't yell at me. I'm yeah. not. Corey, sitting Moser, here. I'm not <laughs> answering that. Jeez. Moser, come on. <laughs> you raped her. <laughs> I'm not answering that, Moser. We, I just knew he couldn't keep it clean the whole way. I knew it. I knew no, it. it, it just, right. Yeah, the, the right. third rounds of questions yeah. are the best. Okay. Uh, Berluti. Yes. Out of all the teams and riders you've worked for, who still owes you more money? Uh, nobody. I, I've come clean with just about everybody. I, everybody's been good to me, really, to be honest. Berluti had a Cush factory job where they actually pay for meals and travel and oh and, and yours, paychecks come on t- come paychecks on. come on time. I, the Yamaha was like that. Come on, yes, only Yamaha yeah, for me. The, well, the other ones, no, <laughs> yeah, not. the sure. other ones, I was sending him money. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he had no money for food. Yeah, yeah. All, All right, right. next question. Should have saved that money for your cigs. Yeah, I know, eh? Cheap yeah. smokes. Cheap smokes. Cheap smokes. Ciggies. Uh, all right, uh, Debbie, this is the last Did question. Did you hear Moser's question? Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous, okay. Moser. Ridiculous. All right. All right, Debbie, what do you look for in a man? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> I've been there, done that. <laughs> Nothing. And what Debbie looks for him as a man is opposite of what Tom is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's what her, she looks for in a man. Yeah, yeah. So is that it's, it? a, it's a long list, actually. We don't want to go there. All right. Yeah. That has been. X-Brand on Goggles uh, tear-off Pulp Show 14 saves you 30% off. We're going to give away a pair of X-Brands right now to the third caller. Third caller wins a pair of goggles from X-Brand Goggles, uh, eksbrand.com. You can choose uh, the goggle you want, and we'll give it away. Third caller right now to the show. We appreciate uh, you guys listening. And, again, Debbie Mathis' appearance brought to you by Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Still coming up with Cole Seeley, Josh Hill in the 8 o'clock hour, Nick Way we're coming up with right away, and uh, more Motocross Nations Talk, Rest Nations Talk. Debbie, coming on. Appreciate uh, it. You're welcome. It was fun. By the way, I just want to add, what? Uh, in your Twitter today, when you Twittered that you were beating tweeted, me. Tweeted. Tweeted, whatever. And, but that was the first part of our game, but you did yes. Twitter the last part of the game when you sucked, okay? So you okay, really but need I still, to get on that. I still beat you. By one. It doesn't okay? matter. I still beat you. Yeah, well. A win is a win. They don't, yeah, they don't yeah. scoreboard. No lady sees for Debbie, though. I got to tee off at the men. Remember that? That's the way we play. Yeah. That's the way we play. That's the way we roll, Debbie. You're not very fair. Steve. All right. Okay. Thanks. Nice talking to you. See ya. Bye. Debbie Mathis, everybody. Yeah. Um, Great meeting you, Debbie. Um, yeah, oh, she's, no, she's going to go make some muffins. Okay. Um, she shares. <laughs> I think she is. I think that's the plan. Hey, we've already got our winner, so don't bother. We got our winner, uh, third caller to the show, won uh, a pair of X-Brown goggles. X-Brown goggles are the choice of champions everywhere. Um, Berlou, what do you what do you make of this RV to Europe thing? Um, Looks like it's happening. Looks like it's going to go down. Yeah, so let me first ask you this. Is, uh, is this going to be as big as payday ever? 
I don't think so. Really? Well, if he wins, maybe. He no, to, you know, it's not. No, I, I don't think. I don't think he's going over to care. He cares about the win. He, he's not going over there for nothing. No, he's going to get paid a lot of money, but he was already under contract for this year. Right. So, from my understanding, he he had to race somewhere this year. Oh, okay. He on, signed a contract. On, on a green motorcycle. On a green motorcycle. Okay. So, I don't think that's like a boosting, you know. Now, I would not be surprised if Ustream, Giuseppe Luongo, throws him some money on the backside. Monster makes it happen, whatever. To be why, there. Why, why, does Mon, why does Giuseppe have to throw him anything if, as long as Monster takes care of him? To help him. Just to say, hey, what, you know, one more, uh, you know, one more thing. Yeah. What's it going to take? I, I, don't, I think it's just I think he's going to have a solid number before he goes over there. And oh, that's, yeah. That's what he's going over there for. I, I have nothing but respect for the guy, and I, I think it'll be so cool if he goes over there and wins. Yeah. I mean, Does he? Do you think he – I mean, I, I think he's going to be in for a battle. God, I mean, I, I would, guess, like, to, I I would some, like to hope not, but yes, because guess, he doesn't know the tracks, yeah. and uh, uh, Caroli's not no slouch. And look, there's sand tracks. You got to almost give those wins to Caroli. Yeah, just give them to him. Mud. There's three, two or three yeah, mud I races. Don't know. Villapoto can must, ride all that stuff. No, but he's amazing. That's why he's a champion like yeah, he is. You no, know? you're right. You're right. Absolutely. I, I, I'm. I, I'll be rooting for him the whole way. I know that, and I'm sure most Americans will. It'll be great for America, don't you think? Oh, it'd be awesome. Yeah. We haven't had, we haven't had a world champion since 1994. So, Bobby Moore. Oh, okay. 94. Yeah, 94. Bobby Moore. So, uh, yeah, it should be great, man. I think it's. Uh, Going to be awesome. So Bobby um, was the last American? Yeah. Trampas Parker? Um, before that? Before that. Uh-huh. Atlas Brace, born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a rider, refined over a three-year period by a team of engineers and experts, then tested by some of the professional riders, top riders in the world. Weimer, Villapoto, where Atlas is. Why don't you? Atlasbrace.com. If you're on the fence about a neck brace for mobility reasons or, or comfort reasons or fit reasons, I urge you to try an Atlas brace. Uh, the best one's going out there and some worn by some of the best guys. Atlas brace brings you our next guest. Uh, he's frequently on here. And uh, MafiaMotoCrew.com uh, Pulp Crew saves you 20%. He is the owner and operator of Mafia Moto Crew. The Nick Way. NYK. What's up? What's up? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, what's happening, guys? Hey, uh, Nicholas. You know. Berlue. How yeah, are you, dude. buddy? Yeah. How you been? Just uh, been busy. Dude, I can't believe you didn't win that race up there at the... At, at, uh, the um... What are you talking about, Berlue? Huh? What? What? At Soaring oh, Eagle. Soaring Eagle. Yeah. Well, he got yeah. a bad start. He was on the guy. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I thought for sure you were... I thought that was a shoe-in. For sure, I'd like really. Well, I, mean, I mean, who's going to even I mean, I borrowed, a fr- I borrowed a friend's bike and all. It's not like I had my what? own personal. You don't have any scooters up there, or you, or no, you're still a California guy, or what? Yeah, I mean, I, I have, I have a 2001 Honda 125 <laughs> because, because it was brand new and it was cheap, and it's really fun to ride with my friends on 450s because it's so slow. And I have a uh, 03 YZ250 with Mach 1 kit. It's the, one of the bikes I raced when I rode for the Mach 1 team. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's pretty much. Should have broke that one out. Bikes there. Well, if it was if it was good, because it like rained all day when I went there. Mm-hmm. So my I dad heard. brought it. My dad brought it. <laughs> he <laughs> did. Be a I was gonna rip that thing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You guys, you guys lost one practice ride or one qualifying race or something. It poured rain. No, I just, there was just practice, and then there was just practice. It was like basically, yeah. um, they took 
how, 16 fastest to the main directly, and they had like a last chance basically, so there was right. only like really one race. They shortened it too, right? The race? Well, there was only, yeah, and they shortened it. So. Right, right. Jeez. So you, you know, whatever. Second, I, had good, right? I had a good time. I would have liked to have won, but I rode good. I, I was special on the road. Eight grand for second. Well, I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah better than that's a kick, good. Better than a kick in the teeth. Yeah. Um, Probably it, made a little bit more than you did at the Nationals, huh? Yeah, that's why I didn't go. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know that. You know, Berlut needs a gig if you guys want to reunite the super team from yeah. Factory Suzuki. Dude, I, would, I would love to. We just need to get the, the, the pulp crew to really step it up and maybe get some funding. To get <laughs> there we go. In yeah, Steve. Pulp crew you know, says the I mean, balls his, in your crew. His, his, his work is very valuable. I appreciate it. That's for sure. But <laughs> Mafia, I don't know if we got him in the budget. MafiaMotoCrew.com. Get on Berlut. Get a Berlut fund there we going. Go. Buy some crap. Um, saves you twenty percent. Pulp crew saves you twenty percent. Um, how much? You're such a busy guy, and you got so much going on. But I mean, do you sit down at some point and design some new stuff, new clothing? I mean, how does that work? How does that process come about? Or do you kind of stick with the same themes you've got going? What's what's the business end of things going like for you? Well, the the mafia stuff's pretty. It's just, it's kind of just fun for me. But honestly, like I had some more time when I was injured, and mm-hmm. so I had like four or five designs and some like the first two are kind of like they're the traditional ones i'll probably always stick with yep but uh yeah i have like one hat and a couple shirts and different sweatshirts and stuff that i'm working on slowly but surely but i'll have Mm -hmm. some new stuff for you know like before christmas time for people to get obviously before the season starts 702-586-7857 if you got a question for the nick way hey before we got you on we were just talking about rv it looks like this europe thing is going to happen what's your thoughts on it what do you think about him going over there I don't know. What's what's happening? He's going to Europe. Who said? Who said what? What do you think of him going to Europe? Are you That's... baiting me for info? Or no, 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 no. Okay, look. How's this? I I believe he's going. Uh, I think it's going to happen. So if it happens, what do you think of that? It's pretty cool. It's going to make it really exciting. I don't know. I haven't really heard much. Yeah. Are you really just being <laughs> like that? <laughs> can, we just, can we just talk about like if it were to happen? We all know like what's going on, but if it were to happen, it's bench race a little bit. If a top American racer uh, were to go over to Europe and ride against Antonio Caroli and those guys, that's going to be really cool. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I like to ride, but other than that, I mean, I'm not <laughs> that huge of a fan of sport. I mean, I kind of whatever, you know. <laughs> all right, can we? What? I don't know. We're going to save on the tear-off budget. I mean, I guess you know. What do you think about the motocross nations coming up? How's America's chances? Dunge. Martin Tomac. I haven't, I haven't really thought about. I haven't really thought about that either. Okay. All right. Uh, what about this Red Bull? But I'm going to get back. But, but I mean, I do. Like I have. Uh, actually, I watched uh, last weekend. Uh, I I spent a, whatever it was six euro or something to watch the, <laughs> the GP uh-huh. second moto of the lights class. Yep. Dude, Hurling's manned up. That was pretty. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty cool to see. Just about did I it mean, too. Like I I don't know the kid. Like I all I seen is some interviews where he was swearing at lappers and wanting to fight lappers. <laughs> I was like, wow, this guy seems like a douche. Right. I, like it. I like his spirit and all, but... Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, obviously being so injured so badly and wanting to ride, like, regardless of, you know, like... I mean, who wants to be in a Mexican hospital with fractured team? No, shit. No. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> hey, and he almost did it, too, man. It was a few laps away from winning. Well, and I could see, like... From winning? As a race. From winning the title. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what yeah, happened? He was just in like, such you pain. Realize the first the first couple laps, like, was where like he could like you know someone could have crashed in front, had nowhere to go, accidentally put his leg down, yeah. 
right? So right. he was like super, super cautious the first few laps. And then mm-hmm. I saw that, that, I don't know, the kid on the Husky almost landed on Tixier and got stuck in his rear wheel or whatever. And I was right. like, oh my gosh, that was obviously could have like, if the dude was really stuck and had to like take his rear wheel off, that would have obviously been a game changer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, yeah. then uh, Hurlings got going, or Tixier got going, and Hurlings was right in front of him. And like, I was like, I could tell. I was like, oh, dude, it's on now. <laughs> it's like, obviously, as a racer, you gotta kind of, for him being cautious, as like you have to be cautious at the beginning when something out of your control can happen, which what yeah. he was doing. That's no, dangerous. Tixier got a, Tixier got like near him. And thought he was going to just blow by, like, oh, Hurlings, whatever, he's barely riding. And Hurlings pushed him off the track twice. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, was Hurlings uh, riding standing up the whole time? No, I, I think it, it must have been his left leg that he broke because he, he wasn't necessarily trying to put that one out so much. But, yeah, there were some big jumps, but, like, you really, really have to hold yourself up on the landing. Oh, shit. You were hitting them. You could have went there Nick Way and scored some serious points, some serious Grand Prix points. I don't know. I didn't watch the, the the track. Was definitely not so sweet. Well, I'm saying there was only 13 regular guys there. Oh, really? Yeah. In the 450 class. Yeah. Yeah. So you could have done some. Mm-hmm. Probably could have got a hell of a payday with from Longo. Could have at least got probably at least got 14. What you <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would have went 14, 14, bro. That's four, <laughs> it, math. This 14 it, points. Bro. Hey, what about Red Bull straight rhythm? You going? You doing it? Uh, I'm actually, uh, I talked to Jeremy Malad a little bit about doing it, and I think it's a super cool idea for mm-hmm. sure. Because obviously you can take it to some pretty cool venues. I mean, obviously Pomona is a cool place to start, but yep. sky's the limit as to where you can take it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so I applaud their effort on doing it, but I'm not going to to attend this year. Oh. i got a race in Milan, Italy that I'm doing that same weekend. Oh, nice. are you really? All right. What else are you going to? Are you going to any other ra- overseas races? Um... That's a, I mean, that's the only one I got right the second that, and I have, like, one more of the Costa Rica races that I've been going to. Yeah, how are those? They're pretty cool. I mean, they put us up in a nice hotel and kind mm-hmm. of a lot of chilling and a little bit of riding. So, <laughs> yeah, not, not so not, bad. Not a bad country either. Beautiful, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's super it's super pretty there. And I uh, hung out with Ernesto one of the times I went, so he, I guess he lives near there. So, obviously, go way back with him. So Yeah, cool yeah. To, Ernie's where he can. He's down there full time now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. he distributes pro circuit stuff in Costa Rica. Oh yeah. Oh sweet. Yeah. Oh, good to hear. He's pretty tied in the motocross and such down there. And then I actually saw when I came back from the race last time, I saw a uh, on the news actually. He completed a triathlon, so they like, made like a big deal about it, and it was cool to see that they included oh. him on the news. Wow. I like Ernie. Ernie's he a good a great dude. Guy, yeah. yeah. Do, do you know him at all, Bert? Oh yeah. 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 yeah, I like, yeah. Cool. cool. Great guy. Good. Hey dude. Nick, did you hang out at any like uh, coffee, you know, roaster places down there or something? I mean, it, there, it's that's a big coffee country, right? Yeah. Costa I mean, Rica? I didn't go out. I mean, <laughs> oh, you just stayed in the hotel. Gotcha. I mean, honestly, like we're kind of like at this resort, and then it's, it's like pretty nice, and then everywhere around there's like. You know, touristy, but if you go out of the town, like kind of where by where the tracks are, it's pretty. Like it's not, it's not super uh, somewhere you're gonna like want to walk around the neighborhoods. You, gotcha. uh, you bring, you just bring suspension and bars. Is that kind of your deal? Or? Yeah, I, yeah. Like Tyler Bowers has ridden down there for right. the last couple of years, right? And Colt Nichols is riding down there, and he's he's actually he's really good. He's a cool kid, and uh, 
Zach Ames has been going to ride the lights class. Oh, yeah? And then, like, Jake Canada has gone a few times. There's been quite a few Americans that have been down there. You take Nasty? Yeah, he's, he's gone every time I've went. Oh, Nasty. <laughs> nasty. trying to get the distribution up in there, you know what I mean? He's working on Mandingo Pickles. Still <laughs> you, people, you people like pickles? I'm your man. Yeah, what, what, what the... What type of food do you guys eat around here? Pickles got to go with that. Come on. <laughs> hey, we got a call for you from uh, from Tad. Tad, what's up? You got a call- question for hey. Nick Yeah, I'm a garbage man out here. And I, uh, I understand <laughs> Nick's dad was a garbage man, too. Oh, yeah. And Yes, sir. Where I'm are you all, from, my man? Those, I'm uh, from the Chicago area. So oh, right on. I'm actually right a on. garbage man of the stars. I picked up... Uh, that uh, Cody Van Buskirk you guys made fun of. <laughs> Cody Van. <laughs> his house. I don't know who that is. Oh, the the racer guy. Yeah, he finished uh, in the top five for uh, qualifying points. Yeah, in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't pick yeah. on him. I didn't pick on him. That sounds like something. No, no, he's he's the one. no we were making fun of his name. We were, we were just yeah, making fun yeah. of his name. No, I picked him up. I picked up, uh, actually got a stat to correct you on, too. Uh, okay. You said that no, um, no two fifty Suzuki finished in the top twenty in points. Yeah, and uh, my buddy Alexander Nagy from around here, I picked up his house too. Uh, he oh. finished nineteenth at Washougal. Yeah, Moto. yeah. I, somebody else corrected me on that too, um, and then I got with Aaron Hansel. Come on, who, Steve, get your well, shit together. Aaron Hansel added him up, and Hansel meant that in the in the series points, not overall. Oh, real know it all. So, real know it all. Hey, Steve, so Tad, Tad, do you, do you, I'm with you, Tad. Real know it all. Tad, do you, do you <laughs> pick up like Renthal bars and old beat up tires from these guys? Uh, you know, I've been known to recycle some stuff onto my bikes because I'm kind of cheap like that. Hey, let, let me ask you this, Tad. When I've had some some big uh, things out in my garbage, the, the, the Vegas garbage men pick anything up. It's gnarly, huh, Berlue? Do you yeah, you can, put, you can put chairs out there. You whatever. can put anything out. Yeah. But Tad, usually I run outside and try to slip them a twenty if I got like carpet or yeah, that's what a, you're supposed a to desk do. or something. That's what is we that do. is that cool? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy tips here and there. Okay. I don't know how much I'm supposed to take that stuff, but uh, yeah, you know. If uh, if you butter my hands up with the twenty, it's uh, you know kind of shocking how many things I can fit in the truck. <laughs> that's, that what, that's what I'm talking about, <laughs> Tad. Uh, yeah, T-Way, uh, garbage man for geez, Nick, how long? Forever, right? Yeah, yeah, Tad. My dad, uh, he did he did like the commercial pickup in the front, but he probably did it for like twenty yeah. thirty years. Holy but, shit! I mean, like I'm telling you right now, when I was because there's like he's friends with. A lot because he he grew up racing in the same area where we grew up, and he mm-hmm. like was a local pro and stuff. He had he had a he had a support deal from Bull Taco that's claimed to fame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, awesome. but uh, but yeah, dude. When I was like amateur, when I was little, and even like all two eighties and stuff, I wasn't really like sponsored. But there was like one hundred percent of the time we went racing, I had brand new tires, and I'm like, man, dude, he like loves a new tire, you know? Then I'm like. The older I get, I'm like, you know what? He probably dumped them dudes' trash like 16 times, and he's trading them out for tires and stuff for me. <laughs> right, you're right, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> lots of under the table cash, lots of backdoor yeah, deals in the know, garbage, he's, he's in the garbage them, industry. System. Oh, hey, those Tad. guys make good money anyway. Yeah, Tad, you probably make good bank, man. Uh, it's not too bad. Uh, I know a few people that do like the trades, like plumbing, electrician. Mm-hmm. 
they do a little better, but, uh, you know, union job. Yeah. A lot of hours, over 50 hours a week. So. You got pension coming your way? You got overtime, too? Anything over 40? You're making probably double time? Uh, time and a half. Oh. Yeah. Every week, I'm 50 hours a week. Yeah, you make good you know. cash. Well, Tad, thanks for listening to the Pulp Show, bro. I appreciate it. I'm glad to see we're reaching out to the garbage men of the world, too. It's awesome. Yeah, right on, Tad. Keep fighting the good fight, man. Respect. Dude, I, I listen to the show about two, three times a day because I'm in that truck all the time, so I'll just put it on replay for the podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you again. Yeah. Thanks, Tad. Right on. Baba uh, Booey, Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Uh, Tad, <laughs> garbage man. It's good. NYK, yeah. how's everything? Are you a Supercross 15? That's a go. That's happening for you. You're doing it. You're putting together your own deal again. Is there anything new with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm. I mean, I'm working on sponsors and such currently. Yeah. I mean, you'll be riding cowies. I would, really, I would really like to secure the funding in which I could get Berlut in, in the mafia pitch. Yeah. Yeah. What, a, what about me? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can come over and have some coffee and shit. Hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully, don't stay too long. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Uh, are you going to ride cowies? Is that locked in, Cowie? You'll be doing that? No, I mean, pretty much everything's up in the air currently. Oh, okay. Wow. Weird to see Nick Way on a different color, but maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's hard to say. He's uh, been on different brands. It's before. hard. To, it's hard to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's like it's one of those things where it's not like uh, there's a ton of support out there per se, right, right? right? So, I mean, obviously, I would like to continue riding in Kawasaki, but I've I've spoke with some other folks that are interested in doing some stuff, and if good, if it makes sense, then I'm you know I'm willing to to do something else, I guess. But I really I like my bike, and I've I've been doing a decent bit of testing for Supercross already, so. Uh, I've improved in my setting from last year quite a bit. And... <laughs> awesome. We were just trading Nick Way setup stories between Scotty, yeah. Scotty yeah. Atkins, myself, and Berlute. We all have Nick Way experience. What is Scotty Atkins talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were just talking, just sharing some experiences of wrenching for the great Nick Way. I don't think we went I mean, that it can't be me. That. It's got to be the spec. Let's be real. <laughs> Hey, our, our ever-positive chat room, Berlute, uh, Snakebite says, you're fucked and you better apply for garbage job. So, <laughs> there you go. Snakebite, very positive about your situation. <laughs> Thanks, Snakebite. <laughs> uh, Berlute, we got to get you something. Yeah. Yeah, something, you know? Berlute, I heard, I heard your name uh, attached to the, the, the Chad's team doing something with Josh Grant. Hey, you know what's funny about this sport, and you know it as well as I do, how small of an industry it is. Well, I, I, I never spoke nothing to them at all. So I don't know where that – I think Steve started that no, shit. I'll yeah, ta- I think no, you did. No, Watson. I know. Watson said he talked to them about for you. Right. And then Kenny said that on a show. Yeah, well. So Steve had nothing to do with it. Bullshit, Steve. Come on. Kenny. Kenny, Steve, you get just an inkling of any kind of information, it's out there. No, I would not put that out there because I did not know that. Well, it doesn't matter to me. But, no, I haven't talked to them at all, Nick. Not a big deal. That's that's your goal is to to secure a a good job doing being a race mechanic. Uh, No, not necessarily my goal. Um, Like I said, I've... You know, I'm okay where I'm at right now. I, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, keep it together. Hey, what? Your dad used to always say something. What was this thing? That I found a job. We were looking for a job when we found this one, or something like that. What's your dad always <laughs> yeah, say? Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> your dad always had something clever oh, to say. He's pretty, he's pretty good at keeping it positive. I'll be. I'll, he definitely has that attribute. Yeah. Tway, yeah. is the number one moto dad in the pits. Oh yeah, number one. Great there's, guy. There, there's a lot of them. They all got their kids' best interests out at, at heart, and uh, and then there's T-Way. 
Just awesome. as you guys know, I get pretty intense with uh, with my dirt bike racing, and I would, you know, I'm a I'm a youngin, and I would come back and I'd be like, dude, something is wrong with this thing. I'm freaking out. Like something is wrong with this thing. I'm telling you, Dad, the clutch is flipping. This thing is not good. It's terrible. He just look at me and like smile and be like, I don't know, man. It's, it's kicking up one hell of a it's kicking up one hell of a roost. Looks, looks great. Looks great from here, man. Oh, like, it's throwing an early roost. That's all I can tell you, a, son. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. The, the clutch is fine because this thing is throwing a mean spray. That's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's, it's throwing a mean spray, son. I don't know what you're talking about. Mean spray. That's um, great. No, yeah, good times. Hey, what about the Jake Weimer thing? Is that how's that going? Uh, people want to know. Uh, I mean, I, I have I've spoken with him briefly, like. I think we're, we you know we're on the same page. Like, if something were to work where I could help him, then I was, uh, I would. I mean, I think he has a lot of value as a, a racer and you know as a ambassador to some brands in which would want to be involved with the team for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, just as far as like securing that type of funding to make it make sense for him. But yeah, I mean, obviously he's a friend of mine, and I respect his riding. Obviously, I've talked to Tickle, I've talked to Colt Nichols, I've talked to a bunch of guys. So I mean, there's like. I mean, if, if it made sense of where I could help somebody, I will. But, I mean, I have, like, I have enough parts, and I have, dude, I probably have 12 sets of kit suspension for some reason. <laughs> so, like, I have enough stuff, but I'm not going to, like, just put a dude under the truck just to do it. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Because in this industry, as you guys know, it's so small. Like, you know, if you put somebody on the team and, you know, they expect X, Y, and Z, and you don't, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't need it. I don't. I don't need the headache, you know. It's uh-huh. not like I want to be. I don't want to bum anybody out. Like I'm for the main purpose for me for setting up this thing for me to race is for me to give myself a shot at doing well. Right. And if it makes sense business wise to help a friend out or you know okay, say well, a particular sponsor that wants to have such the, and such rider on the team, then cool, let's make the, it work. Nasty drives the truck and works for you, and Berlut works for the second guy. The second guy pays Berlut's salary. Done. I'm thinking. T-Way, T-Way wants to t wants to drive the truck, but I don't know how I don't know how I don't know how focused he is on being <laughs> in and out all every week. So. Is T-Way retired from? But the yeah, that man? would that would be cool for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got a question from AJ for you, Nick. You want to take his call? Yeah, yeah, AJ, let's hit it. AJ, what's up? Hey, Nick and Steve. Um, actually, uh, I've been following Steve your your ninety rebuild on your uh, KX two fifty there. It's good. It's coming and together, actually, bro. It's coming together. It looks pretty sweet. Um, I've actually AJ, got... I saw a few photos, too, and I'm shocked that these bolts are not... like. Did they do something to the coating on the outside of the cylinder? Because, dude, it's... Look, like The pictures you're showing, the stuff's looking pretty pristine. Like, it's not Steve's cycle quality. I mean, you're buffing bolts and all um, I am buffing bolts, absolutely. I scotch-brite them. I got some polish. Yes. Hey, on the motor, I'll take the credit Berlou for that. Berlou did the motor. Come Berlou, on. Berlou did the motor. <laughs> no, I, I, did tum- I, I did tumble the bolts. I made him. I did, you know, I tried to spruce that thing up the best I could on my end. I'm saying I got an atten- I got, I got an eye for detail, and I'm like, Yeah, you, know you do. Yeah, no. Nah. buffing bolts over here. Mathis, those bolts did not come that buffed in 90, and I guarantee you he did not buy a new ones, so... I'm thinking somebody bought those bolts. No, I actually, I don't know, but somebody bought them. I I bought a bolt kit that I've been using for some of the outer plastics. Oh, you did? Yeah. Not tie, though. No, no. Oh, okay. Anyways, what's up, AJ? Anyways, um, inadvertently, you know, hearing hearing about uh, Nick's dad being a trash guy, inadvertently, I kind of have a a tie to Nick. I've actually had numerous bikes of his that I I bought from a friend of mine, uh, Chris Galt. You might know him, Nick. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Um, anyways, I've got a 99 Nick Way KX125 from Pro Circuit. I was just curious what you thought of the bike, you know, when you raced it. 99. The, honestly, the 98, 99, I was stoked on it. And then, uh, 2000, we switched to the Pro Circuit, or we switched to, that was the first year Pro Circuit used to show a kit stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I'm, I mean, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot, because, like, Ramsey and I were the ones who tested it and told him it was better. But <laughs> I just wasn't as comfortable on it. Like, they needed to do some more development. And I think it was, like, I think it was a lot more rigid than the, the KYB stuff or bigger diameter or something. I just And then they didn't have enough of it at the time. I think I only had it on my race bike, so. I don't know. Yeah, this bike got the KYB. But I think the 99 and the 90 and the 2000 were exactly the same, except for the suspension bracelet. Okay. Yeah, and let's be something about... Did you have one that has a powder-coated frame? Yes, this does have a powder-coated frame. Yeah, those were few and far between for me back there in Michigan for practicing. So you must have got one that didn't have much time on it when I sold it to Chris Galt there. From my understanding, this bike was actually a Ricky bike before it came to you. I don't know. I mean, it, that's what, that's what I was told. Might, that might have helped. Not just a story that might have just helped the value. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure. Sell. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, AJ, people say that about bikes that I've worked on, like math is tuned, so they try to get a little extra dollars. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I know. Actually, this bike, when it came to me, um, somebody totally spray-bombed the bike um, black. Oh, Motor oh, and everything. No. It looks terrible. Oh, that's yeah, the, the the cylinder was so roached. I had to send it out. It, uh, basically, you could put an eighty millimeter pi- or eighty over piston in it, uh-huh. and it would it would rattle like you wouldn't believe. Oh, jeez. One just, thing I like, do remember about those bikes is uh, I didn't really get to ride it too much practicing because the frame must have flexed, flexed so much that I broke the cylinder stud bolts like all of the time. Yeah, RC DNF Southwick because of that, right? Yeah. Uh, Stuart, I did not know that about that chassis. Um, yeah. Hey AJ, thanks for calling, man. Yep, thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Yeah, AJ, take care, man. Uh, all right, hey, Nick Way, thanks, man. We're going to let you go. Hey, let me break this down real quick. Okay. So when you're a Mathis, say you're going to buy a Mathis tuned bike, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's a used bike. Say it's a Tim Ferry no-lean bike, and you're like, you know, it's a Mathis tuned bike. Mm-hmm. So what does the buyer what does the buyer of this bike expect? <laughs> like, hey, the bolts are going to be new. Like, you're probably not going to have any helicoil bolts because they never came out. Um. Well, for or, one, okay. Num- is that was that, that one thing? Like, or I mean, like, no. The number one thing is the bike's going to reek of champagne. It's going to be sticky. <laughs> oh god! It's going to be sticky, and it's going to have champagne everywhere because that's what happened when I worked on them. They got doused in champagne. Is absolutely jacked. Uh, they 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 get doused in champagne afterwards, and I don't. You know, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to have champagne everywhere. And there's some, <laughs> there's some shady stuff that went on on the seat in the back. Between you and some lady friends in the box stand, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, you and maybe I did the maybe I did the port work on the cylinder. Maybe I've been known yeah. to do that. Yeah, you know I've been known to port a cylinder here or there. So yeah. lots of bottom end. All right. Yeah. Um, thanks, NYK. Thanks for coming on. All right. Well, yeah. Hit me up, bro. Okay, Nick. Let's Always work this out. Love, love talking to you. All right. Hey, have fun in uh, Milan. You're gonna love it over there. You've been there already, right? Well, I went. I've only I've only ever been to the Genoa race, and that's kind of in just an industrial spot. So yeah, this, there's Milan a be- there's a big ass gold church downtown Milan. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I couldn't get into because I was wearing shorts. 
<laughs> but it's super nice and old. I just like the Italian, uh, you know, the, the the food and everything, the yeah. culture. I don't know. You you like you like it, it, the Italians, Nick? They take care of you. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Yeah, I have a lot of Italian in my bloodline, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've never, I've never really, I've been over to Genoa one time. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm supposed okay. to, I'm supposed to go to Finland, the week after Bercy and wrench for JT. Yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think, I'm, I think I'm going to go to Bercy, which is not in Bercy anymore. It's northern. It's north of Paris, and I'm going to stay Bercy's back. Not in the same stadium anymore. Just no. this year, this one year, because the stadium's going, uh, undergoing uh, reconstruction or whatever. So it's uh-huh. it's you got to fly into Brussels. Uh, oh, you don't really? even go to Paris. You don't even go oh, to Paris. Okay, so that's pretty north. Yeah, yeah. go to Bru- so I'm going to stay back I think and go to Finland and 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 work with JT and we're going to try to take another win out from Finland from the Finnish guys. I'm going to try no to get doubt. one more win on my resume. Yeah, that's right. Nick, your mom's full on Italian, right, Nick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, like but my, I just like my, my mom's dad came over like my grandpa came over from from Italy. Yeah. His family. Yeah. Yeah, I just like the food over there, and they just take long lunches, and I just, I just like Italy. It's a fun time. Is yeah. it? Is that that outdoor race thing? Yeah, it's it's kind of like a hybrid thing, from what I'm told. Yeah, it ought to be good if it's anything like the Saperiti Fast Cross used to be. Uh, is that where we? I really Yeah, it was right outside of Milan. Yeah, uh, uh, rollerball third there in '87. No uh, kidding. Beating Diamond, beating. Uh, Dogger, yeah, wow. at the set, that's at fast cross. And you were working on his bike. Yeah. No, I wasn't. No, I'm sorry. You, oh. you never did work on his bike. Uh, you wish you did. I right? did. Yeah. Um, did. Yeah, Nick. Well, hey, in thank, a, thanks. In for... another side note story about Steve Mathis uh, today, my son is uh, going to kindergarten. Typically, when he was going to preschool and such, he's always bitching about his clothes set up to his mom, right? Like in the morning. Oh, no. I'm just, I'm just kind of catching like a, no, <laughs> you know, like, I'm not feeling these shorts. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'm like, I'm that man. Not going good right now. Good luck, you guys. <laughs> Get that from his dad or something. <laughs> yeah, so this morning, so this morning he's like, I'm, I don't like these shorts. And I'm like, look at him. Dude's got some tan cargo shorts on. Ah. And I'm like, oh, you know who loves these shorts right here? My friend, he's amped on these shorts. Yeah. He's like, no. All right. He's like, all right, I'm into him then. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, fashion icon has been used to describe me here and there. So, Have you heard the terminology jorts? I have. Yes, I have. I do not wear I just, jorts. I just saw that. I just saw that. Oh, yeah. No, jorts is, is old. But I will tell you, uh, your wife, the first one to ever tell me something was janky. The innovator of janky yeah. was Nicole Way. I feel, like we, I feel like that time at Boston Market, we felt like she invented the word. And we were like, what I, are you talking about? I, and now do you – it's out there now. That word is around. Yeah. And, and we, died. We, we died laughing that time. That oh, we died. Yes. All right, Nick. Got to go. Love you. See ya. All right, guys. See ya, Nick. Bye. Nick away. Good guest. (laughs) He's always a good guest. All right, let's uh, let's take a second commercial break. Cole Seeley, Josh Hill, uh, voicemails, uh, much more discussion about this RV thing, and uh, we're gonna get Berluti a job on this commercial break. So when we come back, Berluti will be hired by somebody. See ya. Purple MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. 
items when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. 
We've added to our crop of top athletes, including Mafia Moto Cruz Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at EKSBrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these bars bars can take the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. 
Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com, VortexRacing.com, zero line extension 222. See you on the track. everybody god smack for tony berluti thanks for listening tony that was your song it's coming up with some enchiladas yeah it's coming on up hey btosports.com fly racing race tech suspension x-brand goggles atlas neck braces NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Mafia Motor Crew, Guts Racing, Guts Racing, the official seat foam of Monster Pro Circuit, among others. All of our guys that are on our, are on our program, check sponsor deals underneath uh, on pulpamexshow.com and save money at Guts Racing, A10 Solutions, the official Rhino Global product distributor for the East Coast. Uh, Brat Bar also available in A10 Solutions. The number 8, 10solutions.com. Tech One Designs, championship winning graphic company and uh, official clothing of motors- of the Motorsport Cross Science team also. And, uh, of course, Vortex Racing. Vortex Racing. 
Made in America, everybody. That's right. Made in America. Back-to-back 450 Supercross titles in 08, 09. And uh, they uh, American-made products. And they're made right in the USA and VortexRacing.com. You can save yourself 40%. Use Pulp 2014 at Vortex. And uh, we're happy to have them on the show. Uh, from the V3 motocross bar to the sprocket, like we were talking about, Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Or me. Or you. Whatever. It's Vortex Racing. Check them out, bro. Uh, that was Godsmack, Berluti. You missed them. But uh, that's okay. No, I didn't miss them. I was oh, you got a little bit of them? Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Vortex. Do you like that? Or do you, uh, I thought you'd give me some shit or something. No, that's good. I mean, it's no Van Halen. And, um, you know. Steve, I mix it up, though. That's the difference between you and me. You you can't listen to Van Halen every day. Who well, says? Or, or 24 Who hours. Who says that? And I love Van Halen. They're one of Who my number that? one. Well, okay. Um, but, no, uh, you're right. I do switch it up every now and then. All right. All right. Well, hey, Vortex Racing is happy, pleased, proud to present our next guest on the show. He's a newly assigned Honda Muscle Milk factory rider from the TLD team. Uh, full-time 450 guy next year. The... Cole Seeley. Cole, what's up, man? <laughs> what's up, guys? How are you? Thanks for coming on. <laughs> I'm good, and uh, I'd like to to, um, to put my uh, perspective on you can listen to Van Halen every day. You yeah? Can. You like him that much, too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, a classic rock guy. Uh, nice. Sammy or DLR for you? Uh, Sammy. Yeah, for me too. sure. I knew I liked Sealy. I knew I liked Sealy for a reason. I, I, you know what, though? Hey, I've been getting into the DLR stuff in the last year and a half more than I ever had before. So I'm actually kind of yeah. – I'm, I'm actually – I used to be – I used to never listen to David Lee's stuff, stuff, but now I'm okay. Some of it's good, man. So Yeah. Hey, well, that's pretty good coming on right Sealy. now every, every morning. That piano riff just really, uh, oh, really gets your day started on the right foot. Right. We're going to have more Cole Seeley on the show. Yeah, I, can, I can tell you right are, now. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, when I talked to you at Utah, you said you got a permanent number, and you were like, I'm going 21. And you yeah. went with 14. Um, why the change? And it doesn't matter to me. I think it's cool either way. 14's rad. But uh, what made you think about it uh, taking the uh, 14? Um, well, yeah, I thought 21 just because I'd, I'd uh, assumed that Martin was taking 14. And, oh, okay. Uh, yep. Web seventeen and Fogel nineteen, so I didn't even think that it was going to be open or right. anything like that. And then, then when they called me, uh, they told me that fourteen was also open, and I'm, I hadn't even thought about it yet. So yeah, I uh, I was like, give me five minutes. Let me let me think about this for a second. So right, um, yeah, just uh, kind of. I was actually in Hawaii, so I called all my like I called my best friend Lance. I called uh-huh. my mechanic. I called you know everyone in my corner, and I'm like, what do you guys think? And right. We all kind of agreed fourteen, and that—that's what I was kind of leaning towards, anyways. But uh, yep, no, fourteen yeah, so. strong. And and, uh, and you texted Wyndham, or you you called Wyndham, or something. Yeah, I just shot him a text, um, yep. just to kind of. I, I I mean, I know he wasn't going to say no, but right. I, I feel like it's it's respectful and and all that to just for sure. You know, you've had had the number for so long. It's just a uh, he'd appreciate it. So yeah. I I yeah. thought I also didn't think I didn't think Jeremy was taking six. I really didn't. I, I thought six had some sort of pox on it, where nobody wanted it. So, yeah, I don't I don't know why. I mean, I, if I had an opportunity to get a single digit, yeah. I'd, I'd right. take whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's cool. Um. Well, hey. Uh. Congrats on the gig. How's it going so far? How, how's everything working out? Uh, it's been good. Um. Yeah. Just I've really I've had three days on the bike now and it's been uh mm-hmm. it's been awesome just testing and fine-tuning everything and mm-hmm. you know before we really get into the heavy riding stuff so yeah it's been 
uh, it's been awesome, you know. Obviously, have worked with the team in the past, so right. it's nothing new. So yeah, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. Yeah, and in a way too, the bike is very similar. So you know, you can really get it going. There's no learning curve really with the people, with the personnel, or with the machine because you filled in enough times where the bike isn't that much different either. So it worked. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, it it mm-hmm. just. It was just like you know stepping in when I filled in already, and it's it's uh we, we kind of already have a setting and you mm-hmm. know kind of know where to start and everyone gets them along and it's just a yeah it's a good time so I'm pumped on it seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven if you got a question for uh, the Cole Sealy new number fourteen Cole Sealy <laughs> hey um did you 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 obviously you've been a Honda rider for a long time now and put in some great results and filled in for them was it a no brainer when they came to you to 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 ride for them, or were you were you close to going somewhere else? Uh, was there a bit of a bidding war going on, and what made you decide Honda in the end? No, I, there was no bidding war or anything like that. Um, I had one other offer, but um, yeah, when they came, when they stepped in, it was like right. it was like yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> right. no question. You right. know, I want to be on this team. You know, at first I was kind of bummed they didn't send me an offer yet, and um, then when it finally came along, you know, I was yeah, I was so so because that's that's you know. Obviously, where I wanted to be and, mm-hmm. and what I wanted to up on, end up on. So, right. uh, yeah, no, it was it was a no brainer for me. How was your outdoors? What do you think of your outdoor season this year? Uh, pretty consistent. You got on the podium at Glen Helen, which is awesome. And you, man, you might have made the podium at Hangtown. You were flying that day. Um, but overall, what do you think uh, between all the uh, the twenty four motos? Yeah, it, I give it like a B minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I just expected, especially after Glen Helen, to to be more towards the front. But um, you know, at, at Glen at uh, Hangtown, I, I was riding really well, but I actually crashed pretty hard, and I kind of scared myself. So I right. hadn't hit my head in a while, and yeah, it was uh, it was kind of scary. But you know, I think I kind of rattled myself there, and it just took right. me a little, little bit longer than I thought to get back. Yeah, back because Glen Helen was great, man. Yeah, that was that was that was awesome. Because really, I mean, we've seen you. You've made the podium in the 450 race. You've run up front. I think you you won a heat race. I think maybe not, but you, you came up close. Anyways, we all know your supercar speed. We've seen it. And if there's one area where you know you've got to step up, it's the outdoors. And and so that's why I ask. Like I think it was a good outdoor season for you. You did show that uh, you know you can improve and you can get better. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, it was definitely definitely a step in the right direction. So. That's- the main thing I can take away from it and mm-hmm. you know going into the I think the 450 is going to suit me a lot better indoors and outdoors so right um I've never raced a 450 outdoors but I feel like it's a just a bike's better fit for me and the way I ride it is uh mm-hmm. a lot I don't know more suiting for me so I think the outdoors will be even more successful on a 450. Yeah you're not a, a you're not a guy that sort of uh turns his brain off and just grabs throttle which is what you need outdoors at times. You know what I mean? In the 250 yeah, class, that's what yeah. you need. And and you're a little more of a thinker, a little more of a guy that sets up and, you know, picks lines and stuff. So Yeah. I know. Unfortunately, God bless me with a brain. So I yeah. guess yeah. turn it off. Yeah. Like in the 250 outdoor class, it's just like, you know what? I don't care about what lines. I don't care where I'm going. I don't care if my feet stay on. I'm pinning it. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right. I know. I, I don't work. think about the consequences and it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to block that out, but yeah, yeah I, I feel like that, like 250 especially, you mm-hmm. know, lack of power, you have to carry so much momentum, and, uh, you know, a lot of the times you're so on edge, you know, mm-hmm. for 30-plus laps. Yeah. And I, I think the 450 is going to 
be a little bit better fit for me outdoors. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, uh, of course, your teammate, Trey Kennard, uh, ended the outdoor season with a bang. So, you know the bike's capable of winning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and Trey was out here last week, and I got to kind of hang out and, and mm-hmm. spend some time with him. And we get along really well, so it's uh, always a plus having a teammate that you get along with. And, yeah. You know, I kind of want to be a sponge to him, you know, just absorb all of his knowledge. And, right. And, you know, he's got so much talent, so I just kind of want to feed off that, for, especially for outdoors and, uh, yeah. you know, better myself as a rider. Yeah, I'm teach you those scrubs. Sweet Jesus! Oh, I don't know if there's anybody. I, know. I don't know if there's anybody better. Like even I know. James. It's crazy. Yeah, he's amazing. All right. Sure. Oh, um, I remember one year at Jacksonville when they had like, probably the last year they had Jacksonville Supercross. Mm-hmm. Scrubbed one of the triples and like blew a tough block off the face, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, the most epic shot ever. Yeah, yeah. I think he scrubbed by Wyndham or Chad, and you're like, oh, and he was a 250 guy, and you were like, oh shit, like. You know what's he doing? Yeah. This guy can't do that. Don't you know who, who you're scrubbing by? Um, yeah. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Cole Seeley? Uh, I don't know if you guys are going to be muscle milk next year. I felt like saying Honda muscle milk. Is it, are you going to be muscle milk next year? Do we know that? I don't. I don't know the title sponsor. Okay. Factory, yeah, yeah. Factory Honda. Honda. You're doing Monster Cup. Yes, I'm doing Monster Cup. All right. Anything else overseas or anything else? Uh, are you, straight rhythm? Would you do straight rhythm? No, I actually just pulled out of street rhythm. Okay. Uh, I just kind of want to, and as far as overseas go too, I, I kind of want to just stay at home and, and uh, really mm-hmm. get the bike dialed in, being, you know, my first off season, going into my first 450 season. So yeah. um, I want to kind of kick back and just, just uh, get all the testing and figure out the right settings and all that stuff and then get as much time on the bike before we go racing. Pretty cool. You got to bring your mechanic, Rich Simmons, over from Troy Lee. Like uh, that doesn't happen nowadays. A lot of times, these factory teams are set with their guys, and you know, I, I ran into that situation back in the day where I worked well with a rider, but I couldn't go with him to the new team. Um, you see that over and over. It used to be the other way around. The mechanic and the rider stayed together, but now it's switched a little bit, and you got to bring your mechanic from TLD. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was like one of the first things they told me too. Like, hey, we want to send you an offer, and we want you to bring to bring Rich with you and that's that awesome. was like you know that made the decision even easy, easier than mm-hmm. it already was so like yeah we've been together I mean working together for five years now so yeah. we're going on six and then you know my contract's through 16 too so hopefully it'll be seven and yeah we've just worked really well together and I think he kind of plays an important role in the whole program yeah no doubt uh, he might even be cheering for you more than Brayton at this point now I know. Finally, <laughs> like finally. Be. actually we're racing against each other. <laughs> right, he's finally come around to you. It's it's taken six years, but he's finally <laughs> yeah, starting I, to cheer for you. It's good to see. Yeah. Um. Hey, and you get to do your own gear. I don't know how much is announced, but uh, Troy Lee and Spy. Yeah, and, yeah. It's all it's all out in the open now. But okay. yeah, Troy Lee stepped in, which you know I'm super pumped on. It's uh, they've helped me so much in my career, and you know I I really wanted to stay with them for gear, and they weren't if they're going to be able to make it happen and then right uh right there you know they, at the end they made it happen and uh and then yeah spy stepped in which i'm stoked those guys are super cool i went down to the uh the costa mesa mm-hmm. offices the other week and they were just like you know super cool environment and really you know happy guys so right i'm really excited to work with those guys tld helmets yep tld helmets um alpine stars boots okay and yeah oh so you're you're gonna look real close to what you did this year except for the goggle yeah, yeah, exactly. Should have got you an X-Brand goggles, the number one goggles choice of everybody. Champions everywhere wear <laughs> X-Brands. I don't know if you know, you're know you aware of this or not. but 
You missed the boat on that one, Steve. I did. Yeah, what were you I don't, thinking? I don't, we, I don't think we have Sealy kind of money. No? No. no. That's well, a lot. You know? Hey, now. Well. I mean, no, you deserve it. You're in fact, your honor. You, you know? It's a lot of money. You got to step up one of these I times, know, Steve. I know. I know. What's where's what's Rich thinking? I could trade him a ninety KX two fifty. There you go. And a little bit of salary. I'm building. <laughs> I'm building an old bike in the back of my garage, Sealy. So, um, yeah, working on that. Hey, uh, Tyler Keefe and all the guys down there at Troy Lee. You've ridden for them forever, um, and I I like the team, man. It's got a good vibe. Jesse Nelson had some breakout rides this year. Tyler, it seems like a good guy, and and putting together a good program, and yourself and Rich and. And all the guys there, uh, McElrath, and, and it's just a, it's a real, it's a, it's not a, a stuffy race team at all, man. It's a real, no. real good environment, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's awesome down there. Um, yeah, and, and you know the team's headed headed orange now, so yeah. Uh, no, it's it, it's cool. I mean, those guys, you know, we've like I've actually, well, not now, but I was there longest. I, I watched the team manager change from Pingree to Tyler, right? I was there before Rich and all the mechanics. So, like, yeah. I was, like, the oldest member of the crew. And then, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's been, like, a huge family thing and, and super fun-loving. You know, we're always having fun in the pits and, and all that. And, um, yeah, yeah. Jesse's rode awesome this summer. And, and same thing with Shane. You know, I had a couple injuries and stuff. But, right. yeah, we, I'm, I'm still working with Lopes this year, too. So, I get to kind of hang out with Jesse and, and Shane and, mm-hmm. and, I guess, I'm not sure if Durham's going to be working with them or not, but right. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's, it's just a it's a good. I mean, sometimes it seems like there's a bit of a more of a rave going on, like at Anaheim's, <laughs> than actual. You know, I know. But, yeah, yeah. Well, Troy likes to have a good time, so you know you can't. You know, you know I, he always incorporates that into everything. <laughs> I've, got, I've got I've done interviews with just about everybody in the industry, or I've talked to them, or or whatever uh, in my time. Uh, Troy Lee, I've never spoken to him. I've, really? I've 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 asked to get interviews with Troy Lee, and everyone's like, "No, really? Yeah, they're like, he's too busy. You could never pin him down for a podcast. He would never sit still for you know a forty minute podcast." Wow. Um, I, 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 Troy Lee to me is like a unicorn. Like, <laughs> I, I've heard about him, I've seen him, but I've ne- don't really know. It's Just- funny. Back in the day, he used to ride KTM's. Troy did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You know that, Cole? Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah. When he raced. When he raced. For Mitch. For Mitch. Uh, oh, no. No, no, Mitch was Husky. Never mind. Mitch was Husky. Yeah, he was Husky, but Troy used to ride right. KTM. I just, I'm saying, like. When he went there, I'd sit there and thought about that, and I'll have to talk to him about that. That's kind of funny. Have you spoken to Troy Lee? Yeah, I've talked to him on occasion. He's friend, He's I, he's friends with Prim and stuff. Yeah, so yeah okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've known Troy uh, for a long time. Just never, never, never there, man. He's just the ghost. Troy Lee, the ghost. Nah, he- uh, that's surprising. He's, a, I mean, he's a super nice guy. Yeah, really down to earth, and you know. Yeah, no, no. Everybody says he's cool, but they just like he's way too busy, and he would never sit down for an interview. And he's busy, and good luck yeah. getting hold of him. Good it's luck. Actually, actually, it'd be it'd be cool to get him out because he's got like, I mean, I, I hang out with him quite a bit, and he's like, it's cool to just listen to him talk because he's got such a different perspective on right pretty much everything. So like, like I want to say, I want to say like Troy, what made you invent your visor? Like, what happened? Like, what? <laughs> what you? Where'd you make it? What'd you do? Like, oh, yeah. literally, you turn into a millionaire from these visors. But what happened? Yeah, right. right? Like that's and what the, I want to know. The blinky, the blinky fin. <laughs> right, the bl- right, right. The blinky fin that you had to have. Um, yeah, I remember that. And then Troy, why did you put dingle balls on MC's helmet? Why? <laughs> right. 
Um, yeah. But no. Did you ever hear about that story when we when we're going over to uh, what's Catalina Island or whatever? Okay. Did you ever hear that? No. Um, Cole, him and no, Mitch, I'm, I'm, Mitch jacking around, and Troy used to have those little like their little hair things that you'd put on your head type of thing. I think Troy had them. What are you talking about? Hair thing? Like, like a little wig type thing or hairy hat type thing. Are you, you know <laughs> okay. what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking about, Brother D. Well, anyway, so okay. somebody ends up lighting, his, lighting the damn thing on fire. I mean, they're all drunk <laughs> yeah. up. I mean, we're, we're right. on the boat the, the yeah. going to Catalina. Catalina, yeah. And they light his hair on fire or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're, him, between him and Mitch. You know? I've heard some stories of him and Mitch at Bercy and stuff. Like, they they got out of hand. Oh, they they are always <laughs> out of hand. It seemed like I it. Know, I know you know some of the stories, Cole. Yeah, he, he's got a mess of stories. <laughs> yeah. I, well, like, just, like, typical, you know, like, Charlie fashion, it always has to be different. And, like, I remember mm-hmm. going into to Dodgers, first, my first Supercross win, mm-hmm. like, wearing the, the flags on the back of our helmet. I'm like... I don't, I don't know about this. Like, yeah. you know, like I yeah. know, like most of the stuff is kind of out there and it always comes around, but like everyone loved it. And like, that's just like typical Troy Lee, just right. like, you know, thinks completely outside the box and, and then everyone ends up loving it. And like, even if you question it, it's like, it, yeah. I don't know. He just knows yeah. like what looks good and what works. It's, it's yeah. He's, he's had a, he, he's had a few misses, but he's also had 800 hits. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Like, right? like you know, like he has, he has eight hundred things that he's done so weird and so unique and so out there, and maybe three of them have been ugly, been no good or, or haven't worked, and six, seven hundred ninety-seven of them, you were like, "Fuck, that's cool." <laughs> yeah, you know, he's definitely a yeah. talented artsy. And yeah. like you know, all those helmets he did back in the day, man. Like, yeah, you know, like you you yeah. weren't anyone unless you didn't have a Troy Lee helmet. Like, yeah, you know the Bradshaw days and those guys, Wardy and all that. Um, so yourself, uh. I guess you probably can't tell us, but I'm guessing the KYB versus show a suspension test. I'm thinking the KYB one. I'm just guessing. What do you <laughs> well, think? Well, I haven't. I, I'm still waiting to try it. I mean, oh, okay. I'm, All right. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I don't. I don't know what what they're uh, gonna run or not. I mean, because holy crap, we'll did that KYB stuff work good on Trey Canard's bike? <laughs> right? Yeah, it did yeah, look good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been I've been show for. I mean, yeah. I've run in the air stuff for the past five years and mm-hmm. loved it. Right. So I'm I'm interested, you know, and, and just kind of waiting to see. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm I'm coming from you know yeah, a whole yeah. different team, and I've only had three days on the bike. So um, one of the things when you get to the level that you're at, too, one of the things that you got to get good at as a rider is testing because you do a lot more of it as a big time 450 guy. There's more races in the season more testing, you kind of got to learn how to test. Like, and I imagine you've gotten pretty good at it, but it's one of those things that, like, a rider really has to work on, huh? Yeah, it is. Um, and that, that's, like, one thing when, like, if you, if I've, I've seen riders, you know, the track and been, like, you know, they, they say, like, oh, I can't tell a difference. But, like, to me, it's, like, we spend so much time on the bikes. Right. Like, to me, I'm, like, how can you not know, you know? Right. You can change, you can change one click in my fork and I'll know, you know, I'll feel something, you know, it's either pushing or it's, Knife in or doing something, so right. Yeah, you do. I mean, I think naturally you kind of just transition into being a better tester just by, you know, running a setting and then trying, you know, a little tweak here or there. You just yeah. kind of you kind of learn what your bike does. Right. Um, like, just you're just like walking pretty much. You know, you spend so much time on the bike. And hey, too, Cole, twenty nine races now 
a long, oh, it's a long season. <laughs> it's a long season. Um, but I mean, yeah. obviously, you, hey, you change like, your seventeen of them are, are supercross rounds, right? So yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're all about it. Uh, but you got, I mean, you got to change your training program a little bit, I imagine, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I just I hired uh, Jeff Ward as my riding coach this year, so oh sweet, pretty stoked. We have a long history, you know. You helped me out on eighties and stuff, so right, right, yeah. yeah I'm, Wardy, according to Ping, Wardy was a big guy to get you on that Troy Lee team in the first place when you were number two hundred yeah, or what, whatever number you were, two twenty. Yeah, 200. he was. He was a big help with that too. Yeah, so. no, that's pretty cool. I think that's I think that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, that'll work out pretty good. Um, well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. The new number fourteen Honda factory rider Cole Seeley. Um, I think that'll be that'll. I like fourteen. It'll look good. Yeah, it should look good for you. And uh, and a little bit, you ride a little bit like Kevin, too. It's going to be a little bit like that. You know, kind yeah, of smooth. Yeah, so smooth. Everyone's like, you got to do whips and you got to <laughs> uh, transfer ceremony. on the intro or yeah. whatever. I'm like, yeah. I'll get myself into. Yeah, really, right? I know. Fantastic. <laughs> and uh, we'll say hi to the Honda guys for us and uh, congrats on the gig. And uh, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. All right, thanks. Good job, Cole. All right. Yeah. Cole Steely, everybody, the new factory, Honda factory. Right? Yeah. Looking forward to seeing how he can do. Yeah. I think, I mean, he should be really good. I had the guy on Twitter that said he's barely a top 10 Supercross rider. I'm like, what What races have you ever watched? Yeah. The, guy's, the guy's top like 10 in his sleep. I, did, did he get on the podium once? Or he yeah, got a fourth he, for sure. I thought he got on the podium at Indy when it was all muddy and ruddy. Uh, he, did if he, he didn't get on the podium, he got fourth. He got, yeah, he was right there. No, no, no doubt about it. Uh, let's take a couple calls before we come up with uh, Josh Hill. Greg, what's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, Steve, Greg in Chicago. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, always fun. Hey, um, I have a question for you. Number one, it was, it was good. To hear. You forgot to ask uh, Cole if he's been practicing his transfers. I had that I know. I know, right? <laughs> um, uh, would you be interested or have you ever thought about doing a podcast with Torsten Hallman? Um, I never really thought about it, to be, to be honest. He's, is he still living in Sweden? Uh, he moves around the globe, but oh, his he? base is Sweden. Yeah, he's um, a couple of years back uh, became good friends with uh, one of his good friends. So oh, yeah. I don't know him directly, but oh, I yeah. have posed the question uh, in the past, and I've heard that he'd be interested in doing something. So I just wanted to float it out. Steve would have to do his homework on Torsten Hallman. Uh, probably would. Uh, I, I mean, know I, I would too. I mean, he started Thor. That's <laughs> about. And you know, when he was a uh, he's, he's got a book out. Maybe there's an audio version. Oh, that book's cool. That's at, really? back in the day. It's oh. what everybody, yeah. all the up and coming motocross guys, had Torsten Holman's book. Oh, oh he, yeah, he, I got a, he was the a training guy. Autograph copy of that. So oh, really? The treasure. All right. black and hey, white. Berlute, so, yeah, Berlute, Sorry about your 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 career change, there, buddy. I, I'm no, no. I hope I get to see you at the races. Uh, I'm sure you'll see me. I'm sure you see me. But come up and say hi when can you do, you, though. Greg, can you believe that there's a chance? I, I hope I hopefully it doesn't happen, but there's a chance that the gate could fall at a Supercross, and Tony Berlue could not be working on it. Uh, can you, can you, words, <laughs> words can not describe. Um, uh, thanks. Right? No, you know, sometimes you got to turn, turn the page. I'm, I'm all good. Steve's going to get me something. I, I just have faith in the guy. He's, he's, he's good like that. But uh, no, <laughs> it's, I, it, it's Robin Williams, Joan Williams, Joan Rivers, and and Mel Berluti. Uh, I don't, <laughs> don't even put me there, bud. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuttering. I'm stuttering. I'm starting to shake. Uh, all right, thanks, bud. I don't want to end up like them. Yeah, he's already putting you in the grave. Fuck. Uh, Dave, me right now. Dave, what's up, man? 
Hey, I was reading uh, Adam Wheeler's uh, interview with Max Nagel, mm-hmm. and, you know, he was talking about, you know, the Honda, and they were talking about, you know, later on in the year, you know, he did good the last couple of races, and he didn't really get into it, but he said, you know, testing and stuff. I was wondering if they changed the KYB, you know, over to, you know, two, and that's why he like, did yeah. better the last um, couple of races. Not that I know of. You I know, know that you show uh, earlier. I saw a show of stuff on the bike. I'm not aware they switched to KYB, but... I mean, there, there's a lot of uh, alliance there between Honda and Honda Japan, and then of course Martin Honda, who is the Honda factory team over there. And I know that uh, um, Roger, I forget Roger's last name, but Roger from Honda, uh, you know, he's all, all into the racing thing, and he, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But I, as far as I know, he's got show on. I know I saw photos of show of stuff like at some point. Yeah, I just have to read. I mean, he didn't. He told him, you know, he didn't really get into specifics, but he right. said they did some changes on the bike, and I was just yeah. Let me, um, it, you know, you know what? I'm going to email Wheeler and see what he says. And I'll, yeah, because that was, you yeah. know, that's what trade big right. thing. So yeah, yeah, for sure. All okay, right, man. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, Pulpal Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com, and when I say BTOSports.com, that means it is time for Gabby Gibbs. BTOSports.com. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs, 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 These are BTOSports.com, Gabba Gibbs questions. He tweeted at Pulp MX Show for your questions for Berlut, myself. And you can save at BTOSports.com using the code PulpMX, which is fantastic. And they got anything you need for your biker body? Uh, BTOSports.com, proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team, of Justin Brayton and Andrew Short next year. Probably the nicest team in the pits, Berluti. Yeah. Uh, Brayton and Short on the same team. <clears throat> Great guys. They will be, yeah, if they don't ride nice well, they'll be apologizing to the fans one by one. <laughs> <laughs> We're really sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, but, uh, have you talked to Brayton at all? Is he, is he pretty pumped or is he yeah, okay with it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, there's a lot of KTM influence there, like Roger saying, hey, we want Brayton. We'd like you to hire Brayton. You know, here's we're going to give you Brayton a, a works bike and factory bike and just like Shorty's okay. got, you know. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so, yeah, these are the questions from uh, Devin Gibbs at uh, Devin Gibbs 27 Twitter also. Awesome. And uh, here we go. All right. <clears throat> this first question is from a Jim oh, Decker. Yeah. <laughs> it's for both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing a Project 92 RM125. Uh, Berludi, what made Lusk and Swink's RMs look so good? Was it your talented hands? <laughs> no, I, if you like the color scheme with like pink seats, pink, white, and pink seat. Um, when that bike showed up, Berludi, good. When that bike showed up, were you guys what the fuck is this? <laughs> you mean from Japan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we obviously changed the colors a little bit from the seat, you know, and stuff like that. But, oh my uh, god! Yeah, I don't know what At they were smoking. There in Canada, some... we, we had yellow fenders and yellow panels. So it looked all it looked a little better. Oh, uh, yeah. The white, the white with yeah. those graphics. Yeah. What are they thinking? The pink was jumping out at you. What are they thinking? Uh, who knows? Yeah, but you know, at that time, you know, KX has had a lot of pink in them and did some crazy shit too. The uh-huh. Cowies, you know. Yeah. Anyway, do what? What, I don't advi- know what, what advice thinking. would you give this guy for building one of those? Um. Well, I mean, if you get a good picture of like. A Lusk bike, he was 7.11, I think. Or no, no, excuse me, 1.17. One, one 1.17. Um, Tuned by Longacre. No, no, that was me, dog. You were Yogi? Yeah, first year he came out as a rookie. I didn't know that. 1.17. Why did I know that? Yeah. 
I had to put MSR I had to put gear? those stupid numbers on. One seventeen is not a good number to put on a bike. <laughs> You're the, you I took the, a lot of time trying to get those. You had the hundred percent digits too. Yeah, yeah, you had hundred percent yeah, back then. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna have to, you know, I don't know if you want to mock it up as like a swink bike or that bike. It'd probably be easier to put a number one on the bike, like swink had, huh? Did you guys run the seat or no? Different. You had to run Technocell seat. Didn't yeah, you? we were on Technocell, but ours was like it was it was instead of like that kind of like beige yellow. Yeah. That looked like a leopard or whatever, or no, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a uh, pink and white. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because Yogi ran some pink MSR gear, and it looked all right. Yeah, it with looked that. good. Yeah. I, I actually got some pictures with him with his gear and his yeah. helmet and stuff. It looked pretty bitching. I don't know what Suzuki was thinking. Hey, let's get our next guest on. We we, we lost. We'll do this when we can finish. <laughs> Sorry. Let's get our next guest on, and then we'll finish this after the commercial oh, break. Oh, my bad. Uh, Have we run out of time. <laughs> I, I don't. We're not planning things very well oh, okay. tonight. Okay. Um, a couple weeks off for loot, you know. We slip up a little bit. Yeah, well, you're having fun. Um, okay, so uh, we still got your voicemails coming up. And uh, we're coming up next with Josh Hill. And uh, we'll see what Josh is doing. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know. I hope he gets some. What a class, class act. I, lo- I love that guy. He's fun. He's fun to be with. Yeah, you worked with him on the team this year yeah. uh, in Supercross. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, good guy on the team. Fun yeah. guy. Yeah. Class act. Uh, call, call as he sees it. He's one of them guys, which I totally respect. Did that maybe play a role in why he was dropped? It's possible. Yeah, a little bit of that. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll, you ask him that, you know. <clears throat> I don't want him to get mad at me. That's right. Yeah. He got mad. I can't even believe you got him on the show. I, I saw him bark at you this year once. Yeah, he's not happy with me all the time. Yeah. I know. Well, I, you got to say the know, positive things about these guys well, sometimes. Sometimes you do. <laughs> uh, let's get him on right now. Uh, uh, we'll talk to him a little bit about Canadian racing and uh, next year and much more. Josh Hill, welcome to the show. What's happening? Not much. Berlue was just saying that you were barking at me and you were angry with me. It's something I wrote yeah, this yeah, year. I, yeah, I don't yeah. remember what it was, but it was something. He probably yeah, I bark, I bark at you every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. no, no, <laughs> hey. You can uh, put it behind us. I, uh, I, uh, I, I bark at people in my writing, so I, I, if, I, if I dish it out and I can't take it, there's something wrong with that. There you, you go. Know? Uh, hey, yeah. if, you got, if you got a question for Josh Hill, for Randy Bobandy, uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, hey, Berluti's in the studio. I don't know if uh, Devin told you that, but, but the great Tony Berluti is here. What's, what's going on, Tony? How are you, bud? He, oh, I can't complain. He, yeah, he called you a class act on the sh- on the team this year. Class act. He used those words. <clears throat> oh, really? That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how it goes. He's the, I, he's I, the glue that holds that place together. Yeah. Well, it's, dude, he's not there anymore. Did you hear that? I, I've heard that. I've heard that. I've oh. heard, uh, actually, I had Richard over at my house. We were hanging out, and oh, that's he awesome. Told me that. I was I was bummed to hear that. We, yeah, uh, no problem. Everything's good on my end. Just like you know, you're good on your end. I'm good on my end. It's that's okay. We um, yeah, we were trying to get him a job with NYK because and the uh, NYK team might expand next year, and so we're trying to get Berlue a job, you know, with the second <laughs> guy. So we we'll worked we worked on that earlier. Yeah, let, let him know uh, I'm available if they need a second rider. Well, that's what we're talk. That's what we need to talk <laughs> about. What's going on? Anything? Um, we talked about you, Brock Tickle, and Jake Weimer, three like really good riders, great riders that that we don't know what you guys are doing next year. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing yet either. Um, right now, I'm kind of just uh, working on getting a good program for Monster Cup, uh, Straight mm-hmm. Rhythm. I'm going to do uh, a couple like European Supercrosses and just kind of just keep myself busy and, and mm-hmm. just stay on the bike and stay like keep training. 
and uh, hopefully something comes about. You know, I'm not, uh, I don't have any agents or anything like that, so I just kind of right. hang out and wait to hear something and uh, throw a phone call out if, if I hear, uh, you know, somebody trips in my ear that there's something going on. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you have an agent? That was one of my questions. So you do it yourself, so that that's that's good and bad, right? I mean, there's some politics involved in having a great agent on your side, but then again, there's also some things where people don't want to deal with agents, so it's it's good and bad. It takes up part of your day, yeah, but yeah, it's good and bad. I've had I've had good and bad experiences with having an agent, and mm-hmm. you know, we'll just leave it at that. So I, I I've found it better to take care of things on my own. Right. Hey, um, I think the Bercy guys might be looking for one more guy. Are you going? Uh, I've been signed up to do that for a while. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that uh, that'll be good. That'll be good. Get yourself some some uh, start money and stuff. Hey, what about this uh, straight rhythm? Looks cool. Yeah, I'm pretty. Ex- I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's something that would be good for me. I, I think I'm decent at hitting jumps and scrubbing stuff. And <laughs> decent, it'll be uh, decent. <laughs> I think it'll be good. I think yeah. it'll be good for me. I think it's. But the thing is, it's going to be good for a lot of people. I mean, James can scrub and jump anything. Yeah. Josh Hansen's really good at that type of stuff. And then you got a wild card like Pastrana that you know he may just over jump past everybody <laughs> RM 500 and you know right. I'm leaving out a ton of people that I'm sure are going to be good at it too yeah. so it, it's just gonna it's gonna be cool it's gonna be I'm, I'm glad to be a part of the first one and yeah kind of just see what happens and you know the Red Bull guys are gonna do it right you know what I mean they're it's gonna be good oh they, yeah they'll have a, a good track built right and you know they'll, they'll, they'll yeah, have I good mean, exposure they actually have, a, I think they said they have an open practice day. At they, they built like a mock course at Milestone. Oh, okay. That runs from like one end of the place to the other. And uh, I think that's open on Saturday for people to come out and practice. So hoping to get uh, get my bike all dialed in with some good Supercross suspension and, and go uh, go practice on that. Right now I'm just riding this, just a bone stock 15 uh, Cali 450 that, that uh, Escondido Cycle Center hooked me up with, Team ECC. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, 702-586-757. You got a question for Josh Hill. Um, Berlude, if you were a mechanic for that straight rhythm, wouldn't you just add four teeth to the rear sprocket to call it a day? You want to get off the line? You're not, you don't, I don't, you're I don't, I'm about, not even sure how the whole you're thing. You're not worried about speed. Is there going to be a start line or a starting gate? Yeah, I think so. I'm asking, I'm asking oh. Josh, do you know? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a starting gate, and it's just head-to-head, I think, and <clears throat> – Whoever wins the race moves moves on. Whoever gets second is is done for the day. So it's single elimination, it. huh? Single. Yeah, I think uh-huh. I think it's you're on your way out if you don't win. So I mean, you could get te- you know you could get paired up against somebody real fast right off the get go, or you could case something and you could you know you yeah. can lose right away. So you got to be really really on top of it that day from the sounds of it. And I don't know how it works. So I'm actually kind of curious, like if you're allowed to like kind of get in the guy's way or if there's hay bales <laughs> down the middle, like how that's going to work. Cause yeah. if they put, they put me and Hanson up together, like head to head, that might be like the first ever straight line takeout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That should be, that should be interesting. Or me and my little brother get together or something. Right. Actually, no, I think he dropped, he got scared and dropped down to the 250 F class, I think. Well, okay. So there are different, there are different classes then for bikes. That's good. That was one of the questions I yeah, had. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'd heard. There's going to be, okay. be a 250 F class and then a right. 450 class. And Justin originally was saying he's going to ride 450, but I guess he's going to ride 250. Uh, your brother's deal was announced finally. That's good for him. Good job by him. Should be should be great. I'm, I was surprised to see him leave, but uh, um, that team's going to be really good, and I'm sure uh, he'll be uh, he'll be killing it. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's a good thing for him. I, I you know 
I, I had kind of he went against what I said. I told him to stay put, but hey, you know he's he seems to be happy over there. But uh, yeah. I, you know, I think he's going to do pretty good. He's, yeah. He rode the bike and he says he likes it. So yeah, that's cool. But you know, um, I, I I think the cow is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Hey, so what do you got something going on, or do you, would you would you be a privateer? What, 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 what's uh, what would you do to to race? I mean, oh, I'm I'm gonna race no matter yeah. no matter what happens. And I'm sure it's one of those things that always this time of year mm-hmm. I'm kind of used to it now. That this time of year I'm stressed out. Everything's real bad. Everything sucks. I may not get a ride, and then November right. rolls around, and right something something comes around. And the only bummer about that is is I miss a good solid month, month and a half of yeah. preparation that, that I could use, you know, to, to be a hundred and 110% heading into Anaheim. But, you know, I, like that's why I'm trying to keep myself, uh, just keep myself moving forward. I got, I got a bike and, uh, I'm going to get that thing all hooked up and, and dialed in so I can practice supercross and, and just keep training. Like I, I hired, uh, Johnny Louch is my trainer back in June. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I just, kept doing that nonstop, just stayed in the gym, kept working out and mm-hmm. just been riding a ton of bicycles, whether it's like road bikes, uh, mountain bikes and, and riding BMX again a lot too. Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking to Chisholm a while back ago and like, he just thinks he's going to do his own deal next year, like Nick and like Albertson. And there's a lot to be said for that. It's, it's a lot of hard work, but I mean, you could run the suspension you want. You can ride the bike you want. You can kind of run your own program. You got to be disciplined, obviously, with expenses and all that kind of stuff. You can hire who you want as a mechanic. There's a lot of times with the B level teams or C level teams, and you guys all know where you got to run this suspension company. Mm-hmm. You got to run these goggles that don't work. You got to run not expens. You got to run. Uh, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things where yeah. where it's not ideal for perfect performances. And I think Albertson and Way have shown the way. Like, hey, maybe you can just do your own deal. Josh, is that something you thought about? I've definitely thought about it, um, it, it you know, and, and I'm actually trying to get in contact with people and trying to set some things up. And, and as a backup, I guess if if I don't get a don't get a deal going, but for me, it's just I'm not a very good I'm not that good at working on my own bikes. I'm not that good at doing my own stuff. Right. And I think it's something to really do it right. I have to be putting. You know, I have to say right now, okay, I'm doing my own deal. Yeah. got to go buy a rig or i got to find somebody to fund a rig. And then I have to go, and I've been a factory rider since I came in, and now for a lot of, you know, pretty much. I mean, yeah. Hart and Huntington, is, uh, you know, yeah. one year I rode for him wasn't quite factory. But other than that, been on factory equipment. So then I have to go in and, and find all these people's numbers that I don't have. As right, far right. as, you know, like getting wheels, getting, mm-hmm. I mean, I can call up dang Chris Maxwell and get oil at Bell Ray, I'm sure. But, yeah, yeah. you know, I have all these, I have all these missing pieces to the puzzle that that's, I would have to figure those out before I could even start to think about running my own team. And, uh, I, I don't know. I, I really yeah. think something's going to come together. I think right. something's going to work out for me. And I'm hoping that I can go to Monster Cup and, uh, show some ass and, and, wow. you know, show everybody that, remind them how I ended the Supercross season because that's kind of the – I felt really good at the end of the Supercross season, but then I went up to Canada and, you know, I did, I did okay, but, you know, I was pretty out of, out of sight, out of mind up there, and I didn't come home with the number one plate, so no one really uh, thought twice about me, I don't think. 
Yeah, I was going to – well, look, something you got going on for you is you podium to Supercross and you won a heat race. That's something, that's something that a lot of guys can't say in this area where we have five guys doing all the winning and making all the podiums a lot of times. So, I mean, we saw that. You know, you got that for your resume as opposed to some other guys. Um, what did you think of Canada? How was it? It was awesome. Yeah. Really, it was uh, – the people up there were awesome. They're, I had a good time. Uh, there were some tracks that were – really really good and then there were some tracks that i wasn't a huge fan of mm-hmm. but all in all it was a pretty good experience i mean i went to uh i went to i actually i should have been you know i would have been pretty close to the you know to the front guys especially with the lessee mm-hmm. had uh had i not had that one race where i just i didn't get a race yeah uh the one the one that race that you showed up at i didn't race yeah i don't I, think i even I, saw I, you uh, i don't think i even saw you did you go did you leave did you leave early yeah i i I rode one lap of practice. Yep. I actually, what, what happened was is I, I dislocated my elbow two week, or a week and a half before. Mm. I went and raced Calgary with it, and I think it went like 5-4 or something, just kind of got through the day. And uh, it, it just got worse on me over the week. And then we went to that, it was a mud race, and I mean, it was thick mud. Yeah. And I rode yeah. one lap of practice, and I, I couldn't even like, you know, it took a lot of muscle to like just stay on your bike and that stuff, and I, I couldn't do it. So I just, I, I packed it up. Like I, I really couldn't do it. I mean, I, I've, I looked at the, the thing and I guess I would have made like three laps. Right. I probably would have scored like five points. Yeah. 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 But, it was a nightmare. I, you know, I didn't really have any business being on the track that day. I couldn't even ride around. So um, yeah, I packed it up that day and then, you know, we had a two week break and I was fine. Everybody in Canada that I spoke to, uh, other people in teams, other journalists and stuff, they, they, they thought you were awesome. They're like, man, that guy's so awesome. I don't know if they thought you were maybe a bit of a dick or something, but they're like, like with Canadians with Americans coming up, they've had some bad experiences. Yeah, and Vince wasn't helping things, um, but uh, uh, everyone up there like really enjoyed having you there. It's like a, 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 a same thing with Maddie. They're like, this guy's he's embracing the the series. He's not talking bad about it or thinking he's better than these guys or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, they liked you, man. I bet you could go back there. Maybe make some, maybe next year. You know, make another deal. Well, I've talked to a bunch of people, and I, I really had a good time. It was yep. such a – it was kind of just like getting back to the roots, like growing right. up racing. You go to the race. You kind of show up there early with everybody. You hang out. Everybody seems to get along pretty pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, all the teams, like the, the team mechanics, the, even the you know, team managers, everybody's kind of like hanging out. The right. riders are all hanging out. Most of the guys there are doing it privateer status, so they're, you know, they're hanging yeah. out all weekend. And it, it was just a good time. I mean, everybody's really friendly. Yeah. The announcers are probably the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life. <laughs> All three of them. Those guys are like those guys are rat. They uh, that's awesome. They make it. They make a race enjoyable to watch, even when it's like not enjoyable to watch. Right. They figure <laughs> something out. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was it was a good time. Like we went to uh, it was the race. Uh, it was some race. It was all the way on the other uh, Moncton. Moncton. Moncton we went yeah. to that race. Yeah. People were bringing up like uh, they're bringing up lobster, like spray, fresh out of the uh, oh yeah, out of the ocean, yep. grilling it up there and garlic butter and all this stuff. Nice, hanging <laughs> out outside the hotels. I mean, it was it was cool. I got to experience a whole bunch of stuff I never right. never got to. I got I ate poutine for the first time. Oh, it's so and good. In, uh, what is that? It was dude, so it, good. It's like French fries with cheese curds and gravy. Did you like it? Is tasty, but I didn't feel too hot after I ate it. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, it was really good. But yeah. 
it's it's probably it's probably not that good for you. I'm just guessing. I'm just I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah, that no, I don't think it's that good. <laughs> yeah, then I got to go. Like even like everybody on the team, we went and saw Metallica the night before the race one time in uh, nice. in Montreal. We went to like music festival. And it was just it was totally right. It was a really fun time. It was a lot more laid back than racing the outdoors. And and I would say the tracks are probably. I mean. Yeah. It's tough for me to say because I haven't really raced an outdoor race since 2012. Yeah. But I would say the tracks up there, some of them, at least half of them get rougher than any race I've ever raced. The only difference is it's not as hot, so the conditions kind of even out. Yeah. But it was some of the, like, there was a couple of the tracks that were so rough I couldn't believe it. Because <laughs> they don't really groom them between motos yeah. at all. Gopher Dunes is and no then a lot of the yeah. times, a lot of the times, it, it, you know, it rains at least one or two times before you get there or the night of or something like that. But it was, um, it was, it was cool. I really liked it up there. Yeah, go, Everybody on the, on the monster energy Cali team was, was really cool. And you know, and I got to be pretty, pretty tight with all of them up there. You know, it's always cool too. Like when you go to those races and I try to go to one a year or whatever, like you see Josh Hill hanging out with Canary, who's hanging out with, um, um, Chisholm or they're the same team or, or like it, you guys are all just hanging on each other's trucks. Like, it's cool. The top riders all just chill. It's, it's cool. They're all yeah. like, hey, we're racing each other, but we're all friends and we're all hanging out. Yeah. You don't see that yeah. down here. You just don't see that, no. you know? I think it just has something to do with, too. The crowds are just uh, – it's more mellow up there. Yeah. I mean, the biggest – you know, uh, the, uh, I think they had a couple crowds, that, you know, maybe push 10,000, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Really? And, and – you know, it just makes it so much easier to just walk around the pits, go cruise around. You, you know, there's not really a set autograph time. Just if somebody walks up and wants an autograph, they kind of holler at you. You come over and sign autographs for ten, five, ten minutes, and yep. hey, you know, go sit back down and cruise around. It's just, it's a bit more mellow, and it just because it can be because of the, you know, the the way the schedule is and, yeah. and the amount of people in the place, it just makes it it really enjoyable. But the thing was, is the racing was kind of. It was pretty gnarly this year. I mean, there was seven or eight of you guys. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. yeah. I grew up racing with Fossiati, and it was no different than when I was a kid, except for he beat me more this time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we had some good battles. I beat him, beat him a couple times straight right. up. Had a few good straight up motos where I where I beat him. And yeah. But hey, I mean, he was on the gas. Like that dude rode extremely well, and I actually, and I'm pretty excited to see how he does it uh, at the nations because I think he's. I think he's good. I was I was really looking forward to see him him race at uh, Utah. Yeah, but what did he do? Just he just had a big crash on the first lap. Yeah, something. he still came from you know like seriously, he came from ten seconds back of the last place guy while Weimer was behind him. So he was thirty ninth, ten seconds back of thirty eighth, and came to sixteenth. Like a pretty good ride. And uh, yeah, but he was like coughing up blood. Oh in the yeah. process, right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, so he... we really no one really got to see how good he is. I oh. th- I thought did I. I thought somebody said he was kind of hurt going in there anyway. No, I don't think no? so. No. Oh, okay. I think he's our ticket. We 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 weren't able to make the A main last year. And I think with Fasciati, I think we're in that A main. Yeah. I think he's going to do it for us. Well, yeah. And that that Benoit dude's good too. Yeah. He's yeah. I was kind of skeptical of him in the beginning. I didn't really I, I didn't really know what to think of him. Mhm. And he, you know, he was a little bit ragged, but the track the tracks there were, you know, real hard pack and I, as I went east, I could see that that's Right. A lot different than what you know he's used to riding, mm-hmm. and but as we went east, I mean he, he got to the point where he was kind of just toying with everybody unless unless like Vince got a good start and and well, got out front quick. How much do I you mean, think he was? 
he was dominant, but he, he was on that 252 stroke and did it. That's what I was going to ask you. How much it's was it? Better. How much was it? <laughs> Way better than a 250F if I had to, if I, just by judging it. Okay. Yeah. Not fair. I always, I always thought so. I don't know. I, it doesn't, this doesn't seem like it. I mean, not to say that, I mean, there was a lot of 252 strokes out there, yeah. but if you had to compare it, you, I mean, to, to really compare a 250F to a 252 stroke, you'd have to have like a Mitch Payton bike. You right, know what I mean? Right, Something that's right. or, or one of those new Yamahas. Yeah. I and mean, then it might be comparable. But if you're just a privateer on a 250F, you're not going to make it as good as a privateer 252 stroke. It's yeah. Not yeah, and like Benoit goes better on the East Coast track, so there, that was fact that was factored in too. Like how much better he was, but still, like you said, you were there and, and you think the bike. He still won on 250F. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, he rode both like, bikes. So, I, mean, I, think the, gonna do, I think he's going to do pretty good over there. Yeah, he rode the. He goes to the he wrote the four stroke on the West Coast Berlin. And the Dagley is just a stubborn ass rider. <laughs> like he just just doesn't like Right. That is probably the hardest guy ever to pass. Like, he, I, I would come up on him, like gain like three seconds a lap, get up on his back tire, and then mm-hmm. I would like end up crashing trying to get around him because he just rides <laughs> such a wide bike. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that good but he's good. He's fast. Like he's yeah. good too. So I think it'll be a pretty solid team over there. Ah, I hope so, man. I, believe me, the mocking I got last year for well, not that, making the A main is that Benoit? Is that how he? Yeah, Benoit. Benoit. Is, Benoit. So is will he ride a two stroke over there? No, he's going to ride a four stroke from what oh. I get. Yeah, they won't. They won't let him. No, you can't do ah, it over sucks. there. Um, and then did you meet uh, Bubbles or Randy Bobandi in Moncton? Did you? Did you? No, none of the none of the trailer park boys made it to any races as as far as uh, okay. I've seen. All right, because I think yeah, he didn't. None of, none of them came out. I was pretty bummed. Julian's been to a couple. I know that. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. And and Moncton is where they film, so so that's that's that uh, that show. Yeah, Trailer Park Boys, brother. <laughs> I heard about it's it. It's incredible. It's phenomenal. Um, it's funny. There's a new season on uh, Netflix now too. Yeah, hey, I just started to watch it. Hey, did uh, did Richard tell you his buddies that uh, they they went up there to see those guys or something? Did Richard tell you that? No, they they went up to Canada to to watch him. Yeah, he, he, a couple of buddies uh, rode uh, triumphs, you know, all across the country, and then they're heading up there to go see that deal. Those trailer yeah, well, park they, they boys. do a bunch of shows now too. Like yeah. um, I don't know if they're kind of like stand up comedy shows. I think one of my buddies actually went and seen them. I think they went to Seattle or something. One of my buddies went up there. They're they're funny dudes. Are they? But, uh, the show's the show's good. Like you're gonna watch it the first couple times you watch it, you're just like you, you don't even understand what you're watching. And then you get like a idea of the characters, and it's pretty funny. I'll uh, I'll borrow you the DVDs tonight, Brilut. Yeah, you take them home. I okay. got eight seasons or whatever. Really? Yeah, hell yeah. They've been doing it that long. Oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like All you right. said, it, in the first time you watch it, like Josh said, you might be like, "What the fuck is this?" But trust me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it gets better. Oh, it, it, it's good when you get into okay. it. Okay, no doubt. Um. Uh, hey, so if you are you open to any brand? You said you got a Cowie now. Uh, you're gonna ride a Cowie at the Monster Cup most likely, but uh, I mean, you'll op- open anything, or do you really like to stay on a Cowie? Well, I mean, I think the, the Cowie's a pretty good bike. I mean, mm-hmm. I rode it. And, I mean, I've just got a stock one right now. It's, yeah, these bikes are also good stock though. Even when I had a bone stock Suzuki, that thing was right. amazing right out of the crate. But um, you know, I, yeah, I really, <laughs> I, I at this point. No, I can pretty much ride any brand. Right. I, I really just need to, I need to get on something solid. And I think all the brands are, I mean, they all have their uh, positives and negatives. I think. Yeah. I mean, that Yamaha seems to be the fastest bike on the track in both classes. I mean, just looking it at does. it, I think just is a rocket ship. Yep. And then you got like the Suzuki's and Cowies, and I think they handle really well. 
So I don't know. Hondas, Hondas are always solid. Yeah, and then you got Husqvarna in the mix. So oh. I'm pretty much up anything. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. Whoever will help you pay you and get you to the races. You're right. They're all pretty good. Um, it really at this point it's about equipment again because right. if I I need to, I I really believe in myself. I think I can get out there and and run up front every single week, and I just need to have uh, have some things fall together right. Right. I mean, this this year I felt really solid coming in, and then you know I had a little injury, broke my collarbone, and that set me back a little bit, and it took me towards till towards the end of the series to really get going. But any um yeah any uh, regrets about the RCH thing, and and I know you were a bit surprised that you know uh, you thought you would be going to, and maybe maybe I just got Danny Stevenson's version, so it's not quite correct, but uh, you know <laughs> Danny was the big fan. But um, I mean, any regrets? It's all cool there, or, or are you still? You know, is it a little chip on your shoulder a little bit for for next year? Well, I mean, obviously, I would have loved to stay with them and, and finish out the contract and race Southdoors for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, to this day, I still don't really know. <laughs> I haven't gotten a, a straight answer on exactly what right. the issue was. But, you know, I, I actually still talk to him. I'm still okay. friends with Kenny. I still text Mark Johnson every once in a while. And okay. I, have, I have no, you know, ill feelings towards anybody on the team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yep. yeah, I'm bummed that I didn't get a race outdoors for them, but if they called me up and said, hey, you want to come race Supercross for us next year, I would jump at the opportunity. You'd be there, right. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so. Well, hey, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, hopefully, no worries. I hope something works out for you. Like I said, man, Tickle and yourself and uh, um, these guys are just, it's like, why are all these 250 teams? Why are there all these rides for 250 guys? Literally, they're, you look in the 250 outdoor results. I think the first real privateer guy is like 18th. There's like 17 rides for guys in 250 class. Yeah, well, they got, why is they, that? Got, they got so many guys in the class on each that? team, you know, why like four guys on each team. Why isn't there more 450 rides? How does there's only there's only so many spots of guys that are going to be in the spotlight, you know, I think this is what it comes down to. There's only so many guys that can really but, make a run for a, a top top three, top five every weekend. But you would be – there's not you, you might be one of them. I mean, you might be on that list. You've proven it. Um, well, like, you know, like I Jake, feel like I am, but I, got, I guess not everybody else is on the same page. And there's <laughs> only – you know, 250S, you have two coasts. So you have to have double exactly, the guys, really. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I just – I mean, I talked to Weimer, you know, and I mean, this is a guy that's podiumed 450 Supercrosses. He's won 450 heat races, just like Josh. And like he's got nothing, nothing, and I just I like I it bums me out. Like I'm not saying like it just it seems like there's kids that are making pretty good money. And I guess Josh, you were one of them at one time, but I mean maybe a little better than that. But you're just like how if you're in the main event, never mind on the top ten. If you're in the main event and you're scraping by. That sucks. It's it's, just, it's a sport though. I know. It's sad. You know what sucks? You got Ryan Villapoto. And I'm just putting him as you know the top guy, the champion last year. And I've said this how many times? Ryan Villapoto is making five million dollars a year. The guy who's twelve spots behind Ryan Villapoto is barely making a living. Oh, He's twelve spots worse, which is pretty damn good. And that's an Albertson or a Chisholm or Might whatever. Make sixty grand, and they're making sixty grand a year. Yeah. God damn it! That means uh, it's so it's so. When, when you're when you're number one, you're desirable, and everybody wants to throw money at you. And I mean. Just one of those deals. I mean, I even, know. you know, there, there's, there, I think a lot of times too, they figure there's been guys like myself that have had chances 
to to win championships or be close and didn't produce. So then they're going on to the you know the next hot shot that's coming up, and they're gonna you know throw everything at him. And you can't really blame them. I mean, I, I look at where my little brother's at right now. Right. So I think I can beat my little brother. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah. he's got a good ride right now. Right. And I you know I can't hate on him. It's it's his turn to uh you know yeah. go out there and prove prove what he has and and you know he may be that next guy, especially if he if he does all the right things and looks out for some of the mistakes I made. He could be the next. He could be better than me. But at this moment, I think I can smoke. <laughs> I just think they're like, like, like solid pros that are top 10 or better, and on their day they can get on the podium or they can win heat races. I mean, you shouldn't make Ryan Villapoto money. You shouldn't do that. But you should be able to make a living. Ah. You should be able to have a ride. You know? Uh, about eight years ago, it was a little I better. Know, I know. Right? It, yeah, it's definitely yeah. dropped. Yeah. I just. I, yeah, I mean, I think right when I came in, I I got spoiled because I came in at just the just right. the right time. Yeah, was you did. in money. Yeah. And then you know, and everybody was everybody was pretty happy. Everybody was driving new cars, and everybody yeah. had you know, <laughs> nice houses, and everything was sweet. That's true. And then uh, you know, then then two thousand nine, ten, eleven rolled around, right. and everything changed a bit. You got lights guys who were making like almost a million dollars back then. You know. Yeah, there's yeah. probably a couple that yeah, were. Yeah, two fifty supercross know? guys for sure. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just uh, like, again, like uh, Josh Hill, uh, Brock Tickle, Jake Weimer. These guys, these, these are name riders, yeah, good uh, riders, the heat race wins and top tens all day long. Steve, how about the pulp? Get us a team together. And I'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I got a mechanic. Yeah. Or maybe me. No, not me. <laughs> yeah, you too. <laughs> me too? Yeah, we'll get two riders. Yeah, I tuned riders to heat I, race. I know you. Uh, Semi wins all day We could do long. it, Steve. Uh, I, I, we I probably know. get good publicity. I know, right? That's that's really it. Um, it just sucks. It sucks for your situation. But like you said, it sounds like you got a decent attitude where you said, you know, something should come together and, and Tickle's in the same boat, Weimer's in the same boat, Chisholm in the same boat. And, uh, um, yeah, it sucks. It, I didn't want to yeah. go off on this tangent. If, if worse comes to worse, I'm going to go race all these races in Europe. I'm going to stay healthy. I'm gonna, or, you know, I'm going to stay fit. I'm going to stay on the bike. And if nobody calls me before January – you know, before the the end of the year, and I have to go race. Then I don't have a problem showing up and racing all the West Coast on my own. And right. And if I'm, you know, if I'm as good as I think I am, I can be in the top ten every weekend. And then maybe somebody will throw me a bone. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. But, you know, I'm hoping that it doesn't have to go to that. And and hopefully, you know, if it does come to that, I'll have some good sponsors to support me and make my effort uh, not so uh, not get, so chintzy. Get some so, dirt. We'll get, see. Get some dirt shark money. You gotta have <laughs> dirt shark money. I don't, uh, I don't know if there is any dirt shark money. Oh, there's dirt shark money. For sure, you'd be in. <laughs> if there is, you'd get it. You'd get it for sure. Um, you may have to wear a big foam shark uh, suit out, <laughs> out on the track. but <laughs> uh, just, be, just be the shark? Yeah, just just blue shark, bro. That's it. Well, um, I actually, you'll, you'll get a laugh out of this. We uh, One year, we were try- I think it was the first year um, I rode for RCH Suzuki. We were trying to build. Uh, we were trying to build a fin to go on the back of the helmet that had a camera in it, because he's the only one that can really like film and uh, right, in right. Supercross. Right. And we were gonna we were gonna call it the Shark Cam, and it was gonna be like a like a shark fin, but like kind of like an old old school Troy Lee design fin now, with a little camera in it. But it got shut down because you can only run GoPro. 
Ah, uh, now that I would watch. I don't watch the videos now. They're very repetitive, but I would watch a shark fin camera out on the track. Yeah, but it's go looking behind you. <laughs> yeah. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, well, hey, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks for updating our listeners on what's happening. And, um, and, and, um, yeah, hey, Tony. yeah, good talking to you. You too, man. Right, I'll bye. talk to you soon. Yeah, right. sounds good. Bye. All right, everybody. Josh Hill on the show, uh, Pulp Mech Show. Like I said, man, I didn't want to go off on that tangent, but. I mean, you know, uh, Josh Steve, and I have had you, our... go, you go off on that tangent a lot on the show, I just, and I'm with you. Like, fuck, I hate man. it. I, that that is that's another. You want me to tell you a lot? I could I could maybe on another show I'll tell you a lot of things I hate about our 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 like, this, this industry. I, I'm not saying that Villapoto and Stewart shouldn't make their money. They should, but Jesus, I mean, the guys that are you know it's two seconds off of them are broke. What's wrong with us? Nah, it's What's a, wrong with us? Nah. What's wrong with the industry, with the gear companies, with the promoters, with the... Uh, what's wrong? Why are they paying? I mean, yes... They're your bosses, dude. It's bullshit, Berlute. No, I agree. It's bullshit, I'm with, Devin. I'm, re- I'm with you. I'm taking your salary for 2015 and giving it to a rider. All right. That's what I'm doing. Okay, deal. If I get race tech suspension on my bike. I told you you get race tech suspension on your bike. I, I just, told you. I just hook it up with it that. It drives an easy money. bargain. I know, right? All right, we're taking a commercial break. Come back with more on the Pulp Mike Show presented by BTOsports.com. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing.
MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. 
The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Internet, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know, you know these, these bars, bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Welcome back, everybody. Paul Beck Show. After the boys of summer have gone. Berlou, you just saw the Eagles. Loved it. Angie and I, we loved it. My buddy Dan and did, his did, wife. Did Don Claudia. do this song? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would have loved I love this song. Yeah. Classic. Classic. If you Henley. get a chance, go see him. I'm serious. I, I would highly Eagles recommend guy, it. But, You'll but, know every song. But yeah, the, exactly. That's probably one of those things where you're like, I didn't even forgot the Eagles. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. Showing our age by talking about the Eagles. Brilliant. You know what? I'm showing mine. You don't know the Eagles because you're just, you, how old are you? 40. Yeah, you're you're just a sprout. No, no, I am super old and lame. Uh, I know the Eagles, the ones in Philly. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know the Eagles. Philly Eagles. Yeah. Well, the Eagles, the they're classic. Yeah. The classic guys, even all the yeah. my kids even probably know it. Oh, without a doubt. And if they don't yeah. know who the Eagles are, uh, they'll tell you what the song is. AC, like, I've heard this. ACDC and the Eagles will live forever. Their music will live forever. It will. Will. Halen will, too, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Halen will live in my heart forever. Oh. Uh, hey, we started the BTOsports.com Gabba Gibbs segment. We did. We did one question, and then we had to do uh, we killed go one, We killed yeah. one question. But, yeah. and then, so yeah. let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's carry that on. All right. Uh, this one comes from the at Moto Guru MX. Uh, he wants to know if you guys think that to- uh, how Tonus will do next year. Do you think he'll be a title contender here in the U.S.? <clears throat> Not in Supercross. No. Not in Supercross. Uh, I don't think he will. Outdoor? Sure, yeah. Why not? No. I mean, he'll, he'll be in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> down on Tonus. I don't know him enough, but I don't think so. I, I think that's a long shot myself. Okay. Mitch does some things, but uh, I don't know. I'm not really that hip on him. Who do you guys think was the biggest disappointment to come over from the GPs? Were you guys like, oh, shit, he's on his way, and then he just did nothing? God, there's probably a couple of them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, I, there's some guys that are on the tip of my tongue that I've, that I've come over for like a year and then they just left again. Well, Dean Ferris, maybe. I mean, he broke his leg. You know, he wasn't. He hurt his ankle or whatever. But yeah, there, um, there's been a few. There's been some. I guys. mean, you could like say Dob. Dob stayed there a couple times, but he won some outdoors. He won a couple races, but then he went over yeah. and won a championship. You yeah, know? yeah. He didn't do a whole lot when he was here. You not, got a point. Not a yeah. whole lot, you know. Some would say Prashan didn't do much either. I mean, he won two, 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 one supercrosses. Yeah. But then you know, as a career, like you know, when he got on the factory Honda, he sucked. On Honda, and then he and then he went to Europe, and started winning. I won. I, I, I we won Glen Helen. Yeah, together. Yeah, yeah you went. You went yeah. uh, two two. Something like no, four no, one. No, no, you went five one. Five one or something crazy. Five, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was close. So, yeah. all right, next question. All right, uh, this next one is from Chris Langston. Uh, he wants to go. Wants your guys' guesses on where Mookie will end up next year. I have no clue. None. Well, he's another rider you can throw in there as yeah. far as you know yeah. who you're talking about. Yep, true. What about uh, – looks like Yosh hired Blake Baggett for a 450 ride. Is that stamped? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? The four yeah, back they, on the they Suzuki. Need, they need somebody, right? Well, they got number seven. <laughs> I don't – Do they, right? Yeah, yeah do exactly. They, right, do they, right, yeah. That's a risk for Blake when he still had 250 eligibility to me. He did? Yeah. Yeah, he could have stayed there. He, you know, he'd been talking a couple times, and they they were even talking to to uh, RCH too. Baggett, yeah, Baggett yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a risky move for for me, but hey, I admire it. He's stepping it up. He's making a run at it. All right. Uh, this next uh, question is from Austin Murray, Murray, Murray. 
with all the riders switching to new manufacturers and different bikes, who do you guys think will do the best on their new bike? Kenny Roxon. Okay, let's not say Kenny Roxon because he's been on a Suzuki before. Mm, well, we talked about this before. Dean Wilson. I think Wilson. Barsha? Hmm. I'd say Barsha does I'd best. say Barsha. Barsha? You see Barsha hired Johnny O as a trainer? Yeah, I read yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I wonder what happened there. If I figured it, I don't know. I think, I think Stanton, Stanton had a hard time because I think Justin wasn't happy with his bike. And Stanton's a bit of a Honda guy. Dan Bentley, the team manager at Honda, is Stanton's old mechanic. They're bros. Right. And I think when Justin's saying, hey, I don't like my bike, Stanton's saying, hey, Dan, he doesn't like his bike. Dan saying it's good, dude, and we've tested a ton, and you know we're really working hard, and and Stanton's like, but Justin, it's not the bike. Oh, I know and, for sure. And I, that's a delicate thing. Jeff's getting a paycheck from Justin. Obviously, he likes Justin and works well with him, but he's also Stanton is as old school as they come. Mm-hmm. Does Stanton, Honda still get give Stanton money? No, no, no. I think that's, oh, that's no, done. I think that's done. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just Honda's mentality. It's been that way forever, and you probably feel the same way. No, it's not the bike. It's where the best bikes there is, you know? I don't know if they do that anymore. I think Come they, on. I think they knew they had some problems, you yeah. know? I mean, I, hey, full props to them for putting that KYB stuff on. I never would have thought they'd do that. Yeah. That shows some flexibility. Yeah. What? No, it, no. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. Yeah. But what I'm saying, they have to do something, right? Right, right. Um, But I... I'm not surprised the Stanton Barsha thing broke up. Yeah, I'm not, because I can see Jeff being the type of guy to be like, "Dude, that bike's fine. You need to work harder." And it might not have even been that. It could have been something else. Yeah, it yeah. might not have been yeah, anything yeah, with no, the bike. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I just, I just, you know, obviously, I know I, I tweeted that Canard switched to KYBs at, at Unadilla, and Barsha tweeted me back, interesting, like. <laughs> Maybe that's something like he's been trying to do or get, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it even could be that Stanton doesn't want any part of another team unless it's Honda. Yep. True. You know, yep. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, where do you stand, Berlut, on, uh, like, how much of that, how much is a rider's difficulty a motorcycle? Is what now? Is a motorcycle. Is the motorcycle he's on. How much can a rider's skill or determination overcome a mo- you know I mean do you believe that motorci- motorcycle racing is you know 80 90% rider? No, not at all. You think of- Oh, well, yeah, 80% rider. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and 30% equipment. Yeah, well, for that, sure. that would be that would be one hundred ten percent. Well, you said okay, eighty. 80. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> no, I, I usually I, say but, seventy thirty okay, is yeah. how I usually go. Like, you know, like my our buddy JT is a big like oh you know these these four clicks. You know, Stewart's bike was unrideable at Glen Helen. He could not win on that thing, and I'm always like, he can't make a podium on a bike. Like, no, it's terrible. The, the Suzuki was terrible. And then he wins High Point, and I'm like, okay, so you know what what's the difference? And they're like, oh, the bike's changed. And I'm like, come on. No, I think you and I are on the same. We've talked about it on the show. Yeah. And we've talked about it. I, we're, we're on the same on that. i never been able to ride at the level that JT's ridden at, yeah. or you, you know, Manitoba champion and four. stuff. But four. I know. Yeah. Four. four. I thought it was five, but anyway. I missed out on a fifth by two points. By how many? Two. two no points. kidding? Yeah. Could've, yeah. Could've Almost had that whole hand. 
Would have had that yeah, heavy hand. Could have had a necklace. <laughs> I know. Could have had the that necklace. heavy hand walking around. Uh, just fucked everything. But, but I, I've always Two believed. Points. I've always believed it's it's th- this is the one sport, and that's why I do love it so much. Right. Is it's the athlete. It's the rider on the motorcycle that, that that really can make the difference over over the equipment. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right. Uh, this next question is from Garrett Rockley. Uh, it's for both you guys. What do you guys think is the best way to wash and keep hubs looking so new? Hubs? Yeah, is there a trick? Wow. If you ask Nick Other Way, if you, if you ask Nick Way I, I never was a very good at washing a motorcycle. Well, <laughs> the, the big deal is like on a production hub where it's really porous and mm. stuff. It's a little bit more difficult than like a smooth hub, like um, W wheels, you know, like a uh, you know kite or talon. or talon, you know, one of those. But um, the 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 trick is I and I'm I love uh, Mister Clean. If you if you Mister Clean them, and then if you have to get in there with a brush, you can get you can brush them. But mm. uh, usually Mister Clean and, and a pressure washer, they they'll stay nice. All right. Uh, this next one's from Paul Hull. Uh, so with Weston Pike and Barsha going on to JGR, how do you think those two are going to work together? Do you think there's going to be any you know, issue? A, we've got a voicemail. We're going to play with that, too. And I, and I, we got this before on the show when we were talking. About, no, no. I mean, they got into it at a race last year. Like, they're fine. These guys laugh it off. It's no big deal. It should be fine. I don't I don't really know Barsha real well. Mm. But Pike can be a hothead and stuff, but he's a class act. The guy, is a, he's solid. He really is a good guy. Mm. You know, I mean... His his personality. I was a little bit worried about going to work with him at first, you know. But um, he he's he's really not abrasive. He's pretty mm. pretty good guy. Yeah, people seem to think like they had that one run in, and it's like, oh, God. I mean, because where Barsha Western was telling in the tunnel, like, hey, come here, kid, and Barsha wouldn't go in the tunnel, mm. and like, they, <laughs> like, that that stuff's all forgotten. That's all here the moment. I guarantee you those guys are laughing about it. Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll be all right. All right, all right. Uh, this one's from the Schmid. 13 at the Schmid 13 uh the quote-unquote the mental side of the sport is acknowledged a lot uh but do any writers have any sports psychology consulting going on have you ever heard of that have you ever heard of any yeah, weird yeah I talked to, I, some guys have used them before psychologists i don't know is it read into that i don't think so but reed wouldn't need one he's pretty mentally Rob, Rob, robbie tried and used it but man i don't know i i, I think a good one that would really work yeah. on certain, you know, aspects yeah, of the psycho part of the psychological part would really help because yeah. that's what it, this is. It is very, it's more mental than anything. Yeah. Who's in need of a therapist? <laughs> All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'd right. say. Uh, this is the last question. It's from our uh, good friend Nash. Uh, a lot of Nash tonight. Not a Nash tonight. A lot of Nash. Uh, Berluti. What is the proper way to set sag, and how do you personally jet your bikes? And uh, for you, Steve, when is Andrew DeLong coming on your show? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know about DeLong. But. Um, jetting bikes, well, <clears throat> obviously he's probably, I don't know if he's talking two-stroke, four-stroke, but um, that, that's kind of a loaded question. It would yeah. probably take me a long time. But what was the other question? How, what's the proper way to set a sag? Um, usually you pick a place on the back of your fender mm. and you make a mark and then go down to your swing arm, usually the back of the swing arm and maybe make a little mark. Mm. And then, uh, with the rider has all of his gear on is mm. the best way to do it and then have somebody hold him up. 
mm. and then you check the sag there and it, it can it ranges anywhere from like 98 to 105 mm-hmm. and you just kind of uh play around in there and whatever works best you know for you and and, and you'll change it because of in the sand or something but mm-hmm. for the most part uh you know that's how i would do it all right and that has been the gabby gibbs segment Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs. Killing it. Gabba Gibbs. Gibba Gibbs, Gibba Gibbs, Gibba Gibbs. All right, everybody. BTOsports.com. Uh, use the code PULPOMX to save yourself money. Uh, anything you need for your bike or body. BTO Sports has it all. Brand new website. Mobile phone friendly. So. Have you, you, ever, you buy stuff from BTO? Really? Never you, have. Do you have anything? Uh, I, I might. Okay, well, use, can, use can, the code PULPOMX. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. There's gotta be something you need. Can you get me a better deal than Pulp MX? Bro, it's the best deal going. Is it? What do you need? I don't know. They got parts and everything, right? Yeah, everything, bro. Like hard parts yeah, and the whole nine. Yeah, yeah. You well, it. They got it. I might be calling them. If not, I'm gonna call um, Shorty or something and get a better deal. Shorty? Ooh. Yeah. Andrew Short? Yeah. Why? Why not? Oh, for BTO? Yeah. Oh, I see. No, Andrew Short uses the Pulp Code. <laughs> Oh, when, he orders, oh. when he orders a BTO. Oh, okay, okay. He really does. He told me that. All right. So, all right. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Hey, um, um, let's talk a little more about. Uh, I don't. I think we just touched on the RV to Europe thing. Yeah. Do you think he wins? I'm. If I'm a betting man, which I am, but I lose you a lot a in football yeah. lately. Oh, um, me too. Me too. I, I, I'm betting he wins. I think the guy's prepared, and mm-hmm. he'll go there prepared if he has to. Yep. And if it's for an amount of money, he's going to go to do the the best job he can. Yeah. You know? well, he's going to be good. Yeah. Caroli's good though. Caroli, you, you saw Caroli is getting older, right? Just yeah. Along with Villapoto, right? Yeah. 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 Uh I I say he wins. I, I'm I, I'm looking forward to it. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm really looking. What forward What do to you it. think, Steve? What do you really think he is? Oh, it's going to be good. I don't know what what. I gotta see what movie what is going on in this movie on our on my TV right now. What is this? Twenty What's, days later. Twenty eight days later. Twenty eight days later. I do not remember this scene at all. Why? Do you know the movie? No. Yeah, I know the movie, but I don't remember this monkey scene and all this. Oh wow! I don't even know the movie. It's a zombie movie, really. Uh, okay. Huh. Was that was that one movie with uh, Jim the, Carrey? I thought the beginning of the movie he just wakes up and he's in a, and he's in a church. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Well, remember he was in a horror movie. That, oh, I was never. Twenty eight. Yeah, he that must... was just the number twenty eight, right? I don't know. Oh, what you're talking about. I think I know. You which know what one I'm talking, talking about. about. When Jim Carrey now. decided something... he was going to do something like crazy and oh, did like a so... horror movie. Okay, so now that now it opens up in a hospital. I don't even remember that first part with the monkey attacking the lady. This is twenty eight days later. Now, now I remember this. Now, uh, weird. Yeah, it's crazy shit. Who knew? Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah, crazy shit, Steve. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what's crazier, this or RV going to Europe. <laughs> Monkeys. Hey, don't forget, people, check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Save yourself money with all of our sponsors and uh, our great, valuable partners. We appreciate it a ton. We are uh, able to do this only because of the uh, the uh, coolness of those guys getting behind this program and making it happen. Um, uh, guys like btosports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection. Works Connection. I mean, what can you say about them, Berlute? Yeah. 
right? Yeah, I love them. No, Are you kidding me, Eric? They're they're their product is definitely the best. What's uh, your favorite product that they make? Their booty? I uh, probably their their clutch lever. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 awesome. I gotta say, radiator guards because it saved me so much money. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, the well, amount of times I bent that thing into shapes I didn't so think I could. You fall a lot, is what you're saying? Well, it's if I fall a lot, if I ride with my dad who decides to take me to like the goat trails of like Nevada, I hate that. <laughs> I I like a track or a sand wash or. Yeah, jumps, he, 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 shoveling. I like that. St- you got to stay on motocross tracks. Yeah, it would yeah. definitely save you money. Those things when are I, strong. When I had a bike, Honda used them this year. Hell yeah. yeah. When I had a bike, Brilludy, you were inviting me out to your desert trails. I'm like, no, I want to stay on the track. But then you go to Sandy Valley and you, you're like, oh, yeah. There's awesome. no tracks out here. <laughs> it's like, great. Or Boulder, Boulder City wasn't bad. Boulder City was awesome so. until they closed. I rode with you at Sandy Valley a few times, didn't we, Brilludy? I don't know. I know I did a Mesquite with you. Oh, we go to Mesquite? Yeah. Okay. Good times. Um, I heard Mesquite's pretty good now. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah new owners, it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, new owners completely redid the entire track. You know, they're open six, six or five or six days a week. Yeah, that's what I heard. You been up there? Yeah, it's uh, good. It, it's so nice to have a track to go to on a Tuesday when you're off. There you go. You know, this is like when, see the Cali kids are spoiled. They don't get it. They're like right. an hour away, ten tracks, whichever direction, point or direction, you'll find a track. Yeah. When you go to these tracks, is there a strong Nevada? There's group a group of people that race or uh, there's or a no. there's a strong family that you will consistently see out at every single track but no not really. No. You like it's it kinda you go to a California yeah, track you'll good. see new people every single time right. you go different right. people you go to a Vegas track you'll you'll find same, you'll find the same people the same there. People. And yeah. it's not very many Steve. Right. No. It's right. pretty bad. It's yeah. pretty lame especially if, this time of year in the summer. Yeah. Wonder if they listen, hot. Wonder if they listen to the pulp show. No. No. Well, we should get them. They're not. They're not into it. Most people who live in this town like own a dirt bike, but probably don't know how to ride it correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know that you're supposed to stick your leg out. Oh, in when a you rut. look when you look at Craigslist, there are some scary bikes for oh. sale in Vegas. Whew. Like scary things have been done to these motorcycles over the years. <laughs> VIN numbers are scratched off. Oh, that's awesome. Um, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You can call anytime. Leave a voicemail. Uh, we were gone for two weeks, so we had a shit ton of them. And I've narrowed them down to to less than a shit ton of them, and these are the best of the best. So let's play these. Hey Steve, it's Chris from San Diego. Hi Chris, I'm the guy who called in on uh, the Passiati bandwagon that you were on. Um, yeah, you're right. I didn't go to the race or anything, and know that he came from way back to 16 and all that stuff. But hey, Ken Hangwell comes down to the U.S. and gets hurt. But anyways, I really do love the show. I'm this, just talking shit for fun. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was very angry at this guy. Why? F you, dude. He's bagging on Fasciati. Oh. F you, dude. That's all I got to say to that. Yeah, I listened to your uh, show number 184. And still a lot of talk about Stewart not making it to the races. Uh, why he's not making it, the injury. But he's been seen out of milestone, practicing, so on and so forth. Nobody's brought up, or if they have, I haven't heard it, that it's conceivable that they got the test back from Colorado, and that's not looking good. And they're just staying tight-lipped about it, but he can't go ride, but they've agreed that maybe they're not going to let the media know or leak it out, and that's why he's not back at the track. Why else would he ride, train, be seen out on his bike, but not show up at the race due to some sort of uh, illness or... I don't know. I don't know why. I can tell you that the Lakewood tests, I believe, came back positive uh, for the same thing that was tested in Supercross. But the MX Sports people, uh, along with USADA, 
said that they didn't have enough time. They didn't give the racers enough notification for the drug tests this year. So all the tests results wouldn't be punished because there was not enough time to get your TUEs filed because it takes a long time. Yeah. So there was heard testing, testing done it three three times, and it didn't matter whether you tested positive or not. My boy Wes Welker's playing this week, by the way. No. Yeah, he is. This week? Or? Yeah. I thought he was still going to get suspended nah. of some sort, no? No. Well, he's got a concussion issue. You should really take well, some more time off. No. But I, I did pick him up in my fantasy league. Well, you probably did the right thing. Here's the thing with Stewart, and like I said, if I'm – I, I just can't believe that the, one of the biggest names in our sport is just not racing, and there's no real reason why. There's a couple press releases that said he was recovering, but yet he's riding during the week at Milestone or Glen Helen or wherever. If you're a James Stewart fan, I feel sorry for you because you see photos and videos of your favorite rider riding, yet he's not racing on the weekends. Get ready for straight rhythm, bro. It's like, and I, I like Mike Webb. And I like the guys at Yosh, but they got to handle that better. They got to be more transparent with the media, with the fans on what is going on. They didn't even put out a press release for the last round. No, I know. Just, nah, fuck it. He's just, he may be there, he may not. We don't know. Well, the, the press releases up to those rounds, to, to that last yeah. round, were fucking horseshit anyway. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, I don't mean to be. No. They're, they're like, you might as well just pull your putt out and beat on it. That's what I'm saying, I'm bro. I'm telling you. I mean, I, seriously. So, like. Like, this is the biggest name in our sport, or one of the biggest names in our sport, and it is just a mystery on yeah. why he's not racing. I uh, know, it sucks. It's not fair to his fans, for sure. It's not. And, no. I mean, you want to, like, ha-ha, make fun of the fans and all that. Like, I, I, I you know, and the fans, this, look, I'm not one of those guys that says the fans pay your salary. I'm not one of those guys. That's lame to say that. But they deserve to know. Sure. What's going on. Yeah. I would hope that Don Yoshimura knows what's really going on, and it's not in in the he's not in the in the uh, clueless like all of us. Well, I mean, like you said, transparency would save face for them, wouldn't it? Why wasn't he racing, Berluti? You know, you're more in the end than I am. <laughs> That's I, just what I'm. No, but I, I, I don't. But know. I'm, I'm not trying to get the answer out of you. But there's no real reason, is there? Like we don't know. I, I personally don't know, and I don't I have know. No idea. Right, and we're connected. We're yeah. you worked in the shop with them for yeah. for the whole year. No idea. No idea. It's weird, man. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, it wasn't the drug testing at Colorado that did it. I don't know what I was thought. Happening. I thought I read where he came clean on that one. See, I don't know either. Did you read that? I read. Oh, where I probably it was, did. That yeah. where it, it, he was clean on that one. So that there that's so, why there was so it really much didn't misinformation. Make sense there to was me. so much misinformation. Yeah, going around. Yeah, I don't. So, I, I got it from pretty good sources that he was positive. Really, but it didn't matter because he couldn't get his TUE in time because they dropped the the fact that they were going to be drug tested. They didn't give him enough warning. Did we hear any more of the uh, the IV thing? The IV, that, no. That, that no. IV thing at uh, no. was that Millville? Millville. Yeah. Nope. It's like sometimes our sport is so cheese dick. You're just like, really? There's millions of dollars. There was a guy, one of the top guys in the sport, telling some telling Wygant that you know I'm turning the sport into People Magazine. That you are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, you make five million dollars a year. You're a legitimate athlete. Sorry for asking tough questions or wondering about tough things. I'm really sorry. Here, let's just all fucking, you know, put our heads in the sand and, and just everything's all right. Like, uh, yeah, for like, sure. Like, you know? 
No, I think you do fine because you do ask that tough question. I'm sure, you know, a lot of people, you know, you have issues at times, but you're not afraid to ask that tough question, and I think I just that's where, you're, where I, you're at in, in what you do. Well, it's not even that they're tough questions. They're just honest questions. It's what you're thinking. It's not like, like I've heard some bullshit questions that – remember what, what year was that when they when they were giving James Flack about the traction control on his JGR bike at the one round? Mm-hmm. And then they were showing the camera on his rear brake line. They're like, what's that? And they were circling – like just a regular brake line. And they were like, well, what's going on with the traction control out there? And they were forcing that question in the interview. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that's People Magazine shit. Right. Just, just try to start a rumor. Yeah. So how's that traction control helping you out yeah, there, that was, James? Well, that was like, Aaron. That's not, yeah, that, that was, was Aaron. someone who doesn't isn't technical, knows nothing that's in the production truck asking Aaron to ask that. Exactly. Right. But it's like, like it's like the blind leading the blind. You with, don't James doesn't know and you don't either. Yeah. But you're trying to nail him. Yeah. Quote unquote nail him on the spot. Yeah. So you know, it was it was bullshit. With all that, it's just like I don't that whole turning this sport into people's magazine, there you can't do that. Just answer the fucking question. I just again James is pissed at me. Like he might never come on the show again. I might never get an interview. He's pissed at all the stuff I've been writing, and that sucks. Oh well, what can I do? Hey, he may he, retire. He, he he he. It sucks that he tested positive. It sucks that this IV thing happened at Melville. I'm just asking questions like, what is going on? He's a huge name. Mm-hmm. He's perhaps the biggest star we have in our sport, and he just did not show up for the last half of the nationals because he was recovering. Just that's it. We're out. If I'm Yosh, if I'm Suzuki, oh, absolutely, I'm pissed. Fuck yeah. Well, I I just can't believe that. Yeah, Suzuki permits that. Japan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, like they 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 need to know. They need they need to see transparency, like you're talking about. They want because I mean they do have a market over here. It's diminished since the old day, but <laughs> right. they still sell motorcycles and they have a market and they 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 want a good name for their brand, right? How does – and again, maybe they know. Maybe they all know. Like Webb's told them. Mike Webb's told them everything. James has told them everything. Maybe they all know. Right. Okay, James, can you not please ride at Milestone during the week and like, do interviews and moto down? Because you're hurt, quote, unquote. Go away. It was almost like James was throwing it in the the fans and the sports face because he was upset, but he's still going to ride. Yeah. And do Instagram videos and everything, which is fine. Great. Just tell us some bullshit lie. What blows my mind is why he would even be there. Why, why wouldn't he just be back home? Right? I guarantee you that he was like, I'm going to show those guys. I'm fine. F you guys. I ain't racing. And he's like, I'm still, but I'm good to ride. I'm good to do things with GoPro and, and Yosh and Suzuki. Who, who's he showing? His fans. People on, you know. That he's good to ride, but he's he's showing them in, in, in that light, but... Who's he trying to make a mockery at? Or who's he trying to make look like shit? I, maybe the MX Sports people? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. Um, they did the 2015 RMZ 450 intro. James was there. Rode the bike twice. Took off back in the helicopter. Didn't take any questions from any media guys. Just, I'm just like, really? Really? You're not going to let any media guys ask him about how friggin' the bike is? Or anything? Like, I just, I just don't get it, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm no PR you're, expert. You're definitely passionate about this. I'm no PR guy, but I, I mean, I just see these just missteps, just misstep, 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 misstep. Get in front of something. Get in front of a shitty situation. Handle it. Control it. Release what you need. Talk to some key media guys, and I'm not even saying me or any. I don't give a shit. Talk to some key media guys to get the word out. 
uh, get in front of somebody and issue a statement that says something, that says something. Control the flow of information. Instead, bury their heads in the sand. Bury your head in the sand. Do the intro. Don't let the press talk to you. Don't show up for the last races. Ride during the week. And don't even have a press release for the last round. It's just uh, me, me, me being like, somebody in the press or whatever, I'd be pissed. I don't Which even, obviously you are. I'm not pissed about it. I'm just like, they couldn't have handled it any worse. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, it just it blows my mind. Okay, let's go. Or medical condition as far as injury. Anyway, just wondering why y'all didn't maybe bring that aspect up. Take care. Steve, what's up, man? This is Rodad from Georgia. What's up, Rodad? Me and Steven, the guy with the animal in his airbox and his Cowie 450, <laughs> we're sitting here chatting about the uh, the new teams coming up next year, or speculatively. And uh, we brought up Barsha and Pike's run-in in Supercross. Mm. Those guys might not like each other. So I just want to get you guys' thoughts on uh, what could potentially happen and uh, see what happens in this next year if those two guys are on the same team. Is it going to be like a Jeremy Martin, uh, Cooper Webb type thing? I don't know. Love the show. Have a good night. We covered this. So. We did, hey. but let me ask you something real quick. On, yeah. on Was there animosity between those two guys? They're going to be racing with each other again next year. No, we were talking about it earlier. No, no, I'm talking about Cooper Webb. He mentioned oh, Cooper Webb and uh Yeah, and they're not buddies. Yeah, they're definitely not buddies. Yeah. Who knows why? I don't know. But, Kids. Well, you know? probably because but, they're – they're, yeah. They beat each other. They're yeah, both yeah, very yeah. competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not buddies. I think they get along. I mean, I think they they tolerate they tolerate each other. But yeah, they're not going out to dinner with each other. Yeah, anymore. probably not. And and that probably happens a lot on teams. Yeah, but that's fine. It yeah. is. I don't think it really affects their racing. Do you? There were times where it affected their racing. Yeah, I can think of Lakewood, where Cooper Webb was crossing over five ruts to take Jeremy out to the outside of the track. Wow. Or Jeremy was cutting a passing him and cutting over. Wow. There was definitely a couple times on the track where, and then I, I found out that the Lampson had maybe said to him, hey, guys, just. Don't make back it look it down. so and obvious. We, yeah, and we never saw it again. Oh, but okay. there were a couple of motos where they were going for the kill with each other, really? which is fine if you're racing hard, but there's a difference between racing hard and then really trying to take your teammate out. You know what I mean? Well, was that for the lead or were they in the uh, middle of the pack? One of them was for the lead, yeah, yeah. at Lakewood, I think, yeah. Okay. Or maybe it was. I like, forget. You know. Yeah, there were some bad times where I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like you, you can't let that happen. You got to talk to them. But you know, we go back in history. I mean, it's been like that when yes. you got a couple teammates. Yeah. But which sometimes it it actually Helps. elevates. Yeah. You know, yeah, their, for sure. their performance. Yeah. Hey, Steve. This is Jeremy from San Diego. Hi, Jeremy. Yeah, and listening to I don't know one of your shows. You're saying that um, your is Suzuki or your Shamir is following Baggett on Twitter. I went and checked for myself, and you're absolutely right. Baggett's listed right underneath Roxon, so I'm thinking maybe Baggett's going to be Roxon's teammate on RDH. Well, thanks for your shows. Uh, first of all, love your enthusiasm, Jeremy. <laughs> Uh, no, no, it wasn't the. I mean, yeah, his enthusiasm sucked, but like, this person following this person on Twitter, stamp it, that guy's going on that team next year. Okay, well, guess what? It's happening. It is happening. So why would Yosh follow a pro circuit exhaust rider mm. who has no ties to Yosh? Mm. I sniffed that out. Mm-hmm. The, you did some dip, some deep no, social you know, media digging. No, you know, someone on Twitter brought it to my attention first. I think I don't remember. 
But I twit that out there, and I was called some names and made fun of a little bit. Mm. You're used to it, though. But I'm like, look, there's no way Yoshimura is just randomly decides to follow Kenny Roxon and Blake Baggett on their Twitter account. Hmm, yeah, let's follow those two guys. No, because they're going to ride there. And then sure enough, the news with Blake Baggett hasn't come out officially yet, but it's going to happen. Who's the one that actually does the following at Yosh? Do you have I don't, any idea? No idea. No idea. Does it show that or no, something? No, no. It's just Yoshimura USA. Oh, okay. Some kid they hired. I just want to say, internet. Terrific okay. job by me. <laughs> Sniffer. Sherlock, putting that out Sherlock, there. Sherlock, yeah. Terrific job. Sniffing Malik. And if I didn't know bassets. any, if I didn't know any better, I would think that Kenny Roxon may be riding Yoshimura. Hmm. So maybe. Hey, Matt. This is Joseph. It is. Uh, it's the sixth. I'm just listening to the back archives, and I'm listening to the show where the guy called in. I think Jeremy Albrecht started the show. Um, I was hoping you could answer or address this on the air, please. Um, a guy just called in and said, nobody regarding the riders, nobody brings up the race in Las Vegas in 1995 when the lights went out. Um, the couple of times you guys have brought it up, <clears throat> excuse me, the few times you have brought it up, nobody mentions that Jeremy McGrath was provisionally suspended from AMA Supercross Racing as a result of that incident, uh, he halfway through the off season, even into December, it was not known whether McGrath was going to be allowed to race. We all knew he was, uh, you know, common sense, you know, but he was provisionally suspended for not racing that race. So uh, maybe you could find somebody that knows a little bit about that. They could talk about it because I would like to know more about what happened behind those scenes. Thanks a lot. Bye. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe they provisionally suspended him for doing – remember in 1995? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was there. But I took part of that. I mean, they, yeah, they were never going to do anything to, to hurt McGrath not racing. Well, he so. wasn't the only one. Right. I think Emig ended up racing, yeah. Larry yeah. Ward, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah. there was a few guys that – so were they all suspended? Like yeah. you said, and they could have a probably a pretty gnarly lawsuit against those guys, if I was to guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we brought it up on the show about how McGrath tried to get Riders Union going, and yeah, wasn't there yeah. like a some letter going around in the industry at that time that was what was going on? with Yeah, that? I think they put it together. Yeah, a I was like letters. one at the time. You guys yeah. got to like remind me what was happening yeah. then. There was some letter that they were trying to get going, and I talked to a top rider this week uh, about uh, different things and about getting a Riders Union started, and it came up and. This writer said, yeah, I, I could do it. I said, you need to do it. You and your other Yahoo top writers need to do it because no one's going to listen to Jimmy Albertson and Kyle Chisholm. No offense to those guys. Hmm. To start at the top writers. And this top writer didn't think that anybody else would stick together. He said, as soon as we started something, I'd turn around and they'd all be racing. I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I know some people are working on it. Yeah? Yeah. There's, uh, I hope so. And, and, they're, and they, they have some horsepower. It needs to be done. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've told, like, Astafan's been on the show, uh, and I've told him if, if, you know, he helped Deer Dick get going, and I said, this platform is yours if you want to get, you know, if you want to get something going and, and, and do it, I'll help whatever I can. I think you just need some lawyers that want to, that they're, they're going to yeah. use their time to do it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But, but, I mean, it doesn't need to be a union, just a committee, just something to get together. That's all. Just make some changes. But that, that, that thing that happened in Vegas, I mean, those, I think those guys had every right. Because what they did, they just brought in some makeshift lights. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Huff, Huffman, you know, I was working with Huffman then, and uh, they, the problem with Huffy that night is they, they, they cut it down to 10 laps. 
mm-hmm. where it was supposed to be 15, and mm-hmm. they were also going to do the same in the, in the 450. I think cut it down to 15 laps or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. You know? But what what what's what what difference is cutting it? One lap, it's shady or there's there's shadows. Yeah. So yeah, why yeah. what what's yeah. cutting it down? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You you only got to risk your chance of dying 15 times instead it, of 20. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know? All right, let's go. Hey, Steve, Levi, East Tennessee. Um, I was just uh, reading the racer head, and uh, you were kind of saying that Villapoto's kind of a, a sign sealed and delivered that he's going to the GPs. Um, one question that popped in my head, what number would he wear? I don't know their numbering system when he runs, the amateur number or how that works. So, obviously, you being who you are, would like to hear your input. Thanks, but see you. He'd wear red, white, and blue number one. He's the greatest American rider ever. <laughs> and he'd probably shoot fire fireworks off the back That's of his That's a good bike. question, huh? They'd give him two. One, one, one. They'd give him two. Yeah. If nobody had it, I don't think anybody runs it. No. That I know of. Maybe. Maybe somebody's going to correct me. But Look, it's Ryan Villapoto. It, when he goes over there, they are going to give him whatever he wants to do. The kit glove, huh? They are going to be like, thank you. Ryan Villapoto for riding here. We will now issue press release after press release talking about how this is the greatest series in the world because you chose to ride here. <laughs> they will ignore the fact that out of the last 100 fast GP riders, 98 of them have come to America. Everts and Caroli did not. Everyone else comes here. They all do, except for two. They will ignore that fact, and they will talk about how Ryan Villapoto Chose to race in Europe because it's the greatest series in the world. And you will be, we will be bombarded with press releases from those idiots. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely sure. So. MX Jeff. All those guys. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. That's is, that, is that it? That is All right. Voice voicemails. Now. All right. Look, I'm just getting angry and revved up for stuff, so we need to go. Hey, was it that b- banana um, muffin that you just had with chocolate chips? How good was that? That was. Ah, oh, pookie. Since you've was eaten that it, Debbie though, you're like was crazy. That, was that I Debbie? Think, I think Debbie I think that was did, Debbie. Though. Was that yeah, Debbie? That was yeah. Debbie, yeah. And one pookie. Pookie mm. don't do that. I just oh. saw a couple of bananas in the bowl. I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, your mom was getting busy with them. Enchiladas. Oh, oh, that was good. Muffins. Man. Yeah. And she comes on the show. She's a d- triple threat. Just mm. <laughs> mom, you're listening. Mom, if you're listening, sorry I didn't eat your dinner. I uh, ate their dinner, and it was delicious. Thanks to Cole Seeley, Josh Hill, Scotty Atkins, and Nick Way coming on. Always a good time for those guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, again, check out all of our sponsors, partners. We we appreciate it. We're coming back. I don't know if we'll be back next week or not. For sure, the After Designations will be back with another Tuesday show after Designations. And uh, I don't know about after that. We'll have to work on our schedules and figure it out. Uh, Berluti, always a good time to get you in. Thank you, Steve. Fantastic. I yeah. Well, I'm really sorry about the loss of your job. The, the positive Steve, why do you got to keep going there? The positive thing is you could do this show more often. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Because you're not doing nothing. Nah, nothing. <laughs> you know what we should do? What are we going to do? I've, I've got a guy. Okay, listen. Okay. I'm on to something right here. I just thought of this. All right. I got a guy. Took you all show, but go ahead. I got a guy who wants to have his own show, like a uh, title sponsor of his own show. Yeah? I could split the money with you. We could do like a tech show. Really? A tech call-in show. Yeah? There's all these idiots out there that don't have all these questions about working on their bikes. You and I could do it. What day? I don't know. We could do it whenever. You think it'll sell? I got a guy who will give us money for his own show. Yeah. 
Well, that's good, but we got to get some sponsors too, right? Yeah, we'll get a few. Ah, yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll give Let's you all, do it. I'll give you all the money. Really? Yeah. Well, I think we got to give him some. Okay. The guy, the guy in the corner. I, he deserves it. Hell yeah. Not really. Kid me? Not really. We'll, I don't deserve no. anything, but I'm sure. No, you do. We could get Berluti his own show. Just boom. There we go. Uh, you guys heard you know it we, here first. You know what we can do? It. We can do... Uh, What's a good name? Berluti's... Some starts with the B. Berluti's box. <laughs> no? <laughs> no? Berluti's banjo box. I think you can come Berluti's up with something. Berluti's bandwagon. But I, yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, we can get creative. Berlute's lounge. Berlute's lounge. Ludies. Tell me, I, I can get something. something. I, I'm brilliant. Yeah, That's you are. Me right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you are, he says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks to our guest. Thanks to you guys for listening. Devin, thank you. Oh, uh, the great Tony Berluti in studio. And uh, we appreciate everything you guys do. And thanks, and we'll see you when we see you. Bye. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.